What up? I'm Kyle O'Reek. What's good? It's David Ruffin. Deuce Touche. This is DJ Low Willing. You are tuned in to the, the Free Game Podcast. Podcast. Exclusive content and experience. Make sure to check us out on Patreon. Join the Patreon movement right now. Make now. that move. Now. Yeah. Go. It's almost like an OnlyFans, but not. Yeah. It's supposed to cop the OnlyFans, right? I best believe Rough showing skin. We got that uh, for you. Link in bio. It's time to pay your taxes. Indeed. Subscribe. Next. Next. Message me for the link. <laughs> Put the link up. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite funny girl and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Yo, what's up? What's up? This is Royce the Five Nine. Word up. Justin Hunt, the company man. What's good? It's your man, Michael Smith. This is Pat McAfee. This is Doma T. Pongo with MTV News. This is Victoria Vivian. This is Vic Lloyd. This is Mike Conley. Voice Box Indiana, man. You already know your man, B Swift, checking in, bitch. This is Paris Jordan, a design dope. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Daddy D. What up? It's Ash Mac. Yo, this is Ye Ali. It's your girl, Paris Ladon. What'd he do? What'd he do? It's your boy, Maxi. This is Anthony Walker Jr. This is your man, Ann Paris. This is Ro James. This is Andrew Barber. This is Anthony Sims Jr. And you listen to the pregame. 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 The pregame, 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 pregame. And you about to check out the pregame? Big shout out to pregame, pregame podcast, pregame podcast. Right now on the pregame podcast, we get into real conversations. We get into real topics. You ain't listening to this shit. Something wrong with you. snap or nothing out there. Gay. Bless the bottle. Bless the bottle, ladies and gentlemen. These dudes are incredible. Let's get this thing started. Oh, next. <laughs> <laughs> Seven degrees. Yeah, yeah. All right. uh, up to bat, I'm going yard. Hey. Y'all niggas only good for bunch. Shit. Just trying to say what you can. Hey. And we be saying what we want. Right. I gotta bust his liquor run, shit. I heard the pregame hella jukin', yeah. Y'all ain't do it for the moment, ayy. We do this here for the movement, right? Just got me the newest yes, uh. I probably act brand new today, uh. I'm ballin' like I'm loose touche, ayy. But all my words is cool to say, right? And big up to my niggery, shit. But first say the kind low, yeah. And raise your glasses high for me, yeah. Toast to all the highs and lows. Right. Shit, your girl provided temptation. Yeah, she twerking sports and get it bustin'. Hey, and I'm the one she came to see. Yeah, I'm feeling like I'm David Ruffin. Hey, she texts me, is you coming through? And I told her if the Lord willing. Hey, and can't forget my nigga Q. Right, the man behind the boys chilling. Hey, we what all that talk about? Hey, we talking. Oh, we're back. Y'all see us in the pressure shit last week? <laughs> see what you did there. Nah. Yes, hey, that was different. Be, that was be, different. We be doing some man. support. We get a shout out in a minute. Hey, I'm somebody told us last night, y'all getting to it early, man. Yeah. Yeah. First quarter. Yeah. It's crazy. First quarter. Yeah. I'm Kyle Lurie. I'm on Twitter. I'm the boss. Crazy, man. What's good? What's good? It's David Ruffin. You can find me everywhere at David Ruffin. Deuce Touche. Nothing cool to say. Follow me on Twitter at CoolTimesCom. This is DJ Lowell and Dev Tall Doubters, man. Stop down, people. It's the worst you could possibly ever do, man. Be negative. Excuse me. No, no. Don't be negative. Be positive. Death to all doubters, for sure. Can we bring the gunshots back? Like no. one episode a month? 
Yeah, I still got it, man. I still yeah, got it on the memory card. It was you know, so somewhere. Funny. I still got it on the Google Drive. <laughs> Our most um, tone deaf moment was sure. we're, now, we're do, we're doing in the for, midst of a mass shooting. Yeah. Like, what are we on? Well, that's well, tough to gauge. Them happen every other day. Think it ain't on me. There's a there's an NBA point guard that would definitely love to hear that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What a wild Negro. To we gonna talk about him though. <laughs> 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 uh, we gonna talk about him. Fucking weirdo. Uh, this is the pregame podcast. We talk news. Music, sports, entertainment every single week. Like the content, hilarious and informative, especially for our day one listeners, man. This is season seven, episode five. Cinco, correct? Yep. Yeah. For sure. My Spanish is getting better, man. It's let's, time. let's hear you put a sentence together. It's getting better. Um, Me llamo es Federico. Ooh, that's that very good. Crazy. I don't know if I can go crazy like that. Uh, uh, just said my name is Frederick. Nah. So? A story. <laughs> Sounded a, good. Uh, a story would be in. I don't know if you put that, You're not putting that little thing on it. I don't know. You oh, just sound like yourself. la biblioteca. See, he's putting, he's putting Ooh, that he little. Going crazy. He's doing a good job. <laughs> he's going crazy. But I'm getting there. It's ben getting Nike. better for me, though. I, I think, don't you have to, like, fully immerse yourself in it? It or helps. Is that how that? Okay. You, you need to talk it a lot to get it. Yeah, for sure. It, it definitely helps. I, I struggle with I took Japanese, so it was especially tough. But I just struggled with it. say my name is Trey in Japanese? Damn, I forgot. Paper. Ohio Gazimas. That's like Ichi Nissan Shoe. Ichi Nissan Shoe. Yeah. yeah, I could count. I could. I did really good, like on the the written. Right. Yeah, we that, had to do crazy. that. Uh, you have a different level then. Yeah. We had to do the verbal test. And, yeah, if you know the grammar, you can write it. You on a different level. Yeah, I different did like language. five years of Spanish for no reason. Shout out to you. You remember none of it? Not enough. Yeah. Not enough to survive. You better not enough to put on his resume. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Bilingual. For sure. Let us know if you speak multiple languages, though, as a pregame podcast listener, man. Shout out to you. That's crazy. That's, that's very far. I tried Duolingo. Can. I just got bored with it. They say if you do Duolingo, Duolingo, Duolingo. Duolipo. Shout out to Jack Harlow. But nah, if, I'm trying to do Man, just Duolingo. It, they say if you do Duolingo <laughs> once a day, can like legit get you there. If you take it seriously, twenty minutes a day or something like that. I, I try to text better. That's I what they say. Oh, I, I know you didn't. I couldn't conjugate verbs. I got up out of that job. Hey, yeah. I couldn't do it. I know you were worthless. I couldn't Spanish do it. What's your function? Conjugation. That's why I got C's. Got caught cheating. Got up out there. Uh, man. But nah, man, it's the pregame podcast. Listen. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in, uh, no matter where you're from or how many Walking languages you speak. Class, you know what I'm saying? Hey, box. let us know if you're changing the captions on the pregame no podcast on YouTube. I try to think French, too. He put me out um, <laughs> That'd be crazy. Nah, this is the pregame <laughs> podcast. Uh, listen, big shout out to you French for tuning in. Uh, hey, Kyrie, have you ever taken French before? He's not going to stop. No. <laughs> nah, he good. <laughs> I'm talking so. You, <laughs> <the mic>. <laughs> you, jumped, you jumped in the French, too? Yeah. What the fuck? What the hospital you take language? Bet. I do some girls taking French after French. <laughs> Day two. Fuck like, you, Will Smith. Hey, come here, come here. You ever <laughs> taking French? I was like, nah. Yeah, you're not going to be able to stand here. You jumped in the French, French too. too yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. French yeah, dude. got to yeah, start French, at one. Yeah, French dude. My dude. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Bump me down to Spanish one. I got about it here too. Had a study hall. Yeah, you were like we the beginning of No Child Left Behind. Yeah. They were trying to get you through. Yeah. Spanish one. How about we just put him in English again? Core forward, core <laughs> forty, basically. Not doing too well in there either. Uh, but nah, man. I put it in English. No B student in English. Uh, Shout out to you. English can be tough too. Y'all schools Friday? Did they offer Arabic? No. Hmm. Damn, that would have been good for you. No, it would have been tight. For sure. Like, I tried to learn that off the kid. Oh, yeah, but yeah, they yeah, probably wiped that out after 9 11. First, even if I had a freshman year, I would have had a sophomore. <laughs> my Arabic my Arabic <laughs> is, home do Allah, come to your job. Yeah. Excuse me? Hum do Allah. 
Come do your job. Okay. Well, you said it. Well, you said it without the rhythm or whatever. Yeah, that was not cool. I'm sorry. That's that. That's where it is. I tried to me. learn the intro on Food and Liquor when Lupe does it. Oh, was, for sure. I was like, I ain't got it. Um, shout out to Lupe, man. Listen, this is the pregame podcast. We appreciate you, man. Went off on a tangent there, but you know that happens here. You know what I'm saying? That's what does. we do. It does. Um, we got a lot of things that we need you to do at home right now. If you listen, if you cannot, if you can, please check out the pregame podcast on Twitter at underscore the pregames. The hashtag Bust About is the best way to connect and interact with the show. We love to see, we love people tweeting about the show. Love to see people engage and you know dive into the content that way. Make sure you follow the pregame podcast on Twitter at underscore the pregame. Use that hashtag Bust the Bottle, man. Connect. If not, if you have not done so, please check out the pregame podcast on Instagram. Instagram got your bitch. Kanye. Instagram got your bitch. Ice Spikel has been kicking it with the Kardashian <laughs> kids, man. She a baddie with her baddie friends. Man, for sure. Ah, uh, she in her mood. Do we need North to save? North Saint, they Do all munches to, right now. Do we need to say? And Twitter's upset. That was I'm not you. upset. That nigga munch. People Niggas saying on that Twitter don't Kim like is a bad mother. Niggas on Twitter are weird. Because Ice Spikel in the building. Why can't you say Spice? They call her Ice Spikel Jackson on Twitter, and I think oh. it's hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah, they call her Ice Spikel, man. I think it's funny, man. Like Ice Spikel Jackson? Jackson. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So now she's fucking the kids? I don't know. <laughs> he said they're munches. He said they're <laughs> turn them into munches. <laughs> I don't know. But yes, Michael. People on sure Twitter don't like nothing. You thought I was feeling you? There's no Neverland. <laughs> that kid is a munch. In the Bronx, I assure you. There's not at, Neverland there. At, at one, oh, yeah. Nah, he wasn't going there. Not yeah. to the Bronx. Nah. Yeah. It's a rat, Mickey Rat. He like this kid's rich, you know what I'm saying? Wealthy, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Ricky Rat and Rennie Mouse. For sure. he like, With leukemia. Right, or in movies. <laughs> we did like him debilitated for sure. Guys, yeah. guys. You like the rich and famous. He liked them with disabilities. He liked them weakened by immune yeah. disease. <laughs> the little, what's the little nigga he has? Hey, Mike would have gone crazy Emmanuel during the pandemic. Ooh, he would have saved so many kids during oh, COVID. Tell me, can you smell Ooh. this? Ooh. I'm giving out vac- uh, vaccines in Neverland Ranch. It's going to be two shots and a third follow-up. Jermaine's here. It's just going to be a little prick. You're going to feel a little pressure, but it's okay. You don't have to do this. When you feel the pressure, it just don't look back. Yeah, just, just look in the pillow. Put your face in the pillow. And bubbles, bubbles gonna give a shot. Bubbles gonna give a shot. <laughs> gonna be until midnight. Bring me the syringe, bubbles. <laughs> Mike would have he would have done numbers. Triple dubs. Crush some candies up. It's gonna Triple make you feel a little light headed. Triple dubs. Michael Jackson the pandemic. Triple dubs. All right, man. Um, but nah, man. Let us know. Do you think Kim is, is raising those kids right? Or are you someone who's like, man, nah, Kanye needs to be at the crib too? Northwest yeah. seems to be an adjusted little ten year old. She seems yeah, she's fine. Yeah. She can draw. Yeah, okay. and they seem to be doing okay. Let's leave. Let's let their crazy father. Considering that their father's an insane person, I think they're doing okay <laughs> for themselves. <laughs> yeah. um, Mom being a whore is least of their worries. But no, nah, we got we need a lot more than that though. Uh, make sure you. Mention us on your story on Instagram. Everybody say the word free. 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 Man, word of free. mouth is the best way Roll to out. get the pregame podcast out. out there and help us expand and grow our audience. So we need to make sure that you are putting somebody else on the pregame podcast, man. Send the links, send the text, putting some just telling your your parents, your mom, your cousin, whoever you got, your friend, best friend, your work friend. Tell me who your house Let them know. Who you know, who hey, the pregame podcast is a great podcast. You should tune into. I'm laughing at a good time. I want you to too. Just tell them, just, just tell them that. This is what I say too. I you use my little spill. Man, 10 minutes. I just told somebody, man, 10 minutes of your time, check it out. If you don't leave, at least entertained, then it just wasn't for you. 
And I feel like we got 10 minutes. We're going to entertain that person. They're going to come back for more. <clears throat> the first seven is the intro. You should probably ask for 15 minutes. Nah, the intros are good, too. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the song. And the yeah, pa- that's the true. Patreon intro. That's true. <laughs> My bad. It mug is long. <laughs> it's a movie trailer for sure, but it's solid. But nah, man, just tell them that. Um, check out our official website, www.livefromthepregame.com. Uh, for all things pregame podcasts, go to the website. We also have Patreon content as well. If you want to be an exclusive member uh, for exclusive content experience, check out the pregame podcast on Patreon. There are three tiers, man. You pick them. Uh, we are getting listeners lounge together, man. It's coming nicely. The studio is super, super nice right now. Um, but we're going to have some listeners come through for $5 a month. You pay that $5, just subscribe. You can actually come and check out the pregame podcast live, which is cool. We make fun of you, bro. We can't do what you do. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. For I sure. started for real. If we tried, if we tried to do like a, a ring around the rosy <laughs> intro each yeah, week, yeah. you do great. We have to stop. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> you and them words be boxing a little bit. My favorite me, part would be re trying to give the social media tags. Uh, follow us on Instagram, but uh, fuck, it's the pregame one. Now, Actually, right? I don't even follow <laughs> it. So, <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which What's one got the underscore? Which one got the oh, underscore? Okay, we would stop and start a long time. Live from the pregame is the but email nah, man, and yes. the website. For sure, I added some S's to that subscribe. Yeah, Elmer um, Flood over there. Indeed, uh, man. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, man, oh, this is important. If you have not done so, you're a new listener. You're checking out the pregame podcast for the first time. Please write us or write us a review on iTunes. Even if you're an old listener, man, make another account. Be a bot. You bot. know what I'm saying? Make it happen. Uh, but nah, uh, make sure you rate us or write us a review on iTunes. The pregame podcast is available wherever you like to podcast. Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, list goes on. The pregame podcast is available wherever you like to podcast. Well, I don't like listening to podcasts. I want to watch my internet shows. Okay. Well, we guess can do what? that too. Yeah, we can do that too. Subscribe to the pregame podcast <laughs> on YouTube. Check out the pregame podcast on YouTube, man. We got new cameras, new setup. It's going crazy. Uh, DJ Who is Cube's holding us down, man, with the cameras switching and the Going crazy. Just do just do that for the people right now. Just switch that. Look up. It's all new. We got that. So make sure that you subscribe and watch the pregame podcast. If you don't like to listen to podcasts, you can watch thing. the podcast too. Indeed. Faith Evans owed her five minutes and she never gave it to her. Wow. The song with her and Mary J. Blige was like outrageously disrespectful. Uh yeah. in love with you since the days that you say. Like you gotta I gotta come see you yeah. about that. I, b- I believe he was dead by then too. So now you really like Damn. disrespectful. <coughs> All right, and P- I can Biggie. love you better. And she can. I come see you about that. And Mary J needs some hands too for that. If you can put her on there, because she knew what she was doing. Disrespectful, Monet. Yeah, Monet. Tyreek. Tyreek. I can't. It's coming. About two weeks out. Two weeks. Niggas is home. These other niggas been disappointing. All right. Somebody had a nice little. This one wasn't bad. Turn in the right direction this week. Listen, hear about this. the pregame podcast is home to superior content. It's a segmented podcast. We talk news, music, sports, entertainment, man. We got the, the topics that coincide with each particular segment. You know what I'm saying? And y'all going to love it. What is that? Something's ringing loud. I don't know what that is. It makes my headphones. It might be your headphones, bro. Sheesh. All right, man. So listen, uh, this week we got an array of topics, man. A gang, a slew, multitude. Plethora. We going crazy. Plethora. Synonyms go on. I first going to talk about John Miranda, Memphis Glizzies. Demetrius. <laughs> Toxic waste from the train derailment in Ohio makes its way to Nap. 
Yeah, it's it's in our water out here too. About to be Ninja Turtle. Um, New Masego, Young Nudie. Shout to Young Nudie, man. It's on its way. Ninja Turtles in our half shell. Turtle power. They're the world's most fearsome fighting teams. What a T. What a Give me a break. Theme song. I'm down to Tello for sure. We're gonna talk about the Creed Three soundtrack. Cool, because Leonardo been the people on Twitter. People, some of y'all, man, I'm worried. Y'all need to go to the doctor. Some people are really sick. Saying that Jada Kiss is better than Little Wayne. They're saying Little Baby's better than Little Wayne. Can't stop. He can't stop. New Chris Rock stand up, man. Selective outrage. And what you watching uh, from David Ruffin this week? And you Reed, what get, we got, you man? You didn't what, get my topic. I know. I'm sorry. What we got it's for sports, okay. Reed? For sports, we have uh, John Jones returns. Dang, Brief, John briefly. Jones. Hey, quick, fast, in a hurry. Man. Do something else. Do something stupid. With the dad bod, too. Makes me feel man, better. I can't about remember. Myself. Show. I'll figure it out. It's going to be good. All right, bet. Oh, Russell Westbrook. Yes, we Clippers. we are we we don't. No, this, this, this is like this like six. No, we it's are. Not, no, it's not. Listen, four at most. We force are fair, revisiting fair, fair. the Russ talk. Yeah, we're What's going back to Russ. Five, seven. six. It was six or seven. Seven. Uh, we spin yeah. the brick. Oops, I mean block. We spin the block. Yeah, they on Russell. They pussy moist about that man. today. No, now see that. Look that. Why they gotta do that? Uh, why you got to turn into that? Because <laughs> I, we, why y'all we acting like that? About, nah, we just go <laughs> talk about <laughs> it. Uh, Are you playing like that? That's what y'all just did. Man, do that again for the camera. No. Okay. <laughs> You've already done it, and then I did it. Oh, I didn't do anything like that, man. It's all good. It's going to be fun. We're going to laugh. It's going to be a good laugh. I'm sure. You had your cheeks clapping. I ain't doing no, anything like that. Y'all so related. I'm just going to go for five more minutes. Watch this. Oh, no, no. no. We've got to move on. We've got to move on. The people saw it on YouTube. They saw it. Pussy wedge, cheeks clapping. Y'all going to keep going. Look at y'all. going to keep going. Y'all about to keep going. I hate you, niggas. Y'all can't help it either. No, I'm not. We got. I got to get home. Yeah, it's right. Don't no worry. In two segments, he's getting you back. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I've seen it. We've all seen it for years. We know how this goes. Uh, man, let's move on, man. Next. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Spring Game Pods get to it. Shout outs. Shout uh, out to us, goddammit. Um, yeah, shout out to us, man. Shout out to the Pacers organization. Indiana Pace Cars. Shout out to Tracy Ellis Ward. That is our name. Legend. <laughs> um. She connected with us and provided us this opportunity for the Bridge to Gain event. Shout out to Megan Banks. Please. Shout out to Megan Banks. Too. Shout out to Megan Banks. Taste of Game, Taste of game Bridge. Bridge, Bridge of Game. Game. Bridge to Game, right? Yes, yes you're correct. That's the hashtag? The hashtag. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, we do interviews. We were afforded the opportunity to interview a bunch of dope people. Digital media manager for the Pacers. Um, Steven answer. from... Damn, Uncle Nearest. Uncle Nearest. You, we bow. I don't do this. What? I just like to say we've interviewed a lot oh, of nice people. Destiny Henderson from The Fever. Henny. Shout out to Henny. The freshest uh, woman in the league and probably the NBA. Punkin from Punkin Spies. Um, Punkin from Punkin Spies. Crazy. And my man's from Sip and Share. Indeed. David Thompson. Mr. David Thompson. Thompson. He's, a, he's a real nigga. I fucking him. <laughs> he is. OG legend, for sure. <laughs> In there Super making one. Yes, sir. There's a lot more. Uh, one thousand. Yeah, him and Rick talked about the eighties together. I yes, they fire. did. They went back in memory lane. <laughs> back, back. I remember Lyndon B. Johnson signed the civil rights bill. <laughs> For sure. 
Um, no, nah, man, shout out to the Pacers, man. Great experience, man. Shout out to all the support we received for that moment. Uh, big shout out to uh, the team, man. Shout out to DJ Who Is Q and Deuce Touchet. Dave Ruffin, Colorado, and myself, man. It's a lot to set up and break down. But ultimately, we had a great experience, man. And shout out to, I, I think if, if you are a Pacers fan, you can really enjoy this whole entire interview that we're about to spice to this episode this week. Um, but also, it's important to understand that black leadership is is playing a pivotal or integral integral part of the Pacers organization. You should feel good about that. If you're from Indiana, you're from the city of Indianapolis, that was really cool for me. Right. It was because we're not represented that way. Yeah, you know the, what I'm saying? The blackening is coming. Yes, indeed, <laughs> for sure. The blackout. They're making the it happen. C suite, baby. Um, any more shout outs, man? Uh, shout out to uh, Shady, man. Shady leaving. Man, shout out to Shady, had a farewell man. event this weekend. I wanted a, uh, a necklace. I was geek. Good luck, Shady. Did she go into Good the, luck to you, Shady. I'm talking about the city. city. Indeed. Shout go crazy. Um, <laughs> hey, shout out to man. Shout out to Gang Gang. Yep. Oh, we had a great time. I had a good time at the Gang Gang event, uh, the Mike Epps after party. Shout out to whoever made them sweet potato fries. Man. <laughs> they were crazy. I'm not even a sweet potato you, fry. You nigga. did well. Man, they were crazy. They were smacking. Um, yeah. Shout out to, damn, shout out to Jay Bland Made Man. Oh, it ain't yeah, no man. season. Ain't no season. <clears throat> I appreciate it. I finally got guys. a preview of the show, man. I was very. Oh, man. Shout very, out to very Jay Bland, Bland, man. Legend. Yeah. I've never been. Saturday. Yep. It's never fire. Been. Yeah, it's one next week, but. Very I mean, funny. I don't, I'm scared to, like, I feel like I would, I would like, oh, I want to participate. You know, like, ah, then I would get up there and not be funny. Oh, no, that's tough. Yeah, don't embarrass yourself. Yeah, no, yeah for sure. No, you got to ask for confidence to go up I'm there on the J. Bland Made Man um, stage, for sure. Shout out to Boogie Made Bang. Man, shout out to uh, DJ Duck Sounds by Cam. You guys did a great job, uh, as the DJs typically do in Indianapolis. Uh, sh- shout out my nigga Gordo from Streetly. He releases uh, newer 5950 this week. Yep. Thank you, Gary. Hey, shout out to Gordo, man. And Liz Custom. Shout out to my set. I'm a guy. <laughs> shout out to Gang. Um, shout out to DJ shout Solo, out man. That's me. He had another great night with Solo, man. On Thursday, it was my birthday. It was a good time. Shout out to everybody. That, that was a good time. For shout sure, out to everybody that came out. Shout out to everybody that wished me a happy birthday. I appreciate it if I didn't get back to you. Um, it's hard. Rihanna well, had the, the bitch up. You should at, respect her more. I do respect Rihanna. He, he played. She has hits. He transitioned, he transitioned love song into Chris Brown popping it and it was like crazy. It was nuts. It was like a problem for him. That's fire. Shout out to DJ Solo. Legend. It was a good night. Any more shout outs? You play good. skin? I don't remember. I don't know if I know that one. Skin is a big Um I'm a big sex with me guy. Fire. Yeah. Sex with me is fire. Skin takes, is, takes me there. Skin is crazy. Indeed. Makes you think about it. For something sure. Forget somebody. Happy birthday to you. Skin. Happy birthday, rough man. I appreciate it. Birthday rough. For sure. Had a good weekend with family this weekend. He survived too. You sober? You seen me standing tall still? Yeah. Rough Fisher. Getting the uh, rough physical Fisher. touch. I'm language. still standing. No. I'm still strong. Oh, <laughs> Dang. That's tough. No access services weekend for my dog. That's Y'all crazy. Just <laughs> <laughs> what better. it is, man. I'm in emotion, so it, it is. is what it is. Make it happen. Any nobody, more shout outs? Nobody blew his candle out good. this week. What's wrong with you niggas? <coughs> I'll be all right. Hey, shout out to, to the White Cement 3 dropping this week. Come on! Come on! Yes, yes. My pair is coming. You already Your got them? coming. I just got a plug. Ooh, we ain't talk about it either. You don't get to know about it. Please put me on. Because I can't, stop. I can't win shit on sneakers. I, and, I didn't, and I didn't hit on them blue five. I know the Colombians. I'm crazy. I'm excited, man. Shout out to Jordan 2s. Respect them. For sure, man. Yeah, Dude, fresh, put some respect on that name. I've already decided. I'm already paying for the threes. Post squad was fresh, man. I, I got at least 320 for the <laughs> hey, threes. He had to change the way he texts now. 
You feel real like this? Oh yeah, you on Summer Jam stream over there, man? Let's move on, man. Let's get into the show. We next. we got it. Let's do it next. Next. First things first. Y'all know that TikTok. I got the blicky. I've been avoiding TikTok, bro. TikTok's really it's, it's stolen my wife. I from got me. the blicky on the. You know who probably likes that song? (laughs) (laughs) Who's got they blicky on they dresser? Demetrius. Man, NBA point guard, Josh. Stop calling him, man. That's his problem. That's his problem. Gotta think about his first fucking name. Demetrius isn't that sober of a name either, man. It's not like a. a, Ja! 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 It's not a suburban name. Sounds real ghetto to me. Yeah, Demetrius. Can we get get some good shit? It's the one doing this shit. For sure, man. Ja, that's for you. You don't need to go with your nickname, <laughs> ja, you stupid. You. you stupid nigga. You, I can't stand so, you, nigga. Hey, man, you got to quit turning people so, no, so, so sharply. No, I'm old. I do what I want to So, listen. Where, I mean, where do we begin? I, I, listen. Let's I, I'll start with the laws that he broke. Okay. Let's, no, let's that's, start. That's, that's rough synergy. Let's, let's back up. Let's no, back let, up. no well, you had a floor, rough. Go ahead. Okay, so one, is he a little wild? Yeah. He hasn't broken any laws. He's been suspended for two games by the the high moral, the morality of the NBA, who just had known pedophile Carmelo highlighted <laughs> at the All Star game. So somehow what John's doing Talk is just to him, rough. too Tell much. These niggas. He may have beat up a seventeen year old. He may have pointed a gun at the Pacers, and then he did have a gun at oh, the he, strip club. He definitely beat up a seventeen year old. Definitely brandished a weapon on seventeen year old too. The Pacers okay. shit is alleged. alleged. Okay, but not what Pace is not alleged. We're just not sure he did it. So okay. here's the thing: did what anybody, laws did he break? Anybody ask for John to go to jail? Why is he suspended? I thought you'd never ask. Uh, whenever a player physically present at a, at a facility or venue, let me take my glasses off. Owned, operated, <laughs> or being used by a team, the NBA, or any league-related entity, and whenever a player is traveling on an NBA-related business, whenever whether on behalf of the player's team, the NBA, or any league-related Entity, such players shall not possess a firearm. Essentially, when you're on the clock, you can't have a gun. As so, a, at 3 a.m. at the strip club, he's on the clock? He's, he's on a work trip for an NBA? Okay. He broke a, 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 a work rule. That's fair. You stupid yeah. nigga, you. I don't, come on now. No, it's what fucking dumb. It's, it's dumb. You niggas act like he killed somebody. Oh, I'm acting like he he's going to ruin his career. Is and he? he? Yes. No, because Carmelo got a 12-year-old t- pregnant and had a Hall of Fame career. This ain't about the pedophile. This ain't about him. He can do this. It ain't about him. He's not doing nothing that bad. Stop changing the subject. Are we talking about Carmelo or John Morant? We're talking about John Morant. Who did something bad? We're talking about fucking Carmelo. He didn't do nothing bad. I'm going to fuck about Carmelo. He didn't do nothing bad to ruin his career. This segment is about John Morant. I don't care what Carmelo did. You have to remember. This is the what same. Car- fuck Carmelo. Why are we talking about him? This is the same NBA that, that suspended Kyrie ever for posting the link to a video. Yeah, they said about that either. No, 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 I'm saying this, this is the NBA that does. This is what we are now. That was some food game Why are we too? talking about Carmelo on the show today? Because we're talking about bad things the NBA players no, have done in order about, to ruin their careers. We're talking about yes John Morant no. having a gun. And what he doing a gun? He showed it. He didn't shoot nobody with it, nigga. Who cares? That's not bad. It's stupid. It's he stupid. can legally, he can possess a gun. <laughs> Stop for niggas to do stupid shit. No, he didn't do nothing that bad. They did. Was it stupid? Yes. Should he face all these consequences? Fuck no. I don't love Kyrie's energy either, but that nigga dumb. Can I say? <laughs> and it's it's the worst part is his daddy's right there with him being dumb. This nigga dumb. He's dumb. He's yeah, dumb. I, I, I definitely look at T. Stupid. It's stupid. It's <laughs> stupid. Sure. I never looked at Carl Malone. Like pristine role model anyway. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't, know I'm like, really big on I don't know these niggas. What are y'all on? I don't know these man. niggas. Can I say this though? Hopefully. Number, a couple things, man. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> are we good? <laughs> yeah. 
Is it so, a ceasefire? Yeah, and now. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's a little dumb, but. A little? It's not the worst thing that niggas are doing. This is about John Morant being very silly in his young career. Demetrius. Sorry, Demetrius Durant. It's very silly. Teach. Okay? Very he s- continues to do silly things. How dare a 23-year-old nigga act like a 23-year-old nigga? How dare he? How What kind of fucking idiot is he? Diary Hoover. You're stupid. <laughs> what the fuck? Stupid. And you're not like that. How do you know? You know what that nigga? He's not. I hope he shoot one of these niggas so you (laughs) niggas will know that he's a shooter. We don't know where that nigga grew up at. Honestly, we know he can't shoot like that, so (laughs) chances are the bystanders (laughs) going to be in trouble. (laughs) Hoping it ain't from mid-range. What do a nigga got to do for you to say he did something stupid? What does a nigga have to do? Shoot, had to do something somebody. bad. Kill somebody. Yeah. Nobody said I want Unless to. Unless it's self Nobody wants to be just in jail. Only, he needs to fix it. I don't want him to miss no fucking games either. Why? He wasn't it wasn't that bad. This nigga doesn't I learn. Wasn't like, oh my God, how dare he have his shirt off and have a gun. I guess that's but crazy you know, to me. You got, I mean, you know the game, bro. And you act like you don't when niggas you like can, do shit. Can, can I you say know this? you can't act like this. For sure. I don't even like John like that. Nobody does. Like, can he say something, please? Yes. Go ahead. A couple of things, man. Number one, I feel like 23 is too old. I think there's, there's a lot of cape, caping on Twitter. Oh, he's so young. No. I, at 23, I just, and I know all of y'all. So when you were 23, you didn't do nothing stupid. Okay. Continue. But I, I'm uh, just. Continue. I mean, we weren't on that, bro. Yeah. Okay. Just because. No, just because. I'm only living extremes. Just but no. Just because. Just because you didn't. Just because you didn't wave a gun around doesn't mean you didn't do anything stupid well, it wasn't or detrimental. That, but it wasn't. But just since that, you at 23 didn't do anything detrimental to yours or anyone else's life, then go ahead. You didn't you're, make any. You're isolating this one incident. Like he does have a little bit of. A yeah, man. That's what he it's does. It's a little wild, but a little. St- what do you mean? <laughs> he hasn't hurt anybody. We no, they, and nobody bro, is calling just, for him just, to be they arrested. They just jumped that little kid at nope. his. He hasn't hurt anybody. beat that kid up for a reason. That kid was violating. He got his ass whooped. <laughs> violating. <laughs> That's my oh, understanding you of it. You talking like somebody said? It wasn't my seventeen-year-old brother. Lock that nigga Demetrius up. No, bro. It's time to grow up. He's the girl. It is. It, it, to me, it, that's to me, like it's a just child. Is not. Man. It doesn't make any sense. Well, he's a child. Demetrius. It, uh, I'm playing. He's 23. He's very not a child. That's a child he's now? Very much a child. Oh, we, okay, cool. Well, can we, All right, yeah. can, can we talk Show about. Show me other 23 year old kids in the world. Where the fuck are they at? There are more mature niggas, yes, but 23. 23 is a child now. Cool. Bro, yeah. 23, you 23 year old 23 child. I love, I love old, those. Man. are cool. You're just too old for certain things. Call this nigga Jack. What the fuck? You're too old. I'm too old to have a gun. No, that's not what I'm so saying. What is he too, he has the right to have he a too gun. old to beat niggas up he's mad at? Or have his people he, beat him up? He's too old to beat up 17-year-old kids. Yes, that's a kid. 17 is a kid. That's fair. And 23 is a fucking that, grown man. And on top that's of fair. that, you, you, you run up on all security over a situation. Did of, they have him fucked up? Bro, that's ridiculous. No, they was arguing with his ridiculous. mama. Hey, stop. This is ridiculous. Oh, this is ridiculous this is what you behavior, do. man. Nobody, and listen, it's unacceptable. You, and the nigga, listen, first of all, no, you, you niggas, you got us put in the jail. We didn't say that. Crucified. Let me say that. No, listen, we want him to learn. Reed's from energy is exorbitant. It's a lot. He calls nigga dumb nigga. He's saying all kind of crazy shit. Just, yes. Did we just say no? I don't know this he, nigga. He's getting in trouble. I don't know this nigga. What you see, he ain't done. <laughs> <laughs> what you see, he ain't done. I'm, I don't well, like. I like burying niggas like this. What's the statement he made? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's easy to feel the steel or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, you want to feel these hollow? Because he's on that. He going to shoot one of these niggas. Do y'all want him to do that? He ain't done nothing. To, there's nothing about he John might. that says, oh, this is fake or, you know That's, what I mean? I think it is. Maybe. The slits and eyebrows, <laughs> until the, he, the bedazzled until he dreadlocks. Smoke, the fucking red dreadlocks? Are you kidding me? Until he smoke one of these. I think he's left-handed. This nigga's been. Honestly. 
These niggas been dying their dreadlocks. Lil Durk dreadlocks is in different colors. Nigga, he's all a killer. Them. He's a killer, right? All, all of Durk's dreads are one color. <laughs> Jock got like a taste a, of the that's rainbow. That's the South Carolina shit. It's weird. <laughs> okay. But yeah. But he's, he's, he's it's just, it's just because he might be a little left. He might be a little left-handed. Doesn't mean he's not a Ruff. shooter. It's okay to he say that nigga tripping, bro. He's stupid. Yeah, he doing so stupid okay stuff, to say that. Should he do better? He immediately said, what law did he break? Nobody said he was going to jail. Real quick so we can get out of here. I was locked up on top of all I don't of want it. him to miss no games. He didn't Why? break laws. He, he actually broke a work law. But Ruff, you don't have to break a lot of miss games, bro. <laughs> he, he violated his work contract. I, I just feel like people are, and let, let me, I was being a little extreme. So, I just so feel it. like, I feel like people are acting like. He said he was stupid. I ain't extreme on people, people are acting like that he's like the devil reincarnated right now. That's how people are acting. You got to stop bringing Facebook into this room. Not fake. That's how he was acting. This stupid ass, he is <laughs> ass, old ass nigga. He's only twenty three. I didn't call him old. You called him a kid. Can we stop saying only twenty three? You called him a kid. I only twenty three. Only seventeen. Only eighteen. Only nineteen. Okay, cool. Twenty three. Only twenty. You're, you're grown. Right. Because twenty three year olds don't make bad decisions. They do. I'm I think it's easy for fifty year olds. I think it's easy for thirty year old niggas to say that though. I think when we was twenty three, we were like we were like a little grace. What were y'all doing? I knew we y'all were, were making bad decisions. Boy, we weren't millionaires. <laughs> that makes it worse. I, but in my I opinion. just know y'all. Y'all weren't and doing honestly, these things. He was a rookie. This would I would it would be like, come on, bro. Yeah. Y'all making me like hey, for the nigga. I don't, it's, what he's doing is stupid. But that's all I said. No, you calling stupid him nigger. stupid? He is. I say what he did was stupid. He's that's stupid different because he keeps having situations where guns are being discussed. This is not incident one, to say two, four, to or one. three, to or say what, four. To say what you're oh, doing gets stupid and calling somebody stupid oh, is different. After you do something once and it's it it's stupid, how long before you're stupid because you keep doing it? I don't know. Is it five? You got to do one more? I don't know. This, this last one, he didn't. He didn't do anything. He just, just had it. Having a gun, rough, bro. If, if, and if he had the gun, whatever. But showing it is like, bro, why? So look, it's a corny at the very. At, oh, he's definitely corny. It's corny. But the thing is, though, you already got. So what should his consequences be? How do y'all want to? How do y'all, y'all, y'all want to punish Ja? Can, can how do y'all want him to learn his lesson? I mean, the, the, the NBA's got him. I don't think he's gonna learn. He seems to be the kind of nigga that when you reprimand him, he did Friday worse. Did it Thursday or Friday? Y'all, y'all damn their brothers. No, your personnel. It's Friday. Here's the thing. No, your personnel. Thursday night? We saw it Friday. Yeah. We saw it Friday. It was Thursday night. I thought we saw it Saturday morning. No. Was it Thursday night? It was Saturday morning. Here's the problem, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He took that gun on the team plane. How do you know he had it on the plane? They were in Denver. Not necessarily. How'd he get there? His mans might have had it. You got mans. You don't know that he got that had that gun on the plane. You made that up. His his his. It's not his gun. I don't think, think that's a nigga it, it that might he not knows his gun. at the strip club could have had the gun. See, don't put that on. Him. That's not fair. That's fair. But that's my, fair. But my thing try to make nigga Gilbert Arenas Ren all of a sudden. Well, the, the NBA, he, he had the gun on the plane. He snuck it past security. The, no, the, nigga. The NBA said you can't have a gun on, on your work trip. Well, he had a gun on his work trip. Yeah, for sure. So whether he brought on the plane or not, he Packing had a gun on his work trip. Steel. He had a gun in, in Colorado. Steel. He's in trouble for that, okay. and that is a lengthy suspension. And I gotta, I gotta. The two guys are from Memphis. I gotta feel like he didn't know that. Of course not. Hey, can I say contract. Yeah. That's stupid. Before we, I just want to, I just want to run through all the instances before we get out of here. Number okay. one, he had a situation with the kid in the summertime. We found out okay. about in the fall when he was, he felt them hollows. You know what I'm saying? He went into, he went. You can't say that. Say whatever you want. He's a millionaire. And I went to his house, grabbed his strap. It's, it's ridiculous. I didn't call him the second, the second incident, Chris Duarte lightly taps him on the chest in the basketball game. John, his his goons, they stand it's up. It's posse. Shout out to that's, Bill Jackson. And, and, that's extra. And, that's not necessarily and, and dumb T, or wrong. It's T, extra. And T. Morant stands up because Chris Duarte is it's the most extra. violent man in America. What about the part of the tunnel? Um, 
he stands yeah. up, and then <laughs> they make their presence known. Then the report comes out they had a gun pointed at the damn Pacers. There was a laser. Nobody saw Memphis. a gun. They only saw the laser. Bro, yes no? the, it's still ridiculous. And so for me, I thought and honestly, likelihood or fact. But you know what's so Remember crazy? That. What's so crazy, rough? Because he saw he's being so ignorant. I hope he does change his ways. But he's being so dumb. Okay. That even though that's an alleged story, you then. Almost made us feel as though it is real because yeah. So wow, John. So you so is it? Guns. So is he that's not a shooter or rough. is he rolling up on niggas in SUV pointing guns at it? Which me, one is it? He's not a shooter. He but, can't shoot in basketball, but he can shoot a pistol. As he's told, okay. Us but he's the, will yo, do. so niggas are saying, oh, he not like that. So if he's either he's not like that or, or he's really rolling up on niggas with pistols. Niggas that fake like they're like that. Ruff, I don't believe him to be like that. I just don't see you. You any think he's really like? like oh, you, you don't know niggas that false flag and act like they something that they not. Yeah, Chris Brown's blood. Lil Wayne ain't got I bodies. Chris Brown might kill him. It's here. I mean, we come on now. <laughs> niggas lie. But when Lil Wayne also doesn't driving his SUV pointing pistols at niggas. He, we don't. You just said he don't know if it's a pistol or not. You just said that. I don't know. Like I said, likelihood effect. The likelihood, yeah. I think. But I think it, he's on. That. I think. Talk, that, oh, keep going. I think more. he's on that. I but that's like I said, then, what, but what then, should the? So how then, should we teach so John Moran a so lesson? You're, that's 20, you're, games. you're 23 years old. Okay. And your mom. And you're supposed whatever, to be the most some, mature man on the dispute, planet. But no, go ahead. Bro, I really do. I, honestly, you're supposed to hold bro, him accountable, though. you don't like. At 20, I know a lot of people at 23 that just weren't doing this for breaking the NBA rule. Yes, and all the incidents. We they let him slide on all the other ones. Then that's not said a thing. If the law not doing nothing, why the NBA need to know what that shit? Trey, what are you talking about? Okay, what, I even, what are the NBA hey. rules that he broke? Having a gun on a word trip. Why? So the Denver shit. Yes. Is the other shit. Rough. What NBA rules? Pointing, pointing a laser at somebody on a work trip. They was in Indiana. No, they were in Memphis, nigga. No, nigga, that was, was here. They were in Memphis. That was, that was here. That was in Memphis. Oh, okay. That was here. Okay. Well, yellow the flower and make it. That in was that in Memphis or was that here? That was I here. thought it was response to the Memphis game that happened in Memphis. It was I here. That game. I it was it. here. It was here. Uh, Wait. It was, it was when Job dumped on us. Yes, it was here. It was, oh, I thought here. that was in Memphis. No, it was That's here. That's my fault. Oh, it's, wait, know, so, it's okay. Okay, this is another layer. My bad. TJ McConnell. It was TJ McConnell. This is another laser. Said he saw the laser. And this was in retaliation. Laser. Can we fact check? Laser beam. Laser. <laughs> laser. DJ McConnell. Laser. In the, hey, you know where it was, guys? In the same tunnel, we just fucking walked in. talk for a second but, real quick? Yeah, so can we? You mentioned over the weekend how you said you kind of have a, a, a truncated view of like life sometimes because you don't realize how much you're surrounded by people that went to college and graduated. I think you're putting a lot of tax on the 23-year-old thing. You're not considering the wide spectrum of 23-year-olds. You're just thinking about niggas you know. That are all college educated at 23 years old. Josh, the college educated. He's, no, he's not. How long did you go to college? <laughs> Come on now. Okay, guys. How I don't should, know, college how should we as, Come on. How should the league discipline job? How should we as black people? You. Let, you let, we, we didn't let Lloyd address it, what I just said. It was in uh it was at FedEx form, so it was in Memphis. Yeah, it the was laser Memphis. incident. He was it on that incident, which occurred by the Indiana team's bus in loading area at the FedEx form. He was on that down there after the after the Mexican play touched his chest. So. Can I, what, can I, can so I say, what, hey, NBA, I'm gonna miss you, Chris, but you so, can't be on my team no more. Hey, hey he, rough, rough, he broke the hey, one rough, NBA rule. Rough, no, 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 and there rough, are consequences. Rough. Rough. So if he had the laser in the gun at the arena, is that not a work situation? Rough. <laughs> work? Was outside. They were leaving the arena, right? I know, I I'm about to say a word's gonna piss you no, off. It wasn't no NBA grounds. I do it. Oh, I don't know. Come rough. on, man. I don't there, know exactly where they were at. Is there any, so we've been talking about this too long. Is there any accountability be helpful for his actions? If he did something wrong, real, like if he like, Kill somebody or rape somebody or something. So why do you suspend people in the NBA? 
when they have when their conduct of suspensions co- be crazy. Code of conduct is real. He has broken code of conduct in the NBA. So the one incident, the one. No, only, there are multiple. Gilbert Arenas huh? brought a gun to the, there to are the arena. Multiple incidents. And I don't know if he ever played again. He had the gun in the, in the, game. He had the, gun in the locker room, nigga. That was crazy. Yeah, he on the plane. Hey, on the plane. That was crazy. Way worse than what Ja did having the gun at the weak ass Denver strip club. Oh, Stop what, it. What, what about when he pointed the laser at, at, at the Pacer player? That wasn't in the field. That, that might have been his armed security. Armed security can do that. Okay. No. They no, can't they bring cannot. guns in there. They didn't, make any sense. they didn't do anything to him, Trey. I'm sorry. <laughs> they didn't do anything. <laughs> they didn't do anything, <laughs> to, they him, didn't do anything to the Pacer well, player either. Armed security can come in. No, the, he's saying they, the pa- there, was, there was no reason for There was no reason. He's oh. being ridiculous. He was it wasn't self defense. Yeah, like what? Okay, so what should he I saw the play. I just told you 10 games suspension. For that incident that happened weeks for ago, the, for the collection of incidents, because oh, again, okay. he had no nothing's been said. But tell before me, this tell last me one. what NBA rule you you broke down the one NBA rule. That he broke. No, actually, what I, I stopped reading. Ones? Tell me the other one. Stop reading that he broke. That you're, he's in clear violation. You're moving the goalpost. Yes, but it's good. I just don't. There's no, no accountability. Okay. No, there's no accountability okay, so what, here at all so for his actions. He should be suspended ten game ten games. How does that help John Morant but piss him off? Go ahead. Nigga, fuck man, Lauren from pissing him off. What? No, your personal. How do you believe me? Anything to you? He's the type of nigga that. But that doesn't mean you don't. That doesn't mean you don't. Represent. Can't hold the do it. All. He can't. Okay. He can't. So you think from this? Wait, wait, wait. I don't know bro, what the number is. Bro, okay. you're the same one that said, "Oh, 23. Why we?" So he's not supposed to grow from this or learn from. Yeah, learn, learn from this. I'm hoping, right? Yeah, but it doesn't happen in. What's that? What's ten games? Twenty five days. But you're oh saying God. you're saying it's only gonna make him mad, and make him do more crazy it might. stuff. I don't know. And then he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. If, he, if he has more gunplay is after this. Maybe going forward, but I just don't. Yeah, I just here. feel like the because way you guys are talking about how he reacts to his, his punishment doesn't mean you can't punish him, right? You can't I just feel it. like you guys are talking about him like he's like I just don't like how like he's well, just the worst human being. No, no like nobody said that. But we said ten games, use, not get him out of the NBA. Long, that's a long no, suspension. Not. And I I use the I word. I think it's ignorant. Oh, I hate the word ignorant. And again. Here's the thing. What's just because he Here's made a thing. decision that you would make doesn't necessarily make him ignorant. No, it is ignorance. I think Memphis by definition. Yeah, that you can look it up. What he's been doing for the past four several months is ignorant, bro. No, I think actually by definition is is not. Well, it's stupid. Ignorant by definition is like not being aware of something. You're, you're I, using it in the sense of like stupid nigga ignorant. No, nah, no. I'm just saying I think the word to use hey, here is question, ignorance. Question, 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 question. I don't say it a lot, but it's ignorant. Question. He's being ignorant. He's being ignorant. Think, what, is, think, what is he being ignorant to? What is he being ignorant to? A leader of the team. No, no, no. What, what? is he being ignorant to? So his position as a professional to, athlete? Yeah. What is that? And what that means what's the, to, what's the to fact? What is? Yeah, but what's the fact of that? What is he ignorant to? Ignorance is like not being aware of something. He's not aware of how how important he is he in the NBA. He knows what he's doing. How important he is in the NBA. Listen, the tone of the ignorance he's talking about is different. We know what we're doing here. We can, we, oh, we can go around uh, it, but I know what y'all do. Okay. Just making sure. John, I want to be Trey. John's but. stupid nigga, too. That's what you're that's what, that's what oh, saying. That's not what I'm saying. Hey, I'm saying. Hey, hey I don't know what he's saying. I called him at the start. I know. He's a stupid nigga. I know. And I thought that was wild. Why? Because you don't know this nigga. I don't. I, I don't. I, I know his actions are stupid. He, is, is he stupid? Or, that's cool. Or is he constantly making cool. these decisions? Fair enough. Because he's about that shit. Yeah. I can he's about beating yeah. niggas up and pointing guns at niggas. He's a gangster ass nigga. He might be that nigga. Stupid. I know his we actions don't know. that he is continuing to display are stupid. I'll ask you to be careful Which with ignorance, is ignorant. <laughs> Which is ignorant, Q. That no, doesn't make any sense. He's going to be himself. I just, the, the way you guys are talking about him, it's, just, and no, it's coming off to me. And this just may be time. a me thing. You guys it's are just not, coming off to me like, this nigga has done the worst nope, shit ever. That's, that's not worth saying. That's kind of how you're coming off. That's, that's a roughism. Uh, that's a roughism. We got to move on. No, I want you to move on to your Twitter joint. 
Oh man, so crap. I don't know the uh, the actual Instagram name. I, I tweeted from uh, an account. Maybe you follow. Maybe you don't. <laughs> uh, I'm about to go ahead and pull it up just so I get the information mm-hmm. right. It was a recent tweet. I didn't tweet that much last night. Um, but I thought it was a really great read, and I thought it was very entertaining as well. So this is coming from the uh, master student at Musician Builds. Uh, this is how the tweet starts tonight. You should do the rest. The black community saying John Moran is acting corny because he's embracing thug culture, but the same black community loves thug culture when it's in a movie or in music or even in real life. The street dudes get more respect than the normal dudes. So why can't y'all participate? Who y'all heard, hypocrites. Who he's him? just a product of the culture we love. Still, nigga, Jay Z. Somebody heard. Oh, he's a Jay Z fan. That's what um, but nah. And the, the thread continues on. He, you know, he kind of comes with receipts about a lot of different things that we celebrate and we love. And we should not necessarily be so hard on John Morant when this is the culture that he's accustomed to following, enjoying, and embracing in his life. For me, though, and I, you know, I did say use the I word. I know the I word can be can be hurtful, so I try to stay away from it. But for me, he's being ignorant because I feel as though that you've, man, with great power comes great responsibility. You bestow so much, you know, in, in your life, and you're a role model. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, well, I'm, I'm being real. I'm speaking my. I'm speaking my truth here. I don't think John Rent needs to be anybody's role I'm model. I'm speaking my truth here. <laughs> he is, though. But he is, though. He, but he is, is to a lot of kids. I'm, I'm speaking my truth. A whole that's a, bunch. That's unfortunate for them. Yes. You're a role model, but man. Maybe they want to be shooting ass niggas. And I feel like it's been... It's maybe been, the niggas think he's tight. It's been, it's been several months of this behavior, bro. And then for you to then go on Instagram Live and then just double down on it, triple down on it, or something you've already kind of gotten negative press for, I'd really be for your own me. brand, for your it's, own it's family. That's it. ridiculous, John Morant. That's it's, ignorant, bro. And you are too old. He, he <laughs> you was, are too old. He's only 23, but. Stop saying he that. Was, <laughs> he was Stop drunk. saying that. What, tell me about the 23 olds that they know. Oh uh, yeah, he didn't address that. But I mean, you're only 23. Is crazy. Stop saying I'm, that. I'm of the thought that you're 23, bro. Just in general. Yeah. Absolutely, tons of them. But had yeah. I done something that got me fired, nobody, my job would have said you're 23, bro. And yours wouldn't either. Check, check this out. And yours wouldn't either. Check this out. And yours wouldn't either. Check this out. You, if I did something stupid in college, you, it was yours twenty three, bro. You stealing from Walmart is worse than John Red having a gun in the strip nope. club. You uh, like, lost he, your is, damn mind. he is threatening people. He's threatening. No. Who did he threaten in the strip club video? So, bro, they, you trying they, to steal they, that white girl cell phone worse too? Oh, say what? You trying to steal that white girl cell phone? Is that worse too? <laughs> yes, nigga. That was bad. That was fucking not. That was fucking not. That was fucking not. That was fucking not. That was bad. But you're gonna prove your point no matter what. We know that, that. was bad. No, it wasn't I worse. Been on that, nigga. Because you, you don't influence anybody. Make in front of me. You I had the phone in my pocket. Anybody? I was terrible, nigga. No, you weren't. What are you talking about? nigga. What are you talking about? You're fucking You're gonna make it like that. You are. Look at her phone. And the phone's in my pocket. It wasn't worse. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And you stole from the actual. Stop that. Stop that. Hey, this stop absolutely that. not. I, I was despicable for that, no, bro. This no, you know I was trifling no. for that. Hey, you were. Yes, you were. But not worse than John Moran, who influences millions of kids. Who do you influence? Nobody, nigga. Neither do I. First of all, nobody gets the fuck if you stole a cell phone. When I have a gun and I want to be John Moran, I'm getting one too. You have to see that. These Let me, uh, I hoop and I can get a gun. First of all, and a chain. Let's fucking go. Okay, can I, can I but these high school niggas who are getting guns. Hey. John Moran is not the reason they're getting guns. Hey, hey. it's the TV, hey, you and, and the music. We've, we've got to move on. It's the TV and the music. It's not just John Moran. And you thought you had me Walmart phone, man? You thought <laughs> no, you did? Man, we both did some despicable shit that man, was worse than man, this. Man, not really. Yeah, yeah somebody because you know. I'm gonna tell you what. Nobody ever said <laughs> I'm gonna steal from Walmart like Kyrie did. Everybody said that shit. He was talking in general. Like stealing is worse than branching a weapon. 
it's worse, nigga. <laughs> now when the influence, it's, it's against the law. Now when influence kicks in. <laughs> Let's move on, man. It's okay, we were we right. We used to be terrible people. And it's, it's right. We're all, it's, we're all and, products and, of the culture. And we're worse than John. We have done collectively in our lives I worse than John Moran has done. Come on, I needed that car better. Desperate. <laughs> <laughs> John Moran need that clout that he's trying to start looking Bob for. Pierce said he needs the gun. All right, let's move on, man. Leaving him alone. <laughs> I, I do think that that's he, not I do think it's good for Jaw to be protected for sure. But you got to ride around trying now, to be Suge Knight, bro. That's crazy to me. got a lot of titty in it. Who's, who's gonna get you in there? You never know, bro. Bro, if my, my eyes he's in the VIP, he's in a private booty room. Hole in my face. If John don't have a private room, he ain't doing it right. Maybe I want the private room. Maybe he wants. That's stupid. That's dumber than the government. He's also in not there private room. shirtless. I, I, just, I don't know. Bro, I mean, if I had two hundred million dollars and I was the type of nigga that could take my shirt you off in public, would never done on the internet. You can take it off. You got two million dollars. Show them shits. <laughs> you know, you might. I would be a nigga. I would. <laughs> if I had an NBA nigga body, nigga. I would never <laughs> have a shirt on. Y'all be mad at me. We got to move on, guys. We have to. We had to. If it's I had a six pack, I would never have my shirt on. Y'all niggas would hate me. Let us know how we did about the Ja Morant. I've been here oiled up. Y'all niggas would be shitty. Segment, man. Cooking. Let us know. What's that? Is that first? That's my bacon. That's it, man. Let's move on. I'd be bacon if I was that. We had a good argument a long time. Damn. Turkey bacon. First one of season seven. Yeah, first one. That's the first. That was the first yeah, Royal We're bad guys. We've no, done, we done. and me and you, and a little bit of them. We have done some worse shit than John Moran has done. Have you ever done anything bad? I don't know if you've done anything I don't bad. Think he has either. We can live. This nigga really live right. I'm a, I'm a rule follower. We yeah. really live it. The righteous brother. Yeah, I'd have known about that rule. <laughs> Let's move on, man. Nah, bro. <laughs> right. Bro, bro, section bro, right. section eighteen on page twenty, bro. We can't have that gun out of town, bro. I was on the plane. You were asleep. I went on here got some read. Righteous. Let's move on. Let's move on. Next, y'all niggas is funny, man. <laughs> next, <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> Would have been so much better next to each other. Um, <laughs> nope, it wouldn't have. We wouldn't have stopped you guys. <laughs> Nobody would have heard it. They just heard. They That's heard, true. They'd heard the reverb. <clears throat> hey, dude, who bust the bottle this week? Uh, this week on who blessed the bottle? Bum bum bum. This week on the bottles have been blessed. <clears throat> Uh, so Cat Got Your Tongue said, I would tune in to the Rough Love dating show, but I want a more scandalous title like Rough Loving or some some like it rough. And I know you missed my loving, rough loving, rough loving. That would be uh, fire. MD's 06 said, back trapping on the YouTube. I'll do the intro. Shout out to that, would you? Rough Loving? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Call me. Hey, we I'm, halfway there, baby. Hey, What's I, up? I've been in the studio before. We're going to find out about it one day. <sighs> Uh, Noe G said Ladina Midwest League was talking that talk. She was. She sung my nigga over here. It was tight. I enjoyed it heavily. Um, Damis Brown said, "Dude, did you say you don't always repost pregame content because sometimes you don't vibe with it?" That's not what I said. Boy, what? I repost everything the pregame posts. I said I personally don't post certain things if it doesn't hit for me personally. So try again. <laughs> you tried it. At first, you don't see. Uh, Ocasio <laughs> Strong said the pregame is at the Gaines Bridge Fieldhouse doing interviews. Man, what can't they do or go? Proud of these guys. Glad to call them my friends. Shout out to my Shout out to Pat. He randomly popped. He randomly. Pat be popping up, he, man. He's everywhere, man. appeared out of thin air at the gang gang shit. I said, oh, what's up? He's hilarious. Um, That's all I got this week. It's Damn, light. where y'all at? Little it light. It's light okay. Y'all Twitter not working? It's okay. Shit. We like Life's okay. So I got bless the ball. Join the uh, no reviews this week, man. If you got not done so, please write us to Rise Review or iTunes. You lose weight over there. No reviews, like, for yeah, sure, man. Yeah, we need more. Come yeah, on. A meal in a minute. Indeed. Come on. Make it happen. Make it happen. Next. <laughs>
Okay, this is the pregame podcast, man. This is major. Big shout out to the Pacers. Biggest Big shout out to Gainsbridge Fieldhouse. Biggest this is crazy center done. stage right now. And we're talking to the best of the best. Yes, we are first going to make sure that we highlight Miss Joanna from Pumpkin Pies. Pumpkin Pies. Sweet treats. Man. Yes. And they glowing over there, too. It is. It's, that corner is shining. Yeah. I'm going to go stop by. What y'all got, got today? We're all about the bling at Pumpkin Spice. Oh, <laughs> y'all, do y'all see the little lapel? I see. I see. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice right there. <laughs> that's nice right there. <laughs> I like you. that. Thank you. Thank um, you. We start off every single interview with the pregame podcast, Pop Quiz, which asks you, you know, flurry a question, you do your best to answer. Okay. We're going to get to it. All right. All right. So, I see. I browse your social media a little bit. I see that you, you know, you cover your treats with all kind of stuff. What's the craziest thing you covered a batch of strawberries with? Ooh. Well, the craziest thing we have that's this is very pop- show, by the way. You okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> <laughs> but we have our bling berries. Okay. okay. Those are one of the most popular things we have, and they are, it's a strawberry, and it's covered in white chocolate or milk, if you prefer, and it has edible glitter. Wow. Oh, okay. yes, we have, we have some down there I'm today. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna try to know yeah. that edible glitter exists. Now yes, do. it does. Yeah. Yes, I need you to end the debate for me. Okay. Pumpkin pie or sweet, uh, sweet potato pie? Sweet potato. Sweet potato. <laughs> there you go. That's what made pumpkin pies. That's how we got started. My mm. sweet potato pie. See? That, I, that's the side I'm on, but I hear people pumpkin. say otherwise. Oh, no. What's, I just don't have no oomph behind it. This is. Oh, it's some pie over here. That's <laughs> where the sweet potato pie at. That's what that's what we're known for, our sweet potato pies. But once we got into the amp food hall, okay. we're in a small yes. container. Shout out to the amp. Yes, we're in a small container and we don't have space for an oven in there. Gotcha. Got you. So soon we'll be blessed. It's coming. Yes, it's yes, coming. yes, yes, yes. Got Manifest. You. What's the first thing you mastered in the kitchen? Ooh, I like that. Like mine was I mastered eggs. For my business? No, for you. For you. Oh, for me. In your kitchen. First thing you said, oh, this is what I make. Oh, yeah, I got this in my sleep. Um, Probably greens. Greens. Yes. Oh, I like the tron. I like the tron. That's a major. That's a major. Oh, I'm sure they're amazing. My My children love my greens. Greens are not a layup. That is not a layup for everybody. What so is it? Mustard, collard? What's your your go to? It's a mix. Okay. Okay. Collard, mustard, and turnip. Okay. It's a veteran. That's not over there. Don't forget that smoked turkey. No. Smoked turkey? That's the only way to go. Don't forget the smoked turkey. That's important, too. That's the only way to go. Thank you. Wow. I got you. What is your. I know you're a chef and you're amazing at what you do. What's that fa- your favorite ingredient to use? We like, you know what? This is the one. I know when I put this on there, I know it's gonna be complete. It's gonna be amazing. Nutmeg. Okay. People sleep on nutmeg. I, I don't People know. Nutmeg is important. I'm it, not a cinnamon girl. I'm a nutmeg girl. I mean, nutmeg need to bring cinnamon with it, but nutmeg is That's important. It. Yes. That's it. Yes. For sure. <laughs> That's the ingredient, the most important pumpkin pies ingredient. Is the nutmeg. Is the nutmeg. There you go. Um, so I, I want to know just how, how did this come about? How did pumpkin pies come about? Yeah, sure. So my mom, she would always make sweet potato pies for holidays and okay. church functions and different things like that. And people would request it. And she got older and she couldn't, you know, um, keep up with the demand for right. the sweet potato right. pies. So I was in the kitchen with her during the 
uh, holidays, and I picked up on the sweet potato pie recipe. There you go. So I started making sweet potato pies, and I couldn't remember all the ingredients, getting it wrong, and but it would taste okay. And I would call her up; she would tell me what I missed. That's how you do it. And yeah, so finally, I was able to get those pie, get the sweet potato pie mastered. And after that, people started ordering pies from me. Wow. Mm. You, and you I cut her out. out. Yeah. <laughs> no. Said, yes. I'm going to connect now. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you now. something. So I started doing maybe 20 pies for Thanksgiving, Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Now, last, last Christmas and Thanksgiving, we did over 100 pies. Wow. And, and this is what I want to tell you. After each pie order I sell, I gave my mom a piece of the pie. There you oh, go. <laughs> I always you go. will. I always will. No matter if I made 20, no matter if I made 100. Pay your time. That's right. There you and go. Pay them times. And at my, at my grand opening, I had sweet potato pie, and I gave her the first slice of pie. And she deserved it. <laughs> so your that mom. was that's fun. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Shout out to my mom because she's the originator of pumpkin pies. Now, I know some people that's. Sprinkle a little bit of flour in a uh, sweet potato pie. Are you yes. one of those people? Okay. Yes. Just wanted to make sure. Yes, I okay. do. To hold it together a little more. I am one of those people too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. I didn't, yeah, he's a, he's I didn't a, know that. Baker here. We got a lot in There's common here. Yeah, we cool. I told you. I told you it was gonna be fun. <laughs> no, we got you, Miss Joanna. Thank you. Um, so what? question. Oh my. Go, no, go okay. Ahead, go ahead. Go So, a lot of big phrase around these days is we losing our recipes. Mm-hmm. You gave us a story about how you got your mother's recipe. Are you writing that down for your children, grandchildren, or it's got to be passed on by action in the kitchen? Oral history. Believe it or not, it has never been written okay. down. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. So Off we, the dome. A pinch of this, a pinch of that. But so one, come in there one day study. I probably will because I won't be able to, you know, yeah. forever. Right. So one day I'll, I'll try to get, you know. Cups and teaspoons. And <laughs> it's hard that. to do when you make it from scratch. And you just it is. I, know how much I just know how much nah, goes. That's crazy. Like, yeah, you mess the recipe up trying to make it perfect. I know when it. I, can make it I know it without doing without. All that. That's right. When do, so? When do you say no? Like, listen, I ain't cooking for y'all today. Figure it out yourself. For home? Yeah. I haven't hardly cooked at home since I started Bucket Spot. I cook all day. Take out. Mark got cooked for himself. <laughs> take out. It's always take out. Maybe Christmas or Thanksgiving, something like that. But we're at we're at our shop. I'm there from 9 a.m. to close, 7 o'clock at night. Go, so come through. Sometime 10 o'clock at night. So I, I just, I can't. I've been, I've actually, I didn't but realize. I make, sure, I make sure my family eat. I didn't make the amp connection. I've actually shot the pumpkin pies before. We got some strawberries. Oh, yeah? Yep. We met and nice. didn't realize we met. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Yes. It's where, been a blessing at the amp. Being where can amp. everybody find you all on social media? We're at um, Facebook. We're Pumpkins Pies. Not pumpkin, but Pumpkin. Pun- you heard pumpkin. You know how to say pumpkin. Yes, pumpkin. Right. P-U-N-K-I-N, apostrophe S. Pumpkins Pies on Facebook. On Instagram, we're pumpkins underscore pies. Nice. Okay. Did mom start calling you pumpkin growing up? Actually, it came from my older brother. Wow. He named me pumpkin. Okay. Yes. Shout out to Big Bro. Shout yes. out to Big Bro. <laughs> Man, and a Does he get a slice home. of the pie, too? Says he get the crust. He got the name. I can get the name. <laughs> oh, okay. Big Bro gets the crust. He, he, he just had the name, but my mom has what made the business. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> um, why why is it important that people come out and they support and they and they eat pumpkin pies compared to other pies out there? Because pumpkin pies is the best. And we're black owned. I love yeah, you. Are. Tonight I love it. is all Talk about it. diversity. It. So Talk about it. Yes. Come black out History and Month support. just ended. 
When sure. yeah, months, we got two hours left. You got two months yeah, in a row. Yes, we, we got about right. six hours left. Before <laughs> we turn yeah. into a pumpkin. Oh, about six wow. hours Before left. We got to enjoy these. Ends. That's right. <laughs> no, that's amazing. We appreciate you, Miss Joanna, for Thank coming you. out. Thank, Thank you for so having um, me. Make sure y'all grab the pumpkins pies. Pull up. The strawberries are Yes. We're at the end. She told you. We're at the amp, 1220 Waterway Boulevard. 16 Tech, come see them. Pull up That's on right. Parker's Pies now. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for coming. having us. Next. Be fun. Next. Next. <laughs> check, check. All right, still live from Gainesbridge right now. This is special to us, man. We are Uncle Nearest fans. Oh, yeah. For real. Drop oh, more yeah. bombs, Q. I'm a, I'm a customer. Indeed. We've consumed. Yeah. We're consumers. A big shout out to Steven for Uncle Nears for being here. Round of applause for Steven, yes, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate you coming out. And, uh, man, we, we, let's, let's, let's get to it. Um, where can everybody find you on social media, Steven? Uh, so we, you can find us at, at Uncle Nearest. I am at SP on the Rocks. I'm also at Way Too Shy. Um, Ooh, shy like Chicago or shy, shy like Bashful? Shy like Chicago. Okay. Let's go. That's, That's right. right. That's real. All right, we start off every single pregame podcast interview with the pregame podcast pop quiz. We're going to ask you flurry questions. You do your best to answer. Let's go. Let's get into it. All right. How many cups of the unk straight before you start to have a good night? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Straight's tough. Two, three. Yeah. There you go. Two, three. I'm on number one. Yes, it looks amazing and impression over there. Now, I'm working, so I ain't dipped into it quite yet, but... It's coming. It's got to be like water for you at this point, though. It is, you know. It's it's a blessing and a curse. That's dangerous, man. (laughs) Got you. All right, I'll go next, man. Shout out to Chicago. Um, Shout out to town. Who is your favorite Bulls player outside of Michael Jordan? Who you got? Ooh. Oh, Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. I like it. All right. Alternative. Because you can't forget the way his shot looks. Got you. (laughs) Shout out to Bill Cartwright, man. I was a a BJ Armstrong kid. (laughs) I was a big BJ guy, too. BJ was my dog. He was great. Yep. That's real. So what's your uh, what's your go-to concoction with the Uncle Nearest? We want to dazzle somebody that day. You know, so right now we're in the middle of our – HBCU Old Fashioned Challenge. Whoa! So, for those okay. that don't know, from uh, Martin Luther King Day, which was January 16th, mm-hmm. through the end of March, so through Black History Month, through National Women's History Month in March, for every Uncle Nearest Old Fashioned Cocktail sold, mm-hmm. we're going to be donating a dollar to a fund to support wow. Wow, that's amazing, Black man. University. Up to a million dollars. Oh, wait, so wait what, this came out of a can? That, that did not come out of a can. Oh. So we've got a barrel-aged cocktail that I made at home in these oh, uh, okay. uh, whiskey barrels. So it's been sitting in this barrel for about two, three weeks, which isn't quite long enough, but it starts to pull some of the flavors from the oak out of the barrel. That's yeah, amazing. Wait, you went you 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 this up at the crib? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, wow. yeah, that's, hey, it's easy. That's a talent. So where, where can we go to buy the HBCU um, old-fashioned? So we've got a lot of partners throughout town. So Union 50 is probably our number one partner through the Shout HBCU Challenge. Okay. Bodie, the Thai restaurant down Ooh. Mass Ave. Hughes Ooh. Culinary is absolutely killing it right now. So St. Elmo, HC Tavern. Okay. okay. Uh, Harry and Izzy's. We've got Mesh. Uh, and you can also support at retail accounts. So Community Spirits, Big Red Liquors. Um, Kroger, a lot of places are uh-huh. on board. With Uncle Nearest going crazy. He just named spots. Yeah. He did. Big he spots. Did. spots with the food is fire. We talked to another distro. Boss up. You old boss fashioned now. plug. You don't got to use names, but Steven, <laughs> what are you drinking when you're not drinking up? 
What's your other? What's your other drink? I'm, what's your other if spirit? If it's not whiskey, I'm tequila. Yeah. If I'm eating a nice meal, I, I like a really nice red wine. Okay. Okay. And, you know, if I'm tequila. at a game, I'm knocking down a couple beers. You know. There I'm, you go. I don't discriminate. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You gotta cover your oh. bottle up though. Yeah. yeah. You're right. all about diversity tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So uh, tell us, what do you what do you do with Uncle Nearest? So for Uncle Nearest, I'm the Midwest Director of Sales. Okay. I live oh. here in Indianapolis, down in Fountain Square. I cover a handful of states <laughs> west of here throughout the Midwest. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. For sure, Midwest kid bringing it back to the Midwest. That's amazing. Yeah, man. from Shy, lived in Louisville, Kentucky, went to Omaha for a little bit. Now I'm in Indiana, so it's the Midwest yeah. circle. Let's get into it, man. The Uncle Nearest story is is amazing. Um, the history behind it. Uh, it's a black-owned uh, brand. It's amazing. But I want to know how did you get get connected to Uncle Nearest? So I worked in uh, liquor distribution business for seven, eight years. Um, and when the pandemic hit, all of my opportunity kind of went out the window. Wow. And <laughs> I had yeah. a couple connections within Uncle Nearest that I've known previously that okay. helped get me in touch with the right people. That's awesome. Um, landed a job with them in Omaha, built the Omaha market up uh, throughout Nebraska. Oh, they like buying Unc in Omaha? Man, you'd be surprised. That's fire. Wow. If you ask Fawn Weaver, our CEO and founder, what one of her favorite cities throughout the country is for Uncle Nearest, she's mm -hmm. going to tell you Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. Really? Okay. Omaha. I didn't know we was up there. I didn't know they was. So I know we was out there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nearest is available in all 50 states, and there's there some really strong smaller states out there for us. Okay. Indeed. Wow. That's amazing, the man. More you know. Yeah, we're going to ask Fawn one day. We got to catch For sure. We're trying hey, to get there. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> she should be on the move. Yeah, she no, does real. not stay still. Um, that's real. What makes Uncle Nearest special to you? Uncle Nearest is special to me because, of the, I mean, our team is second to none. We have the most diverse, amazing group of people. Our leadership team, you know, we're the only major spirit brand that has an all-female leadership team. Wow. So the culture within our company is different than any company I've ever worked For with sure. before. Yep. Obviously, the diversity that it represents, the story behind it, with if Nearest and Jack can have that kind of relationship back in the day in a time that was so unlikely back then, yep. why can't everybody have that kind of relationship today? So oh, that's real. That's kind of what it means to me, and the fact that I mean, the juice stands up on its own. It, it's won oh, more it's awards fire. than every bourbon in the world for four straight years now. Wow! And when you taste it, you see why. That's real. Um, what are we What are we working on? I know uh, we, we we were at corporate man. Shout out to my boy DJ Who Is Q at the Keep Your Cool event. And Drew mentioned some 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 different types of, of Uncle Nearest coming out. What what can we expect this year? Yeah, so right now we're working on the launch of our Uncle Nearest Straight Rye Whiskey. I yeah, saw that. Wow. I heard rumors about a rye. Yeah, if you, you can see yeah. the banner over there on I the saw right. Got you. Okay. Yeah, Sundry yeah. Advice pours a whole bunch of it. Yeah. Uh, also, you can support the HBCU Challenge there too. So there shout you go. Out shout out to Sundry. Say less. Um, the Uncle, the Uncle <laughs> Nearest Street Rye, Straight Rye is a hundred proof. It's a hundred percent rye. We source it from Canada, age it in New York to spec for American whiskey. Then we ship it down to Tennessee and we stick it in Uncle Nearest barrels for thirty days. So it's this sweet beginning of a whiskey that transitions into a spicy vegetal kind of a funky flavor that keeps you wanting more and keeps hey, you thinking. Hey, when y'all Uncle guys get to talking about the flavors, yeah, man, y'all really, y'all yeah. go every and time. Right here. Yeah. 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 You know, those right hands get to it. Yeah. Right to it. Yeah. They got, y'all stay barred up. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's it's something, it's a, it's a rye unlike any other rye that's on the market, so if you see it, cop it, give it a try. Y'all pledging, wow. pledging over there, Uncle Nears. Y'all yeah. know nah, the founders, y'all know y'all info. Yeah. Know some poems. To be an Uncle Nears, bro, you gotta know your info. Gotta know your info. That's crazy, man. Marketing. Oh, whoa. Boom. Man, 
That was sure. my favorite sure one for that. a while. That one hits a little harder in the pocket yeah. and in the yeah, yeah boat. Yeah. In the chest. It does both ways. Every penny. So Uncle Nearest eighteen fifty six is the brand that we launched the the the, the the whiskey that we launched the brand with in July of 2017. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, it's a hundred proof. It's a little bit darker and richer than the uh, Uncle Nearest small Way batch. Way darker this time. Um, that's my baby right there. Hey. There you go. I can t- as soon as you put that one. So let me straighten that, straight um, that label. Yeah, my girl messed up. I know. I know. This past summer, you all opened up the distillery um, down in what's the state? Remind me of the state. Tennessee. Tennessee. So Tennessee. It's Shelbyville, Tennessee. Um, what was that like? Were you able to, to, to be there? You know, can you kind of describe that that feeling of having the distillery now put in place and what yes. that means for the brand? <clears throat> yeah. So we had the grand reopening of the distillery uh, post COVID uh, on Juneteenth of 2021. There you go. And. Um, it was very special. We invited all of Near Screen's descendants down to be a part oh, of the grand reopening. Oh, hard. Um, and then the place is amazing. It's on 323 acres of a former Tennessee walking horse farm. Wow. That we've turned into what we like to call Malt Disney World. Wow. <laughs> wow. The place is absolutely Hey, y'all got it all covered. Y'all yeah, it's, y'all going crazy. Yeah, it's nice. We'll get you down there sometime. No, that's no, real. Don't, don't frighten me with a good time, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's on us. Tennessee is drive-able. For sure. It is. Five hours and you're at our doorstep. Wow. That's amazing. Can you speak to that experience, though? I mean, I've been to vineyards and things like that, but what what is the Uncle Nearest Distillery offering that you probably can't get anywhere else? So, most recently, we opened the Humble Baron, which is going to hold the Guinness World Record for the world's longest bar. Hmm. It opens up to a state-of-the-art um, entertainment complex that will host up to 15,000 people, I think, oh, outside. Okay. We have a hey, gift shop wow. that was It really designed. is Walt Disney World. Yes, it's big. <laughs> like, seriously. The, our gift shop was designed by the same person that designed the gift shop for Disney World. Okay. So we really got some key players. We have a James Beard awarded or nominated uh, chef-driven restaurant there. Our <laughs> cocktail program was Mr. curated Chuck. by Death & Company, which is a world-famous co- cocktail bar out of uh, New York. Um, there's still horses on site. There's this, wow. The still is there. We have multiple tasting rooms. I mean, when you wow. get on the grounds, you can feel that nearest would be proud. Wow. That's, honestly, so that's crazy. When it comes to Pull products, up. I feel like y'all have storytelling to a degree that most brands just can't come yeah. near. Yeah. And it, it's not even a question. It's something I wanted. I don't know. It's very fire to me. The second I heard the story, I was invested in the company. Yeah. And the fact that the product is also great makes it so much easier to support. So. Everybody's got a story. Um, ours just happens to be true, and it happens to be important. Not saying that other brands' stories aren't true, uh, but ours goes back, you know, almost 200 years ago. Right, wow. And if you can go back and and change what happened back then, the world would look completely different. I mean. Um, Jack Daniels is an amazing, huge brand. It's yeah. the most valuable spirit brand in the world. Really? I like to use the, the analogy of the um, Back to the Future. If you go back in the DeLorean and you prevent them from meeting each other and you hold up the Polaroid, what does the banner say? Right. You know, right. what does it look like? It, it can change <laughs> wow. a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow, that's a great That's, that's crazy. crazy. It would have changed my weekend. For sure. <laughs> um, for sure. And for those that don't know, you know, we've had uh, Drew on the show uh, a couple years ago. Can you just, you know, walk us through the Uncle Nearest story, the origin story of Uncle Nearest and how it came to be? Yeah, sure. So first, let's shout out Drew. Drew's, Drew's at home playing daddy duty. He's just, he's got a lot of Drew's Congratulations, man. man. You had a kid, Drew. Drew's on some paternity leave, so what? shout out. Hey, man. Congrats, Papa hey, man, Drew. Man, round of applause for yeah. Drew, man. I had no idea. Congrats, bro. Welcome. 
But uh, right, yeah. welcome to the squad. <laughs> yeah, we all doing it. So a little bit about the history. Nearest Green is known as the first known African American master distiller in the history of the U.S. Mm-hmm. He was making whiskey on a farm that was owned by Dan Call. Dan Call had a small whiskey operation in the back where Nearest and his three sons worked. Dan Call was eventually approached by a young white kid, uh, an orphan needing a just a job as a chore boy, mm-hmm. looking for some work. Um, Dan Call took him in. Over the years, he eventually introduced him to Nearest Green, said, this is the best whiskey maker I know. Wow. Nearest Green took this kid in, taught him the art of making Tennessee whiskey. Uh, that kid eventually grew up, saved money, bought the distillery after Dan Call, but from D- Dan Call, named it after himself and hired Nearest to be the first head stiller of that brand. Mm. And that brand is Jack Daniels, as we already know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So our uh, founder and CEO, Fawn, heard a small blurb in the New York Times in 2016, I believe, by Clay Risen that said, Jack Daniels finds success, dot, 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 with the help of a slave. Mm. And as an African-American woman, an entrepreneur, a historian, a boss, a New York Times Man. bestselling <laughs> author and just yeah. a boss, yeah. crazy. You know, she thought, what? How come I don't know about this and the world needs to know about it? So she went and did so much research and the more she uncovered, the more she was inspired to uh, tell the world the nearest screen story and she ended up doing and it through making a whiskey brand and it's now the fastest growing American spear brand in U.S. history. Wow. And here it is now. You're Amazing. welcome. Let that inspire you. Play the That's part crazy. Now. Facts. For sure. I'm invested. <laughs> nah, that's I'm trying that's to amazing. Be. Yeah, yeah. Tr- right. for, real, for real. You're not public yet, are you? No, no. We're uh, privately held. Okay. And and we will remain that way. Okay. Got you. Yeah, I know stay that way. I know there's a lot of creatives and, and shout out to Drew for opening this door here in the city. And also shout out to you, Steven, that want to get involved or have Uncle Nearest at their events. What's the best way? How can they make that happen for themselves at an event that they're throwing? Uh, if you want to get involved with us, we just recently launched uh, on our events page. If you go to unclenearest.com events, there's a form you can fill out that will get you in touch with the right people for any events, sponsorship requests, things like that. We're starting to get so many of them as the brand grows that we had to find an actual way to filter through that makes and get sense. to the yeah. right people. Yeah. So if you're interested in getting involved with us, just do that. If you know me or Drew personally, give us a shout, jump in the DMs, shoot us an email. We're happy to talk to everybody. Man, sure. that's amazing. Man, round of applause for Stephen. Definitely, Uncle man. Nearest coming through. Thank Dropping more it. gems, man. Sharing more bars about Uncle Nearest. Now, when when Drew came through, Drew brought brand. a special bottle with it. The the label was handwritten. Okay. Whenever you, you know what I'm saying, find one of those again, let us know. Gotcha. If <laughs> like, you find one of them, let me know too. Yeah. <laughs> Where he get that? I right. said, what proof is that? Oh, it was like, oh, it was like 113. It, I was like, I never seen that before, bro. Yeah, did he make that at home? Uh, Drew's OG <laughs> in the game. Drew was one of the first employees for Uncle Nearest, so he's probably got some things that some other he people He tied know. in. For sure. Yeah. Indeed. Man, let's move on. Thank you, Steven. Man, appreciate, appreciate you, Steven. Hey, appreciate coming. y'all. Thanks Shout for Shout out to Uncle Nearest. Next. Next. All right, this is a big deal. Round of applause for Miss Senior Vice President Tracy yeah. Ellis Ward in the yeah. building right now. Indeed, she helped us out with this opportunity. She we got are us super here. grateful. Madam. She got us on the stage. Madam Ellis Ward. Man, she's the reason you. we made it. Glowing, <laughs> shining. We appreciate you so much. Another round of applause. Just, yeah. no, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we start off every single pregame podcast interview with the pregame podcast pop quiz. So we ask you a flurry question. You just do your best answer. Okay. Oh, boy. I'll All start. Right. <laughs> You're former basketball player, right? Correct. Biggest shot Ooh. you ever hit. Biggest shot I ever hit. It's hard to say. I would say probably my biggest game. Was biggest my game. Last, okay, that's fair. My biggest last was my last game of my career. I scored thirty points. Oh wow! Look at that. thirty oh, points. You put them points up. Around. I'll put thirty on you. Better be alone. <laughs> I'll put thirty on you. Miss Ward out. That's nice. 
I like that. Uh, you know, so working with the organization, obviously you're going to see some games. What team coming to town is your favorite? Um, I don't really have a favorite NBA team. It's really okay. hard to say because I used to work for the league back in the day. So Got you. We, we never really were, quote, unquote, allowed to have favorites. Mm. So, um, Tracy, say, your favorite team you know, is the Pacers. To, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's how we get down around here. <laughs> I respect it. What is so? Um, what has been your favorite moment as a member of the Indiana Pacers thus far? I think my favorite moment really is just um, probably day one since I've been here. I just finished up my first year. Nice. Um, rookie think, year. Yeah, I finished my rookie year. I think when I came here, I had really high expectations. Every career path that I've taken, every job, I've either come to start something new or fix something broken. There you go. So this is an opportunity to create a path that hasn't ever been created here before. So wow. for me, that brings me great joy every day. It's awesome. Got you. Shout out to people that love their jobs. Yes, they no, and finding your passion and purpose is amazing. Yeah, that's important. Salute to you. Uh, my question, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a homer, so I love Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, what is your favorite thing about the city of Indianapolis? Well, I have been a transplant from New York City. I have oh, not, I have okay. not found great pizza yet. <laughs> um, Got you. So, but I do. You're not like, going to. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You're not going to it doesn't. Indy doesn't, doesn't specialize in pizza. And that's not a no. They yeah. just don't. But I do like the canal. Um, I live by yes. the Monon. I love a lot of the outdoor there you um, go. activities it's that nice. I've been able to tap into since I've moved here. Um, I found a really great Indian restaurant a couple weeks ago. Okay. So I really like that. Indian food. So is, I'm just yeah. trying to uh, get my repertoire of uh, there you go. kind of ethnic food that I really like. I'm I like a little that. bit of a uh, emerging foodie. Got okay. you. Me too. Nice. Okay. I ain't emerging. I've been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the yeah, staff for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm better. Indeed. I'm a picky eater, so I need to actually dip and dab into some Indian food for sure. If I do try Indian restaurant, what should be the go-to? What should where? How, what's the starter meal? Butter chicken. Butter chicken's good, but I am a vegetarian, so I tend to lean towards more lentil dishes with veggie. Rice. Okay. Yeah. I'm a chickpea guy yeah. if I got to go veggie. Yep. Yeah. All right. I like to get the stuff I can't pronounce. I like to make it awkward in there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you, man. Yeah, can you give me the... The, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well the key is the spice level. You yep. know, is there it you mild, go. hot, and then I just found out that there's something called Indian hot that they don't necessarily Ooh. put on the menu. So. Oh, the menu items. And when they say hot, they mean it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they're not playing. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't get the Indian Sometimes hot. the Thai spots be playing. <laughs> nah. It's, it's, but it's they, Indian, they, 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 they being real. Well, round of applause. Round of applause again Thank for you. the pregame pots quiz. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so I, I know uh, diversity, equity, inclusion work is extremely important. Um, why is this something you really, you know, sought out and wanted to be a part of in your career? I think um, just growing up um, as a child, I always like wondered why I was I was that kid that always asked why. And this um, was in New so York. I actually am an Ohio native. Okay. Oh, okay. So Midwest roots with a New York Midwest edge. kid. Got it. That's okay. what I uh, how I usually describe myself, but. Um, I just always grew up asking why. Um, yeah. In kindergarten, I was one of the only kid of color uh, mm-hmm. in kindergarten. Um, you know, went to college, a predominantly white institution. Yeah, we PWI um, kids too. Went to a predominantly white Catholic um, high school. Yeah. Um, okay, you so went through the ringer. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I've, so I've always wondered why. Like, why don't I see more people that look like me? And I right. think that kind of has shaped um, my career path and my passions uh, in a lot of different and unique ways. So. Um, I'm really, like you said earlier, just really living my purpose in this role right now. No, that's real. I know you mentioned, said, you know, you always bring something new to uh, wherever you go. 
Uh, what have you brought new to the Pacers organization this year? Well, this event. There you go. And congratulations. Well, congratulations. This, this is a great event. Wow. This, this event is amazing. Is, is new. Uh, I started last January, and okay. almost 30 days later, they're like, "Let's have an event." And so we had our first bridge to gain last year, okay. and so we want, really want this to become a signature event. Uh, but another cool thing that I've been doing in the office is called, um, what we've called it, um, DEI on Tap. Okay. <laughs> okay, y'all partying. So we have um, we've try to have them quarterly and it's just really um organic conversations around hot topics there you um, go oh i love that i yeah, think in, in this space the last one we had was around generational differences so people can come and have a glass of wine like have a that beer that's, that's a tough conversation uh, yeah, over a glass true. of wine yeah. <laughs> that might get dark yeah. <laughs> or also we have non-alcoholic beverages as well but again gotcha. it's just a way to create another way and avenue for people to connect uh in a non-formal you know not training or a workshop but again and just having some real organic conversations. Okay, so, so coming off of the hills of Black History Month and they're rolling in the Women's History Month, for you, I mean, have you taken time to really, like, realize the trail you're blazing as those things kind of connect? I have not. You um, should. I, I haven't really. And I think for me, because um, I'm, like, I have a word of the year every year. And okay. so this year, 2023, my word is forward. Okay. Ooh. So okay. I'm... I'm not really looking back. Smell some there flowers. You like you really, I mean, literally. <laughs> no, this is amazing. <laughs> Our worst consistency for the year. Good, good. So, I as uh, I say this all the time, my, my other job. I say this all the time. We live in the future now. Mm. And so, you know, DEI roles in a lot of businesses is, is new in the last couple of years. What are some of the challenges that maybe you have faced, you know, trying to, you know, establish like what's going on and do things with that? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I do think that um, probably the last two years, again, post-George Floyd particularly, mm. a lot of organizations have been hiring similar roles. And I, I think uh, I have a high respect for this organization and the ownership, you know, Herb Simon and his son Steve. Uh, my boss, Rick Fusion, when I came and interviewed for this position, I was very, I don't want to say skeptical, but I was very upfront about what needed to happen yeah. um, mm. and I said I, I'm not moving 3,000 miles away if you're not serious about this work there you go talk it um, that's tight I want so, to stand on it stand in it so that was very important to me in having those conversations during the interview process and they have you know stood by and lived up to their word wow. um, the past year so I'm really thankful that I have support and as you said it's hard work um, yeah. but it doesn't happen overnight it's a marathon right. and so I have to really um, every day think about my small success Yes. and figure out how to build on those small successes to leave legacy because at some point I'm going to retire, Yeah. right? Yeah. But I want the work that I'm doing here to stand and be lasting. And so I think part of the struggle in this work is so many times you see performative yes. um, things, but oh, big I'm time, really trying to sure. think strategic uh, for us as an organization. That's real. How do, you, how do you explain DEI to the average person to kind of let them know what it is you actually are about? Well, I think um, diversity really oftentimes focuses on numbers in terms of hiring people, what the racial and ethnic makeup of, mm -hmm. uh, of an organization is. I think when you talk about inclusion, you're talking about bringing people in from all different facets, facets of life and not only 
racial, but also um, economic inclusion, mm-hmm. yeah. educational inclusion. So it's much broader uh, than that. And then equity is not about being equal. Um, equity is about giving the person what they need exactly. to meet the need, Got their you. particular needs, right? So sometimes people do confuse the words equity and So equality. equity is more of a, a sliding scale depending upon what you depending need. Depending on what you need. Correct. Okay. So uh, um, there's this great image of three kids watching a baseball game uh-huh. over a fence. Yeah. I don't know if you're yes. familiar with that, right? So there's, the, you know, the six-foot kid doesn't really need a box to stand on to see the game, but the 5'2 kid might need a box to stand on. So that's an equitable situation by giving that young man a box to stand on um, to see the game. So my role is to make sure everybody's in the game. Thank you That's for giving awesome. us a box Thank to stand on. Thank you so on. much. For sure. Legitimately. Yes, please. Thank you. You gave us a stage to stand on, actually. Stand, I appreciate stage. that. This is nuts. We walked in, and I was, you know, I was just in awe. Yeah. He cried a little bit. He said he was putting his contacts in. He got water on his face. Can you speak to the power and the impact of having, of having people see a black woman in leadership and how important it is, to, like you said, your bosses, you told them you weren't joking around, how important it is to have them make sure they want your leadership mm. and, and push that forward? Yeah, I I think um, I do take my role seriously here as a woman of color um, because I don't see anybody else sitting at the table um, with me. And again, I've kind of experienced that throughout my career. Um, So I do take on that burden uh, and I welcome it. Some people it can be a little bit overwhelming, but I just feel like that God has me in this place and this season in life in Indianapolis at Pacer Sports and Entertainment to do this work, as I mentioned before. So I don't take it lightly. Um, I do um, try to help other women of color in the organization, and I do um, feel a sense of ownership in the community uh, to represent the company and not only myself, but also, you know, my ancestors, my mom, you know, my my dad, my kids. Um, So I know that what I'm doing is not just about me. Right. That's real. That's powerful. Representation is just so key when you can see it. Oh, I didn't know she could be the senior right yet. Sure Extremely yeah, That's VP. That's not a it. game. That's really sure. close to the other thing. Um, <laughs> that's right there. Indeed. And I, and I, you know, I know you mentioned how, you know, in the NBA, you don't necessarily have a favorite team. One thing I love about the NBA is that the NBA has embraced uh, black culture, I would say, more so than other leagues um, around the world. And so, you know, how does that, you know, continue to impact the work that you do? And what does that mean to you as someone who's a, who's a part of a team here uh, in the NBA, the Pacers, the, the best team in the league? I mean, it's huge. Uh, Again, having worked at the league uh, under the auspices of David Stern, you know, rest his soul when he was there, and Mm -hmm. uh, now Adam as the commissioner. So I've seen the evolution of the league, and so I do uh, not take it for granted that they have really pushed teams in this this space, to be honest. I mean, you look at Atlanta, they had this similar role eight, nine years ago, right? Wow. So um, more and more teams over the years have developed similar roles, but not all of them are C-suite either. So there's varying mm. levels, uh, I don't want to say of commitment, but various le- varying levels of uh, my role. There you uh, go. From team to team. Talk so about again, it. I don't C-suite. take it lightly that yeah. I'm, you know, that I have yeah. a seat at the table, uh, and that I have to use my voice in a way that's going to help propel this organization uh, to be better. Okay. That's real. Wow. Yeah, this, this is, is amazing. I just want to personally thank you one more time. It doesn't. It's a, it's nobody else says that you legitimately impacted five men. No, today. for sure, yeah, forever. For sure. No, thank you. I, I actually, I Facetime my wife. And she lit up, you know, so I, I, I appreciate you well, for this opportunity. Well, we're thrilled to have you, and thank you for making the time to come out. 
Um, this is very special for me and for my staff. And um, I would say the young ones pushed me to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, right? nah, this is thank y'all too. <laughs> my concept of the event was too boring. Uh, nah. So they were like, no, we need curated experiences. We yeah. need a pop up podcast. That's the new word. We need this. We nah, need that. I was like, go. okay, well, what do those things look like? You got to so, curate. And yeah, so curation is well, thank, well, thank you, you, you for curate, listening. You thank you for listening, senior vice president. Thank you for listening. Well, thank you for having me. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Next. Next. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you. No, we appreciate you. We'll keep thanking you. Any email? Right. Hey, thanks again. I got two more thank yous. You're going to hear it from us. <laughs> Uh, we still live for Gainsbridge. Uh, uh, Bridge to Gain. Yeah, for sure. We here. And look where uh, we at. And we, yes, it's, it's, it's big time. Big playing. time. They big time. Playing. The Jubbletron is right playing. in front of us. Yeah, and we are tough. talking to legends. If you a Pacer fan, if you follow anything the Pacers are doing, then you got to make sure you connect with Daniel Stallings because he's a part of the digital media team. And we like to say in our personal chat, we call it Pacers propaganda. <laughs> so <laughs> just feeding us positivity. Sure. Yeah. So, you know sure. what I mean? Gifts, legit. Donations, Donations gifts, Twitter <laughs> gifts. videos. It's amazing. Uh, we appreciate you. Robert right, Paul's Daniel Stallings on the digital media team. Man. Trailblazer. Video producer for Ms. the Pacers. Tracy said we had to. Gotta and so we going to do whatever she say do. <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. Nah, we appreciate you, man. So how did you get into this? Uh, this, uh, well, You know, excuse me, let me back up. I'm sorry, I'm getting too excited. This is the pregame podcast. Okay. Uh, we we always start off each interview with the pregame podcast, Pop Quiz. We ask you right. clarity questions. You just do your best to answer. Oh, wow. I'll start. Yeah. What's the first camera you picked up? Ooh. Ooh, I had a T2I, T2I, like everybody else in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Here goes one. Oh, look, were you done? My bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. So, my question, what is your dream moment to capture? Oh, I want to definitely be at the WNBA Finals. I want to capture uh, just a game-winning play or a game-winning moment. That would be big okay. for me. Shout out to the WNBA. Right. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to the Fever. Yes, yeah, sir. shout out to the yes, Fever. Sir. Shout out to the Fever. For sure. Um, for me, man, so listen, what's your favorite I'm a, What's your favorite social media platform? As someone who's kind of in that space, which one are you rocking with the most? Yeah, I, I love Twitter. Because I feel like that's where our community is talking place. the most. Yeah. Yes. So place. I just want to see what people are doing. And there's so much like behind the scenes that people are like, showing there that they're not showing on Instagram. So right. There you sure. go. Yeah. I like Twitter, too. Yeah, Twitter's it. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> are you a um, – so I, I, I got it's like a, a creative question. Okay. Where are you uh, – well, I, I, I don't think I have one a good one right now. Are you more of a black and white shot or a full color these days? What Ooh. do you feel like is, is better? Okay, so – I love, when I get a chance to actually do photo, because I'm so primarily video, I love to give you guys like five straight color and then something that's really passionate in black and white. Okay. Black okay. and white is for something special. Okay. You can't use it all the time. Yep. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, you got the pop quiz. Is that it? Hold on. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, he gave it to me. Oh, him. man. Yeah. Listen, man, Ralph and Paul's Daniel Stiles for being here. to check to make sure we, got, we finished the quiz yeah, there. Sure. Um, so, I, you know, I want to get straight to it. Okay. Um, when it comes to digital media, uh-huh. it's you know when I'm on Twitter and I and I see the Pacers. Number one, y'all do amazing work. Oh, I think appreciate and I don't, it. We appreciate you know, that. I, I think when it comes out in the NBA, I feel like y'all do phenomenal work across the board. It takes a whole team. Um, indeed. I want to know what's the process like. A play happens, I see it on my feed. Okay. How, what? Yeah. How does that work? All right. So you know. Charlotte Hornets, we're going against them in Charlotte. Buddy Hill hits a layup. He runs to the camera, and he's like, let's go. Uh, I'm on the floor. I'm capturing that. I take the card out of my camera. I put it into my phone. <laughs> I send it back home. 
Uh, one of our guys, DJ, Marco, John, they're going to wow. cut that thing up. They're going to send it to the social team. The social team is going to come up with some copy. And we're going to try to get that out as real time it's as possible. It's crazy right Do the players yeah. know to look for you? Yeah, like yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's it's funny. Like um, you got you get more familiar over the time. You know, I'm about to go on my first year here, so in okay. the beginning they might not have recognized me, but over right. time it, it happens. Yeah, you're about to tell somebody to chill out. Like, all right, bro, I'll just lay up, relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it back, but I don't know if we're gonna post it, my dog. <laughs> Definitely some moments where people are on the bench just like, yo, shoot me. I want to see that later, and everything ain't no. a flick moment. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what's what's your favorite moment that you captured this far uh, uh, this season? Oh, wow. Uh, I had opportunity to sit down with Andrew Nimhar's dad, and we worked on Word. the Rising Stars piece. And just okay. hearing him talk about his son and how they dreamed about getting to this moment, yeah, that's just phenomenal. Had choked up on yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, to Drew, sure. man. Yeah, he's been balling. He had those big moments earlier this season. Indeed. Yes, sir. Yeah. I appreciate the games winning shot against the Lakers. Yes, that was, sir. That was fire. Ooh. Fire. Um, what what do you love most about the Pacers, man? What makes the Pacers special, near and dear to you? Man, this team is fun. They they actually love each other, you know. And that's good to hear. You know, sometimes you go around the league and you just see a lot of ways that people are connecting, but it just feels so genuine here at home. And the guys want to be good, and you know, through the toughs, up and downs, or whatever, like you just see them working. And I just I feel like I can relate to that as a person. Yeah. You know, like I'm 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 hungry. I'm not winning the way I want to win today, but I know I want to win tomorrow. And mm. like just seeing them putting in the work, you can't help but be inspired. You seeing guys living their dreams. They work their whole life to be here, so they're not taking it for granted. That's that was amazing. really on display today in Dallas when Ben was singing "Happy Birthday" in French <laughs> to, to, to Ty. It was like you can see they. Y'all they love like each, each other. other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all brothers. brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, y'all, y'all hang out after this, Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not I, just it's, – it's beyond practice. For yeah, them. yeah. How do you detach as a as a fan of the game but also at, at work? You see a play, you can't put the camera down and cheer. You got to make sure you're in the moment. And I How do struggle. you do that? I, I, oh, yeah. Oh, damn, I would yeah. say first week I struggled. You know, I, I – um, I was just so excited to have reached my own dream and be here in the right. NBA. That's real. But I think that what helps you is – I take my craft just as seriously as they take theirs. I want to be a professional. Yeah. I'm in the gym too. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be seen a certain way. I want to be seen Put in a certain way. Putting up 100 shots a day, exactly. literally. Nah, that's, that's crazy. In order to get to that end result, you got to just act like you've been there, right? That's hey, amazing. Yeah, you got to. I want to hear the journey though. So how okay. did this all come about for you, man, and, and making this happen? It's a dream oh, job wow. for a lot of people. For so sure. what's the origin story? It's a lot I want people with Canon at the end of the day, Instagram name that want to do this. Yeah, Boy, man, the, yeah. yeah, putting so the, I, putting the, the the picture the camera <laughs> emoji up. Yeah, yeah. The captions. So I went to school for psychology. I ended up working ten years in IT. Um, you don't so look that fifty, my brother. Yeah. So I was working. I've been working full time since like I was seventeen. Uh, wow. Just to pay for school and. I was doing it because, you know, IT, you knew you always had money in that, but it wasn't my passion. So I was right. shooting on the side. I was doing a lot of portraits and films and things of that nature. And my alma mater just, they lost the position. They had an uh, opening in their athletic department. They were looking for a director of video. Now, I had never been in a full-time video world, but I had so many people who were recommending me. Yeah. And it just aligned. It was God, you know. And mm, um, sure. I think that I got there. Uh, and within six months, I had really turned our whole video situation around. And I realized that as much as I really appreciated them, I thought that I could see myself transitioning into this world and really going after it. Somebody sent me this job when it opened and 
I just, you know, I just pressed send. Where are you from originally, bro? Yeah, where was this? Yeah, so I was uh, I was born in Jacksonville, but I was in Fort Myers, Florida. I was at FGCU. Gotcha. I don't know if y'all okay. remember 2012, Dunk City. Fort Myers, Florida, Florida. Yeah, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> crazy. Yes, sir. I was a sophomore <laughs> back then. Yeah, I was a sophomore back then, so I remember jumping on the news and going yeah. crazy. So. Yeah, just uh, just to come to Indianapolis, you know, thank God for my wife being so willing to Man, take that travel with me, having shout a ride like that. Shout out to the wives holding us yeah, down. For sure. She could have said no. She had to come down. She said all now. Wait, 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 babe, on. it snows Where? up there. <laughs> Weather does what? Yeah, we leaving Florida, the beach. Yeah, yeah. nah. Yeah. She love you. Yeah, she does. She love you. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, yeah. man. I'm blessed, man. Yeah, I'm definitely um, blessed. What's your What's your favorite part about? I know you mentioned, you know, what I'm saying watching the, the hustle and grind of the yeah. Pacers team, but. What's also something that draws you into this work? Yeah, so I think that it's so easy to get caught up in, oh, Steph hit 10 threes or somebody's doing an amazing dunk. But what I just love is the story. And a lot of times we get to take all that footage and really cut up something that yeah. tells something beyond the game that mm. talks about why Ben's doing it for his home when like he gets ben to meet up with him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just telling those that stories. Was fire. That was fire. That's for the sure. game. Like the game is, yeah, obviously it's on the floor, but. They are changing lives behind in the community yeah. when he's giving out turkeys. Like they're just changing so many lives, and the that's game what I like doing. Side, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly, exactly. Man, hey yeah. man, I appreciate your passion, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this was fun. You needed to be here. <laughs> crazy news. This I'm a, was important. Yeah, well, I appreciate y'all. I love what y'all doing. I appreciate y'all. Nah, I appreciate you, Daniel. Let us know how our camera angles are. They probably trash. And then let us know how we doing back there. He like, oh, I should fix that. There's cords over there. Look good. I'm not going to adjust that. Okay. Okay. All right. Y'all let it hang like that. All right. Y'all got a good thing going. Y'all don't care about none of that. Y'all got a good thing going. So you don't man. want to see him. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, I know. I know we're in the in the content creation world right mm -hmm. now. Uh, how do you know when something is is good? It's good work. Ooh. You know, when I'm working on something that I think is impactful, I can't help but smile. And I think that that's how I know that it's transcending to somebody else. Like if you watch it and it just starts bringing a peace over you. And you're just like, man, like, that's sensational. There was this one, you know, small thing where uh, from Canada, Ben had family come and they were coming to see the gym and the practice arena for the first time. And you could feel their joy through the video. I just knew that no matter if it was a million plays, a hundred thousand plays or what, whoever watched this was that piece be of content that was moment. important. That was yeah, going to be important. crazy. Exactly. Exactly. That's how Damn. I know. Yeah. This is fire, man. Man, this yeah. is extremely fire. I got yeah. one more question. Yeah, we yeah, done. Give it to me. Give it to me. We talking to the Pacers <laughs> for real. This is crazy. I'm watching the game. Nuts. You in the gym, uh, too? You in the gym? No, in the gym right now. Y'all in the gym right now. So like, we in the gym. I don't know if y'all heard that. What, right what else y'all have in store? Because I love those moments, man. And, and legit, we really do give, you know, shout out to my boys, man. We've been Pacers fans since we was kids. Wow, you grew we really up really do give a lot, of, um, mm -hmm. a lot of kudos to what the digital media team does, man. Wow. It's it's second to none, yeah. for real. I appreciate so, like, that. What, what else are y'all working on this year that we can look forward to as Pacers fans? For sure. I think that what we really want to hone in right now is showing you guys the individual development stories of all of these guys. Everybody has had a different role, whether it's Chris Duarte coming back from injury, Isaiah Jackson showing up and coming in and out of the, of the G and like just being a phenomenal block meister or mm -hmm. Miles crazy. really getting that, you know, that contract extension and saying, I deserve not yeah. only to be here, but to be a rock I ain't never leaving yeah, I ain't never leaving right. here. Right. Like, right. So move all these Legos. Big moments. And we really want to dive in and tell you the behind the scenes of what that feels like, what that means, and what it's going to mean for years to come 
alone because there's a whole new generation of Pacers fans that's seeing this young team. Y'all seen it from the yeah. ground, oh, but now yeah. you got the world watching and yeah. Tyrese is showing you all stuff. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that 31 and three-point contest, yeah. Tyrese. Hey, you on that, Wally Zerby at? <laughs> Howie, what up? Yeah, Hater. Wally weirdo. Yeah, fake wannabe all-star. <laughs> Wally's Won't say too much. What's his Hope you watching, Wally. <laughs> Tyrese is that dude. Yeah, for he real. Is. He's him for sure. Indeed. Yeah. Man, Ralph applause to Dan hey, Everybody man. is geeked to see you up there. Hey, y'all know. Hey, man. Well, my friend's going to be geeked. Now, this this is major. We I appreciate Thank y'all. I appreciate that. For sure. Yeah, God bless y'all. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Next. Too, bro. Yeah. Next. Next. All right, we got Henny in the building, man. This is, listen, as the night continues, we the guests just, you know, yeah, it keeps, it keeps all the way up. Levels, you know what I mean? We We at the ceiling right now. For sure, man. Round of applause for Henny, man. For yes, Henny and Beaver for being here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate for it. For crazy. And the fits already. Let's can we, can we get yeah, into Yeah, we're gonna talk about the fits. Okay. Yeah. She said it's light. Y'all tripping. I just always ask me to. I really asked him. I'm gonna bust your ass, but you know, put it put it on, Henny. Put it on for sure. Are we? Where can everybody find you, number one? If you don't already, which is crazy. On Instagram, social media. Oh, okay. So everybody can find me on TikTok, on Instagram at. D Henny, and that's for the three, not the E. All right, let's do it, man. We start off every single pro, uh, pregame podcast interview with the pregame podcast pop quiz. We ask you flurry questions. Just do your best to answer. Okay. Let's All get right. into it. All right, so I'll start. So I probably started following you around draft time. I was like, wow, she fresh. At this point, I probably consider you the freshest professional athlete in Indiana for sure. For sure. So what I want to say, what light, is, light. she said, uh, it's more than that. But, they'll nah, make it hard. Yeah. She said, these things are dusty. But what is your go-to sneaker? If you just, Ooh. you you know it's going to bust their ass. It's going to be crazy. What is it? I mean, it really, I don't really even think like that. It's just whatever go with the fit. Okay. I know I can pull it off. So okay. Like, I like I like that energy. She said, <laughs> oh, it's going to look good when I, I mean, put it on. At a point, I was like a... a like a low dunk type of person. Okay. Gotcha. I got a lot of low dunks, but they warm out. You don't like them no more. They too mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The color, the colorways yeah. change. You know, Some ones no more panda dunks. Man. Yeah, the panda <laughs> dunks. They should be extinct. Wore out. Yeah, I thought they pandas was extinct. They didn't wear panda out. I mess with the pandas though. I like you know black, so it's like. Can't, can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with up. it, but they didn't. Man, just give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, this is crazy. Call Peter. I mean, they come out again in like two days. Like, they're about the to drop again. Then the OGs. Can't, can't another restock. Oh, another one. Okay. Yeah. All right, so for me, um, game winning shot or New York Fashion Week for your Ooh. brand? What's a bigger moment for you? I would say probably New York Fashion Week just because you didn't specific – the game winning shot. Got you. It's a if it's game, like a championship yeah. game, then it's something different. But if it's just a game winning shot, then. Because I did that. Ain't a big deal. Been down that road. Yeah, New York Fashion Week for sure. When did you know you had game? Like, oh, you know what? I'm better now, y'all. I know now. When did you know? And this, it could have been six years old, could have been 16. There's a point where you're like, yep. Yep, they can't see me. It's me. I was, I'm the one. Uh, Well, I got my first offer in the eighth grade. Yep, so you okay. knew early. Wow. That, that's how you, you know. Knew early. Yeah. I'm so going like, to school. Once I started getting offers, it was just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, and the O's take you, you'd be like, you know what? What made, what made you pick South Carolina? Um, Believe it or not, that was actually, y'all got me on here looking crazy. I just ate Nah, nah you look, good. look good. But, um, so I got my first offer in eighth grade, and that was actually South Carolina. Okay. So, like, um, eventually, like, I was 
young, so I really didn't know um, the logistics of everything. So um, once I got a little older, I would say around high school, I started getting more and more offers and knew what that um, type of scholarship meant. So um, I feel like ever since then, it's just been up from there. And I just, you know, okay. Sorry. No, I that's like real. Don Staley is just the. Well, Don Staley is, yes. What is it? And this is your part Don, of the. It's Dawn. You I'm sorry. Have My bad, Dawn. My mama named Dawn, and I can't call it Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> coach Daly has become the premier coach, and that's that's crazy because we're from the Gina R.M. era, and it's South Carolina is the premier program in the country. It's, it is what it is. It What's is. it been like to be a part of that change and watch that? Because yeah. when I was a kid, they you kind of got all the players. It was UConn, just what it was, you, you know. UConn, Tennessee, and yeah, that was and it. it was like, yeah. but to watch Coach Daly literally be like, you know what? Change the game. I'm about to change the game a little bit on y'all. What's it been like for you to be a part of it and watch it? Um, it's just crazy because um, when I when I committed to him my junior year of high school, like you just you felt all the hype behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, UConn was on top of his game and everybody loved UConn. Da da da. But then you had Dwayne Staley with South Carolina, so it was just like it just felt different. It was yeah. kind of like that underdog feeling. So, um, you know, she recruited great players. So, like, the organization was really great. It, it felt like home. Um, everything was genuine, um, you know, on the court, off the court. Um, so, I just fell in love with it. And, um, you know, it just led me to where I'm at. Did That's she bust y'all last one time? Huh? She bust y'all last one time? What you mean about that? On the court. I mean, she'll shoot every now and then. She, gonna, she ain't battling no more. I ain't hang. know if she was on that. Yeah. She wasn't trying to hang with the bit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. All right, what, what you listen to these days, man? If there's a if there's an album or a song. What, what is it? What's keeping you um, motivated? Honestly, I listen to a lot of rapping, like R and B, whatever. It's like whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Sometimes gotcha. I can be on my, you know, my type of old school era. Um, Excuse me. Slow. What you talking about? What you yeah, mean? what you mean? Who the, who the artist? I don't know the artist. What's your name? I'm too you know, old school. Like, you know, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bow Wow, Shaw Moss, you know. I mean, I listen to all of that. So, yeah, I would feel like Damn, I'm old. between those two, it just depends on whatever mode I am that day. I feel That's real. It must really be some kids out here now. She's talking about old school Mario. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm getting crazy. old, man. <laughs> <laughs> it happens fast. Oh, it, it happens fast. <laughs> What what are you looking forward to this season with the fever? Um, what we got going on? I feel like me. I've been in um, off season mode. It's my first time, you know, going through that. So, you know, you have all these months to try to develop your game um, yeah. and have such a, a shorter season. So it's like right now I'm just you know trying to get more comfortable with um, just pulling up in transition, um, get my mid range right because um, I'm a th- great three-point shooter so just trying to develop that that way I can add that to my bag and um, wow. you know just come up the pick and roll just knowing when to shoot and when not and when not, when to drive that's real that's hard let's let's go I'm excited you mentioned the season so, being short would you like to see a longer WNBA season of course um, I would definitely love for it to expand more you know have more teams it's a lot of great talent out there so I Absolutely. feel like you know in the near future I feel like it's only just gonna expand more, and more. that's real um, I, you know, I know you got your own brand. What, what is, what's the inspiration behind that brand? The origin story of that? So, um, well, I've been playing basketball all my life. So, um, when COVID happened, um, you know, that shut down a lot of things. Indeed. 
so even with school so um, it was just like what can I put my time into and I always wanted um, always been into styling and yeah. you know dressing myself so Stepping I always wanted yeah. for sure <laughs> putting it on it's ridiculous yeah, put I it always on. wanted to create my own so um, when COVID happened it gave me that opportunity and time to really try to you know have the eager to push and make it you know happen so that's all I really needed was to make it happen so before COVID, it was just like basketball, basketball, school, school, school. Right. Like I really wasn't like really focused on anything else at the time. So I feel like COVID gave me the opportunity to, you know, build my own brand, you know, outside of basketball and just something I can always um, have off the court. Like I can, you know what I'm right. saying? I can, I can wear my clothing brand. Other people can wear it, um, you know, and it's just... That's real. Good. Who is Who inspires you in that space? Who you like, you know what, man, you know, when... When it's all said, though, my amazing career, who is somebody you look to like, okay, I want my brand to be on that level? Um, Honestly, I really don't, like, compare my brands to anybody. Um, and I do that specifically just because um, I feel like everybody has their own journey. But um, it's a lot of people out there that I do see on social media. Um, you know, their style is different, and, you know, it's popping. I feel like it's popping, so I feel like I just, I just try to take – yeah, you know, take certain, it. Certain, yeah. certain things Great from with certain it. people, you know, that's and you know, make it my own. So that's real. That's tight. For sure. Yeah, you're a good person. If somebody got their clothing brand, they need to get you in it. Cause yeah. Obviously. Oh, and I also do that too. Um, so yeah, send me things. I wear. It. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, it's, that's a, another big part of um, the league now. Like tunnel fits. You know. Before yeah. I'm, man. Oh, we parked down there. I'm definitely doing a tunnel walk. I cannot <laughs> wait. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that's that's a dope. Um, trend that's been going on, you know, for a couple years now, and it's been getting more and more out there, especially with women's basketball. Yeah, no, that's real, that's real. And when it, you know, I, I think uh, a lot of times uh, professional players are criticized for how hard they work and, um, and how much time they put in. You're like, man, hold on, this is also get better. It's got paid off. What's going on with that? Um, what, what is the definition of someone who's in the gym? How you know? Okay, I know this individual's putting the time in. What's that schedule look like for you? Um, they schedule. Or what's like, your gym schedule? What's like? your, yeah, what's what's that look like to you? So for me, I feel like when I look at somebody that's okay, yeah, they've been in the gym, or if I've been in the gym, um, for me, I can just see my development myself. But, right. Um, it's just different when other people recognize it and be like, dang, like she she been cooking, or she been you know putting in the work. Like I see a change from then to now, um, and I feel like. That's just what it is. I feel like um, when you know somebody has been working, I just feel like you know they get up, wake up, breakfast, whatever. They have a actually, and one of my coaches actually just um, gave me like a little lecture about this this morning before I Word. woke up. Uh, he was like, I forgot the name. He said, but he was like, they woke up. Um, they used to have three workouts a day. They woke up, um, had a workout before breakfast, end up having one before lunch, and then come back that night. So it's like that really like kind of motivated me mm. to. Um, so like when when it's time yeah, that's when it's time to Damn. practice. Sound like Kobe. Maybe, but like he was just saying, like when it's time to like practice with 15 people, like it was easy because he was used to working out three times a day by himself. Got you. So it was just like when it's time for crunch time, when it's time to play the game, it was just like they ready. It was easy. Yeah. That's real. If you're not playing, go ahead, Rick. What's the hardest transition from college to the to WNBA? Um, as far or, as figuring out your game and how you want to be effective and be great. Um, I just feel like it just depends. 
either if you're a starter or if you're just coming off the bench, I feel like it's different. Um, people go through different things. Right. So mm. I feel like uh, for me, one of the things was I've been in this position before, so it was nothing new. But coming off the bench, you know, being ready, staying, stay game ready, staying warm, and um, you know, moving up and down the floor, you know, at a high rate. You know, yeah. the game is fast, faster than college. So I just feel like that's that could be something that a lot of people struggle with is you know the speed of the game and um, you know just trying to find your rhythm. Let the game come to you. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine, but I can imagine. So I like. Yeah. What this nigga told me. I like to ask professional athletes this. You might not answer it. This the season's coming up. Who who you got in your book written down? What team? What name? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> I, knew that, you. I knew that's they what you were gonna say. I had to see. They all can get it. They all can um, get it. It's for everybody. It. I got um, a, a more like on the question. What you like to eat in the city? Um, I kind of eat the same things every. I'm Uber eat. Uber. Okay. <laughs> where, where we going? What's up? What we eating tonight? What's up? It's actually I just um tried a couple spots, but I tried um Dave's hot chicken. Yeah. Okay. Um, Solid. I had that twice before then. I always go to uh, District Tap. I had that today, actually. We got to expand your horizons. For sure. Yeah. There's a spot there's, out there's there. There's better things that's, here. We got yeah. you, Henny. <laughs> for sure. DM us. We, we going to take care of you. Yeah, there's, for better, sure. there's better things I, than that. I want to know the origin story behind the nickname. Where did Henny come from? Look at that. So, um, well, my last name is Henderson. And then um, we had two destinies on the team. Ah. So, like, it was just kind of... Not annoying, but like every time someone said Destiny, we'll, you know. Right, mm-hmm. right. All y'all together. Hey, call me. Listen, I'm sick of this. And then I, you're not about <laughs> yeah. to call me Lil Destiny either. Yeah. Nothing Lil Bro, Just Henny came in part. Um, and then it was just all type of name, nicknames like Hen Dog, Hen Dude. <laughs> Those know, are all fire. They all fire, though. You know what I'm saying? So it was, but Henny was like the main. Yeah, that's the one that stuck. The main, yeah. The main. That's, that's real, man. Dope. For sure. Man, round of applause for Destiny Henderson. Yeah, in the building, man. Um, one, one last question for you. Um, what's what's a goal you have? I know you talk about working on your game and you know that transition pool. I'm gonna be looking forward this season. But what's a, another goal you setting for yourself and and uh, your time with the Fever this year? Um, just a goal in general. I have, I would say, just to be an All Star uh, this season. Um, I'll say just to be a big spark um, for my team. Um, I feel like um, this year is going to be a great year for us. Um, I feel like we're in the midst of, you know, turning um, our organization around. And yeah. I feel like uh, we're just, you know, ready to compete, win more games this season. So I just feel like that's just where I'm at right now. It's really just, you know, coming out just to play hard and play every game like it's on the line. There you go. I'll be looking for it, man. For sure, man. I'm I'm for sure. Yeah, shout out to Henny in the building. This is crazy. <laughs> Fresh as advertised, you know what I'm saying? In, in real life, too, man. Nah, we appreciate it. In real you. life, for sure. Cool as for a show. Cool as a fan, cool man. I'm sorry. Indeed. <laughs> cool as shit. <laughs> Let's move on, man. Shout out to the Fever. Next. 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 Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. All right, we're still live from, from uh, Bridge to Game right now. Bridge uh, to Game. Bridge to Game. Shout out to the Pacers, man. This is an amazing experience. And shout Incredible. out to Senior Vice President Tracy Ellis for having us here and continue to talk to amazing, yeah. legendary people that are really behind the scenes and doing so many impactful things for our community, the community of Indianapolis. And Pacers Indiana. are more than basketball, uh, man. This is much someone, more. Much this someone more. That, that, that means it's special to me and my upbringing, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Man, shout out to Mr. Corey Wilson for being here. 
Indeed. Hey. And, Carl, I'm going to let you have the floor, too. I want you to tell the people what, what do you do for the Pacers. Man, so I've been here three years. I'm vice president of community engagement, uh, executive director of the Pacers Foundation. There we go. A lot of times when I talk to people, I kind of explain it like the community engagement side of my work is making people smile. That's there you what go. I, do. I try to bring smiles to people's faces, kids particularly. And then on the foundation side, I give away money. <laughs> I, mean, I like so money. Really? There we have it, man. Man. What you got to do to get money? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. What are the requirements? Uh, so we start off every pregame podcast interview with the pregame podcast pop quiz. We ask you a flurry of questions, and uh, that's how we get down. You just do your best to answer. Let's, Let's first. go. Let's go. What has been your favorite event in your three years with the Pacers? Favorite event? Um, you know, honestly, it's that's like trying to say, you know, What's which one of your babies yeah. look good, you know. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'm not even trying to – blow smoke this event tonight is really what makes this work special mm. because quite honestly you don't see this no yeah, no you don't people of color here in the field house right. having fun on the floor yeah getting a chance to yeah. see stuff that drinking good whiskey ticket holders for sure. and wine so we did this once before um with uh older population gotcha you know, i don't know what, what old generations it's called now <laughs> but so these two events are my favorite because this is the only time I've seen in three years where you got bunches or groups of people of color got you. all together and they having fun. Yeah, yep, that's amazing. Um, so you say you know you're big on giving back, big on the kids. What's a what's a moment that really impacted you, that you know changed you for the better? Mm. Well, it wasn't here, but I just maybe I can tell you how I got started in please, community. Please. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to Mount Perrin Baptist Church back in the day when it was off of 34th and Boulevard okay. uh, across from Cairn Hill. And um, we did the shoe program where we gave away shoes to kids. And the people had to come. You had to be present to get the shoes. Got you. And so every the, it was the Saturday before Christmas that we did this shoe giveaway. So it was at the fairgrounds. We had thousands of people lined up outside wow. of the fairgrounds to get these shoes that were from Payless. I know mm -hmm. I'm dating myself, right. but Payless yeah. shoes. <laughs> and these kids would be there so excited to get Payless shoes. Some of them had no shoes, holes in their shoes. Yeah. And to see them smile, it's that amazing. did it for me. That did it for me. And so that's why I'm in this work now doing community because I want to continue to bring those smiles to people's faces. That's, that's, that's amazing. So they're going to um, remember that forever. They indeed. Uh, for me, so, you know, I know you from the city. Um, what's your favorite uh, Pacers team of all time? What was that team you was like, okay, yeah, them, them, them was my guys right there? Man, I, it's controversial, man. But, I mean, when we Lance yeah. and, <laughs> you know, going back to the brawl days, you know, I mean, those guys, you know, the fact that they wasn't scared of nobody. Oh, nobody. Oh, nobody. it was crazy. You could, yeah. you knew, yeah, you know, you might get Police, a couple fans, buckets. Police, fans, players, yeah. security guard, anybody <laughs> can get 38th Street, it don't matter. Hey, I said it was going to be controversial, yeah. but yeah. you knew that they, they was about trying to give you the business on the court and maybe off the court. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can go to OT, too, if you right. want. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's real. On whatever side of town, too, they was about that life. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. a very Homer question. You, yes, sir from the city. What's your personal order at Long's? You go to Long's, you ain't getting for everybody. You stopped in there before work, you didn't tell your wife, it's just you. What you getting at Long's? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm basic, man. I'm, I'm doing the dozen glaze, man. Yeah, I'm, please. I'm going, that's all you need, but they gotta be hot. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm Don't give me them all day glaze. Yeah. Give me some, yeah. some, some give fresh Give me the boy. warm ones with the yeah. little grease stain in the corner of the box. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's all I need. You know, that white box, you know you. Oh, you yeah. know. You, well, you in good hands. Yeah. I'm in good hands this morning. I have my longs. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good day at work today. I stopped got me some longs. <laughs> um, no, that's real, man. Round of applause for, for Corey Wilson for being here. And you've been doing community engagement for a long time. And, you know, shout out to anybody that's a part of the Botillion military in the city. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of people, man. A lot of people I know have been through that program. Yeah. How does that – I want to start there because I feel like it means something to a lot of people listening. How does that impact the work that you do now? Being part so, of Botillion. So I'll give you just a quick rundown of what it is. So the Botillion is a 16-week educational and mentorship program for black males, high school, juniors, and senior males here in the city. And ooh, it's probably 35, 40 years old of doing this with black wow. males in the city. And I mean, we really, as black males, the model is of 100 is what they see is what they'll be. Mm -hmm. And so we try like to that. provide examples of positive black males. And we was doing it before it was cool, you know, yeah. right now. <laughs> so I'm, I don't know if you remember, we do this, uh, the one session I always say that stands out is the legal rights session where we go through what to do if you're pulled over by the police. I remember that. Yeah. And so There's we some. do all these kind of things and it really is what touches because you meet people when you when they sitting there in the program and then you see them doing yeah. positive things like this it's like it's it actually worked. working i, I yeah. made an impact yeah nah, that's real uh, so it, it, it makes you feel really good so it's a dope program that's real um can you kind of give us some you know i i know that the pacers foundation as i watch the games you, you always see a commercial or something to highlight the pacers foundation um how are we able to connect to the pacers foundation how did that come about so when I um, applied for the job, the idea was we want to really think intentionally and strategically about both the Pacers Foundation and community engagement. Gotcha. Because the community engagement side of my work is what we do as an organization in the community, all the stuff off the court, some of the stuff of what the players do in the community. But then the foundation is the philanthropic arm that can help drive that from a resources perspective. Right, right, right. So if you got two different people trying to march on that different work you might not be going in the right, right path right. so having one person kind of can see that vision to help execute on some of these things and then since i've been here for the three years obviously george floyd got killed yeah and so now it provides a moment where we are really being intentional about some communities of color uh here in indianapolis and across the state to hopefully change the trajectory of some people's lives and not just say yeah. well here's ten thousand here's uh, basketball, here's a uh, player, but really hopefully be positive to help them uh, see something different. Gotcha. What does is, what is your team look for when they're, when they're seeking out these events or these programs or these institutions to partner with? You know, the, the big thing, uh, several things. One thing is we want people that are really trying to, I keep on saying be intentional, mm -hmm. but have some impact. Right. So just trying to show up to collect the check or you do work, pat on the back, good job, but yeah. then you go off and you're not really about that life. Mm -hmm. We're looking for organizations that are really trying to do that, particularly at the grassroots level. Okay. So it's nothing against our established organizations that are out there, but there's a lot of grassroots newer organizations that are starting up that might know, hey, that house right there, they got three people that could really use some help. Got you. That's where we're trying to be at. Right. There should yeah. always be a level of humility that comes along with this. Like, you don't want the guy with the, that comes in with the camera right away. Yeah. Like, do the work. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, 
it's a lot of stuff that we do as an organization because of our ownership, the Simon family. Mm -hmm. They are some of the most benevolent people you I've ever met. Oh, I know. And talk about But they do a lot of stuff that they don't want. Most of the stuff they do, they don't want publicity on it. And so it makes it kind of hard because people say, but I don't ever see y'all. Or just, I just know it's the invisible hand. We there. Yeah. But we doing a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of good work that's happening. That's real. Uh-huh, but they uh, don't want, want people to know about it. You know, All-Star's coming up. And it's, it's, the city's already Ooh, here. Oh, good question. Uh, All-Star's coming. And it didn't have a great – it didn't get great talk coming out of Utah. Does that put more pressure on, on this organization to make sure – we do an overly great job. And what is that like for you? What's it look like for you to be like, all right, here we go? Like, is that already started? Is day one already hit? Man, we got next. It's bottom yeah. line. You know? Yeah. But Talk I, was, I was out there in Utah. and Glad you made it back, brother. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't bad. It just, I mean, it's a whole nother flavor. Yeah. It's a whole nother level of excitement, energy, uh, and interest out here. Yep. You know, there's a slogan around here. They say in 49 other states is basketball, but this is Indiana. Absolutely, it's different. You know, yeah, and so we grow think, basketball here. Right, that's what we do. I think the vibe is just going to be so much stronger. Um, so we've started planning six months as well. So I don't know if y'all know, but we were supposed to hold the All Star yeah, Game. Yeah, yeah. pandemic shut us down, but COVID I think got a blessing in disguise. Right, it was because this building and everything else was, is now done. So all the committees and stuff has been working since really 2019 or 20 right. uh, on the planning. So now we are go. I mean, they got countdown clocks all around this building. That's tight. Wow. Saying, crazy. You know, so, 350 days or whatever it is, is, is go. More in your lane. I know everybody here all started thinking about parties, Saturday night, whatever that's going to go down and everything like that. But what are you guys going to be doing on you know, the, the civic side of it? How do we get involved with that part of it? Because I would imagine All-Star is going to bring a big event for your team as well. Uh, so so we are working. I can't spill all the all No, the no, no. We give us what you can. Give us what you can. But so a couple of ideas that are already come to the table that we want to execute on. So the, the NBA does a legacy project okay. in every city. And we want to figure out what our legacy is going to be here in Indianapolis. That's a bricks and mortar capital type of investment project. And then secondarily, I'll tell y'all, there's a big uh, program called NBA Cares. That yep, 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 yep. And what we want to do here um, is it's All-Star 24, so we're going to be doing something for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And we want to have – A little telethon. Okay. No, no, no. no. Hey. We're asking people for money. We're going to be doing, doing okay. some work. Uh, so imagine something like a meal pack where you packing meals for people here in the mm-hmm. city. We build homes. We're, you know, through Habitat for Humanity, examples of, of things like that that we can do to really, really raise the bar. Yeah. So when you asked earlier about Utah, uh, they did a great job, but we just know Indianapolis. We, we yeah, yeah, it's going to be better. better. Yeah. We know how we get down. Nap I time. like the 24-hour thing. I'm yeah, with that's, that. That's, that's, I, like, I got I like about that eight lot. for you. Okay. I can do by eight. Okay. Yeah, I love right. to volunteer. I can, do, I can do a shift. I dare. Yeah. I dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to speak too. So I think uh, you know, a big thing about being an NBA player, being a professional player, is what you do off the court or off the field. Um, how do you all develop uh, you know, the younger players, the stars come up in the pace of the organization to connect with community engagement? You know, what resources you're offering them to kind of help them get started and their families get started? So the the, the easiest answer I can give you is a lot of times some of these guys come and they kind of know. 
know, yeah. what they like. So we try to find out what they're passionate about. And it's not just the guys. I know you had Destiny up here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fever, too. Yeah, shout out to the Fever. Uh, talking to them about what they're passionate about. How can we get them connected here in Indianapolis? So we really try to meet them where they are versus saying, hey, we're doing this. You need to come alongside. And then after that, once they start to see what we do, that we are real about engaging the community, mm -hmm. not just, like I said, the pat on the back, take a picture and go, you know, go home. The players, they appreciate that. Okay. You know? And then lastly, I'll say, particularly for our guys, I think they appreciate the fact that we not put them in spaces where people are trying to hit them up for money. Mm, yeah. They know that they can actually pour into people. Yeah. yeah. And Skip they the fundraiser dinners. Yeah, send me yeah. somewhere else. They don't want to do that. Um, so they once they start to build that trust with us and know that we're serious, we're trying to put them in front of some kids, people that appreciate the work that, that the, the life that they live and how they're trying to be positive. I think that's when they really connect with us and say, okay, we can figure out some other things to do. That's real. If, you're, if we're an organization and we're looking to um, get involved with the Pacers Foundation and connect, what can we do to make that happen? So the easiest okay. way is, are you going to pause? Are you going to keep Let's pause, make sure. Let us speak. Miss Tracy just interrupted us. She's allowed to. Yeah, yeah. she can do that. <laughs> Where's she at? Okay, she's right here. Like you. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely him. We keep the first name again, I apologize, is Asmara Ortega. Asmara Ortega. Not here. Are you here? We think they might be on tour, so we, we will hold. But she is the winner of a fitness package. Nice. Pacers, Fabulous. Yeah, the water bottle, t-shirt, and five free lessons at a spin facility. The next prize is an autographed baseball hat and t-shirt by a Pacers player, Rache Foster. Rache Foster here. She's walking in. <laughs> Ooh, and she took it right on time. <laughs> All right. So check with Evan on their price tag. All right. Thank you so much for coming. Um, feel free.
question it's about how to get in contact how to, if you oh want to yeah be a part thank of you it, i was yeah. trying to think of what it was but yes if you want to be a part of the pacers foundation and, and connect and link i know there's a lot of craves in the city they've got great businesses what can they do who, who should they reach out to so the pacers foundation funds pretty much exclusively nonprofit 501c3 indiana-based youth serving organizations nice so that's what we're looking for our organizations that fit that mold and pacersfoundation.org is our website where you can see all the information about how to apply for a grant, how to get connected with us. Indeed. Um, as, as, a, as a black man in this space, um, what has your journey been like? I think about foundations. I'm not, you know, I'm not hip or privy to, you know, what the landscape looks like across the league, but how have you been able to navigate and, and make sure that, you know, your presence is felt and your, people are honoring your voice in its capacity with, with the Pacers Foundation? That's heavy. Uh, it's not a lot of us. It's not a lot of people in grant making uh, of color here in the city. So, you know, I think what I've tried to do is just be comfortable in myself and really speaking a truth about things that I've seen. And so, you know, I've been in rooms with other grant making uh, people and organizations where you can really feel like when they make decisions to disperse or grant certain organizations it's from that oh i'm so sorry for them i want to mm, feel yeah. pity on them gotcha. yeah. and you know i guess i've seen it from a different lens because i've been there you know right. that story i told y'all about the kids with the shoes uh that used to help through my church yeah, low i wasn't too far from it myself right you know, not right. having no good shoes <coughs> so i just happened to be on the side that 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 had some shoes at that moment so I, I always try to approach the room from, you know, that perspective and be able to That's offer great. that insight. And now that I'm, I guess, at the table or in the room, mm -hmm. I've gained that respect of, you know, this organization and others to be able to speak about things that we're trying to do, but not a, uh, well, I think it's probably going to do this or I would hope to, but I've been there. I know right. what it's like. Right. You know? So that's the perspective that I hope that I bring forward. Understood. That's major, man. That's major. It's, I, I, it's really good to see see you in this role. Yes, and others as well. Yeah. Uh, it's been an amazing experience, um, for sure. And I think I'm gonna say this, and you know, I think that a lot of times Pacers people, people, the perspective of the Pacers that like you know it's this majority you know space consumed by white people from Indiana. Mm -hmm. And I think as you got a you know intricate look at who was running and who's leading. 
I, your your perspective should be changed to the pregame podcast. Yeah, and I so think it to, feels good. Yeah, sorry, sorry, interrupt you. I think tonight is what we try. That's what the whole point of tonight that's, is. Yeah, and we want to do more of it. You know, honestly, tonight is so much of a proof of proof of concept mm-hmm. to see if the public, if the community, really wants to do. Oh, you invite us. We gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah we in there. <laughs> Pulling sure. up. We tied in. Yeah, <laughs> for so, life. But, but the thing is, I think we got to figure out ways to be creative about it. So. Yeah. You know, saying that we got a cool scoreboard might be interesting to some people, but to have a podcast here while you got decademics going on, mm-hmm. you got Uncle Nearest, you got, you know, desserts from soul food companies and food, that's a whole different vibe that we know. Y'all curated today. Yeah, people yeah, will, yeah, of color absolutely. would appreciate. Yeah. Yep. And so that hopefully demonstrates that we serious and not just saying, hey, show up, look at our scoreboard, and I hope that you, you know, We'll, we'll buy a ticket. And that's not, ultimately, we're not just trying to get people to buy tickets, right. but hopefully embrace what we try to do yeah, uh, as an organization. Man, that's amazing, man. It's crazy. It's good to see you be able to work from place of joy. Yes, passion purpose, man. Passion and purpose. Giving out joy, receiving joy when you're able to give out joy. No it's doubt. powerful. No doubt, no doubt. Got you. Uh, what, what what can we expect? I know we talked about All-Star, but what can we expect, uh, you know, a Pacers Foundation or a community event uh, that we can look forward to as the as the season comes to an end this year that more people should be worried about and we can partake in? So uh, we're getting ready. Hopefully we make the playoffs, but if we don't make the playoffs, uh, our, I got next, y'all making it. Yeah, our next big thing, so we, we focus on four different areas. So there's corporate citizenship, which is like the things that's just the right thing to do as, mm-hmm. as an organization. We do health and fitness programming. We do education programming. Mm. And then we do our programs focused on female empowerment. Okay. Well, in that education nice. bucket, we're doing, we're getting ready to start um, doing a lot of stuff around literacy. So we're going to okay. multiple schools and IPS. Testing coming uh, around the corner. Helping school, helping kids read. And just we have celebrity readers from the Pacers and other parts wow. of the world. Wow. They go out and start reading the kids. So we have what we call them reading timeout. So that's the most immediate thing that we get ready to do next. Um, I will just throw out there, we also do a lot of stuff in the food insecurity space. So that's kind of the health and wellness. Okay. And so we're, we do a lot of stuff at Gleaners. Um, and so we'll Shout be working with some of our partners in providing some, some meals to some people in need. Absolutely, that's great. Man, that's man. Round of applause, man. This is this is amazing, um, for sure. Um, and it's my last question to be out of here. What's what's been the most fun? Uh, what's been most fun about this particular team, this particular culture uh, that's been growing this year specifically? I, I ain't even gonna lie. In this building, it's a whole different energy this year versus the other years and that don't even have anything that doesn't have anything to do with COVID. People are really excited about this team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even when we lose. You can see the still, future. You can see it. Yeah, it's still exciting. And so I, I really enjoy the fans, how they've come and we always find a way to come back or have found a way, even if we've been down in some of the games. I don't know if y'all checked us out. Oh, I'm watching. We've been down a little bit we in have. some games. But in we, first quarters yeah, are tough for yeah. us this season. We find a way to come back, which yeah. that's all these fans want to see is the fight. you trying. Yeah, you yeah. trying. And I think that might be why I like the, the, the team from the bad boy days. Cause, yeah, they, yeah. They we knew we knew thing. what we were getting yeah. every yeah. single night. Right, yeah. right, right. For Definitely sure. don't need yeah. these new guys doing that. No. 
No. Nah, but what they doing nah, is just nah, play just like that on the court. Yeah. Go yeah, home yeah, after go home. the game. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay, please. Family, yeah. please. No yeah. cloud nine. Yeah. Yeah. No cloud nine. No Rio. No Rio. No DJ Gino. Just go home, please. And be with your family. That'd be crazy though. I believe Tyrese was on some I wouldn't be too bad. For sure. And this and, and this is a lot. This is important. So this is. <laughs> do you can't help it. You have a, I can, man, he has a problem. Nah, this <laughs> is important. Last so, man. I ain't got uh, Mr. Corey Wilson is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Oh, this is important. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Get it off. I, I just want to know how Alpha has groomed you for this role and, and, and for your success. That's he's a real one. You know, uh, I guess the quick story I'll say as we try to wrap this up is the reason why I'm an Alpha is because back in Indiana State there was a guy. Um, who, man, we had some of the littest uh, house parties. <laughs> <laughs> but that next day, he was front row uh, in class. And so I saw that and I was like, that's dope. Yeah. That wasn't the same dude that I saw last night, but that dude is representing class. And a lot of what has poured into me through Alpha was just seeing that example of, yeah, we party hard, we stay up late. Most yeah. of all, yeah. Most of all we, we graduate. graduate. Yeah. So, you know, just having that that Im- embedded in me and seeing it and, you know, being here tonight, I'm going to be here tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Shout yeah. out, yep. Yep. But Shout out you, to your profile. Working yeah. again. You got to grind. Yeah. You got to sure. grind. So that's that's how Alpha's poured into me. Man, that's that's all I got, man. I'm done. Uh, shout out to Mr. Corey Wilson, man. Thank you so much for what you're doing with the community, with the Pacers Foundation. We appreciate you. Appreciate Continue y'all. to engage Thanks our community. So Thank Let's you. Let's move on. Next. 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 All right, still live from Bridge to Gain. Bridge um, to Gain. For sure. The guests have been immaculate. What a night. What a what night, an man. We've we learned Great so night. much. We're still on the floor. And we're still talking to Indianapolis legends, Indianapolis brands, going crazy. One of those is sipping share wines. Round of applause, Mr. David Thompson. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you coming. Indeed. Absolutely. We started off, uh, well, number one, where can everybody find sipping share wines on social media? Oh, we are on all social match, uh, media platforms, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, okay. TikTok, hey, TikTok. Facebook, okay, TikTok. you know, in we there. got it covered, we got it covered all the way across the board. There Sip we go. Share wine, hey, tap hey, in with them. Tap in, make sure to follow us, because we are at beautiful events like this all the time, Man. All, all over the country, not just in Indianapolis, so you might okay. be, yeah. you know, somewhere in yeah, we, we, oh, we travel. There you go, global. So we do travel. We are uh, across the country as far as uh, uh, in different stores. Here we're in all the Total Wines and- uh, That's nice. big, okay. Yeah, we- Major. Uh, yeah, Eagle Creek Liquors. Uh, I think that's that's my liquor store. That's one. I'm gonna come and see y'all. Uh, I, that's my liquor store for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be uh, definitely check yeah. us out. You know, we, uh, uh, I'll be over there tomorrow as a matter of fact. Uh, taking care of a little something, but we okay. yeah, we're, okay. we're across we're across this place, okay. Indianapolis, yeah. and uh, like I said, the DMV. I, I could go on and on. Oh, there we go, Chocolate City. Yeah, we're moving it around. Oh, That's amazing. We started every single pregame podcast interview with the pregame podcast pop quiz. We ask you flurry questions. Do your best to answer. Oh, that's oh, easy stuff. Oh, you got it. You're gonna, yeah, you gonna kill yeah, you see this Easy money. Nah, nah, you got it. You you sharp. I can tell. So, you got your favorite bottle of sip and share. Yeah. What's, tell me what that is, and what's the meal to pair with it? Ooh. Okay, I can roll with that. Uh, my favorite bottle is now all of them are our babies. We are teams, so we we put a you know, put a little bit of our heart and everything. That's right. Uh, it is. Uh, 
black-owned, woman-owned. I'm here representing. But my favorite bottle is uh, our gratitude. Gratitude. Okay. Okay. And that is a uh, Cab Merlot red blend. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, I like that. A little bit on the dry side. Uh, It is, uh, uh, I guess I would pair it with... Everybody says, you know, it's a dry steak, yep. things yeah. like that. Uh, Nicole would say peanut butter and jelly. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's based on your taste. To gotcha. me. Okay. To me. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. Now, there don't you get go. me wrong. Like I'm, you know, I probably have some of your, uh, uh, you know, more... Uh, Wine connoisseur type out there mad at me right now. That's all right. That'd be all right. Nah, right. Be all right. You know? we, we not one. We not yeah, there. We're going to celebrate the wisdom of that. Exactly, because we don't we don't cater to that you know that concept, the bouginess yeah. of wine. We don't we enjoy don't, your wine. There you go. Enjoy your wine. Drink your wine, wine. wine in the cup. Our wines for the people. Yeah. There you go. You know. So yeah, that is my go-to right now, but that fluctuates. I, like I got that. you. You know, my. we we have uh, our seven-word wine collection. You know, which is, uh, in, I could go through it, Intention, you know, uh, Riesling, uh, Chardonnay, and so on. Got them all. But then we also have our Sip Gris, which is a, uh, uh, it's an agave wine blend, like a cooler huh, type so, deal. Okay. So, you okay. know, in the summertime, you throw that on some ice or whatnot. Don't let Sounds the, crazy. You're good to go. Don't I'm let intrigued. the sweet taste fool you. Because our wines do have uh, uh some of them are higher wine. Yeah. Uh, Y'all ain't packed up yet, Hall have you? I'm going to go holler at one of them. Oh, most definitely. Check us out. Now, we only have three of our wines here today. Got it's you. Uh, our, uh, our Chardonnay, our Sweet White, and that, that one I just mentioned, the Gratitude. Okay. Nice. Gratitude. Okay. Yeah. Mine is mine kind of juvenile, man. I was, besides wine grapes, what's your favorite grape? Green, red, or black? Just a snack on. Oh, just a snack on? I like the green grape, man. Yeah, I've been finding some good green grapes lately. Green you got to get, get them in the plastic cartons, not the bags. The bags, they're going to be kind of weak. Get the cartons. That's what I've learned. Pay I more. have a question for you. It's a two-part question. Are, are you from Indianapolis? I am from Indianapolis. Born and raised. I'm born and raised here, but, you know, I've kind of tried. He said I move around. Yeah. <laughs> Who's I mean, your favorite ABA pacer? Ooh. That's not hard. George McGinnis? That's not hard. Now, he was a bad boy, kind of got disrespected in Philly, I think. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, but my favorite right now has to be Darnell Hillman, Dr. Okay. Dunk. Okay, okay. I've heard about Dr. Dunk. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we just had a, uh opening for our tasting room. Yes, sir. And uh, by us being uh, Pacer Partners, you know, he's one of the guys that showed up. Oh, that's oh, major. Oh, man, that's and, major uh, right there. Man, that's that awesome. was major. That major day, I'm sure. Yeah, it did, because I go all the way, you know, like I said, yeah. I got this gray going on. So I go way back a little bit with the ABAs, you know, back yeah. in the ABAs. Yeah, what school did you go to? Uh, I went to Lawn Central and Arlington. Well, you're right. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys. The scene it all. And I went to school in Cincinnati and... You know, okay. it's, it's, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. It gets a little complicated. Yeah, I understand. Nah, said, we got, there's a story behind that. <laughs> LC in the 70s? Nah, I ain't going to say He was in the 80s. Yeah, but, <laughs> what I, so, but what I'm saying is. It, it was different. 
that's the story right yeah, there. Yeah, it was different. L- LC in LC the seventies. Ain't the LC yeah. of today. They didn't want him so. in there. Was, was got you, got you. Boom. I already know. There you go. Boom. Wow. When I went, I was very welcome. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, yeah, two thousand five grand. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So Integration over it, here. It was. Oh, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand five grand. Um, oh, so it was more than twenty nine of y'all. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Now we're talking about real history. Absolutely. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When you, you going to get a meal, sir? Where, where are you going? Favorite place to go eat in the city? You know, really enjoy the city, take it all in. Where are we going in that town? Oh, man. You know, I keep it simple, but I like, you know, good soul food. Uh, what's that on 30th? My place? His place. Uh, his place. His place. His place. His place. His place. No, that's yep. my place. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to his place. Either. Yeah. Like both are. Yeah, yeah, both definitely. I like them. They have, that's amazing. You know, they, 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 you know, they have some good. Food that's kind of comfortable with what I grew up with. You know, my mom's from Kentucky, so okay, okay. yeah, She's she, good. she, oh man, I put her, I put, I put Kentucky food, food up against anybody. There you go. Yeah, I like that's straight real. up, straight up. Um, yeah. how, how are you able to get connected to a sip and share wines? What is the origin story behind your connection to the company? Uh, well, I started dating the owner. <laughs> and, uh, and here like I am. That. No, I mean, no. <laughs> I'm on payroll. <laughs> we got together before Sip and Share Wine, and, uh, you know, we began the process of getting out. You know, uh, she was repping other black winemakers okay. across the country, uh, repping them and making a sangria that was being uh, uh, kind of uh, cupped out of a you know, out of a bowl, what yeah. not selling that. It was selling good. You know, some discussions began to happen. And, you know, she kind of always wanted to be in the wine industry. Okay. And so, you know, I was uh, at the, uh, working at VA. I mean, yeah, okay. at, at the VA downtown. And I would come over to, you know, on dates and I was helping make wine. You know, and we started so fun out. Day night. Yeah. 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 Fun day night. Fun day night. Fun day night, right? We're making a night. We started with some grapes tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But uh, uh, that, you know, we started putting it in bottles uh, and uh, traveled the country. I think Man, our first big event was uh, uh, the Essence Fest. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. And we got there with, you know, labels burly sticking on the bottles, the corks sticking a, sticking a half inch Man, out the bottle. <laughs> but the people liked the product, didn't they? Oh, they loved it. Yeah, it yeah. about it matter. They loved it. Man. So, it, you know, we've grown it from there. Uh, used to work in a space probably about as big as this table. Now we are in a over 6,000 foot uh, wow. square foot. You know, facilities. So yeah, you, you, you know, mentioned events. Yes. How often? Uh, so I, I saw the That's open. Amazing. I wanted to make it open. I couldn't make it. You guys hold events at the actual location now. At the actual location. How often are they held? We do. We just did a whole weekend, and we're not going to do that anymore. Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday. You know, you know, brother gets a little, little woe down. But uh, we're going to be doing them. Uh, you know, kind of. Spread them out through the uh, through the month. Okay. And we offer anybody, you know, you have a group of like this, uh, young professionals yeah. or anybody. You have groups you want to come in. Like I said, it's a small, intimate setting. We don't, you know, not big enough for a whole lot of people. Right. Probably about 25, 30 people. Okay. Right. And you come in. We oh, we about to have a uh, for the 317 day mm-hmm. coming up. We are going to have a. Like a space uh, tournament. Type. Oh, oh nice. you're trying to get it cracking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But we do all kind of uh, different events, and t- you know, uh, 
like I said, whatever you, you know, whatever your group is, uh, and we, you know, we also through our own, we uh, bring in caterers, you know, if you know any caterers want to collaborate with us or anything to that effect. You know a really good one. We do, for uh, sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let us know and uh, hopefully we can all get plugged in, collaborate that, man, and make that happen. Nah, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Shout out to Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Hendrix. Shout out to Chef oh, Hendrix, man. Uh, what constitutes... You know, a good wine. How you know, like, all right, this is quality. I know we're getting super share wine quality, but what, how you know, like, okay, that yeah, that's it right there. I think what, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if we make it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> you know, that that's that's quality wine. Now, I can't go into, you know, the deepness and the complexities of all the different wines, you know. You don't have to. You, know, you don't got to. But for me, you know, uh I say that gratitude, our, our Cab Merlot is my favorite, but we, you know, we drink, you know, we make them all, so I drink them all. And, and do, you know, with uh, all the uh, different events around, for me, it's something that doesn't have, you know, a, a, a harsh bite at the front mm. or the back. Right. You know, our Sweet. wines. It's yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. And we make our wines to where we've con converted people that, you know, if you like sweet wines, but you don't like dry, try dries. Got you. If you like dry wine, don't like sweet, try sweets. You know, but we definitely gonna have something for everybody. You that's know, most of. definitely. So just a crisp wine, something that's, you know, uh, that's cleared. You know, all of our wines are uh, vegan wines. As well. Oh. Yeah, so that's part of the clearing okay. process. You know, uh, some uh, wineries, they clear their wines with animal byproducts. Wow. Mm. You know, we don't do that. We, uh, they putting pig in the wine, y'all. Oh, man. They putting pig in the <laughs> wine. They don't get that pork to you somehow, some way. Somehow, some way. It's coming. That's crazy. Yeah. They'll use, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, pork byproducts. They'll use uh, dairy products. They'll use... Uh, fish blood, different things to clear the wine. Sipping share is clean. It in yeah. too. Ain't you telling you that. Yeah, and you'll think, oh man, this wine giving me a headache. But you might have because you had a pig here that Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's barbecue Boom. ribs, bro. It's baby back wine. Chipping <laughs> <Yeah>. juice <laughs> in there. Chipping <laughs> juice in the wine. Right, That's what they're right. doing. Exactly. That's oh, crazy. Man. I oh, never man. knew that. That's, That's they don't want you to. Yeah, no. right. A lot of people don't know that. So that's what you know. The way we clear our wines and make sure that it, you know, it has that clarity. That you know, you know. So that affects taste. You know that that uh, like I said, gives you that that crisp, that smoothness. Wonderful. In the there you go. For sure. For sure. For sure. The name but you could trust. Sipping share wines. Sipping share wines. Grab you some. No pork. At all. It's clean. Thank yeah. you for that. Vegan. I no, appreciate y'all well, taking the time you, to make sure we get you a little bit more information on that if you don't mind. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. But follow us on all social media platforms. We're on all social media platforms. We, uh, Of course, we open our, our, our tasting rooms. Mm -hmm. We're, we are in all Total Wines in Indianapolis. That is... I'm going to Eagle Creek. Eagle Creek? <laughs> yeah, you I'm can do that. Eagle Creek, yeah. Yeah, but Noblesville, uh, Nora... Uh, they put uh, one out yeah. south too. Is there one in Greenwood now? I think total yeah. one. That's one in Greenwood. Yeah. Carmel now too. Carmel. Yeah. Taking over the world. And they we, are right getting Avon. Yeah, they are a big box. They gonna do like Walmart. Put everybody. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, know, that's but. that's amazing. And once again, if somebody wants to connect and is looking for a sponsorship, what's the best way to get in contact with the team at Sip and Share Wines? The best way to get in contact is through the website. We have our okay. contact information on. Uh, on our website, we have our uh, event information on our website. Just basically everything about us, you'll find there. And 
definitely sign up for our, our newsletter so we can okay. keep everybody going with this. That's real, man. Man, Ralph Apostle and Share Wines. Yes, sir. Thank so. you, brothers. Appreciate this. Thank oh, you. No, no problem. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Next. Next. There's a greater debate to be had about the culture, but you guys won't let it happen. <laughs> He ain't even hear it. Oh, he said something. He read a tweet. No. Nah. <laughs> oh man. But that's better content. Shout to twenty three, the pinnacle of maturity. <laughs> Hopefully he learns though. They're gonna they're gonna be on that with him for the rest of the time. He's in the league. He got some. He should he should be taught a lesson at all. He's just giving another, another free card. This is the, I'm sorry. I didn't. Ooh, I didn't mean to do this. It's repeated hit the button, hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. It's the button. not like it's it's not like it's year to year. It's repeated offenses once a month, bro. This is all since October. I don't like being the the. Uh, it's, the it's I don't like playing into the system too much. I feel you, but it's once a month though. I don't know if you feel me. I really. I'm most mad at his daddy. You know that nigga either. I don't. Don't know these niggas, man. I know his daddy's in his life. T could be there every day and say, stop doing that. Come on, what you doing, bro? What you oh, doing no. that every day? You have I, no idea. I when T said, I'll beat your ass, nigga. The two niggas. I, I have seen T get in fight in altercation with two different niggas. I've seen it. And they, they, I, I, we ain't got to talk about it, but I feel like that's what they, that's what the, the, the Memphis, that's what they own. The Grizzlies, that's what they own. They looking for that type of time all the time because that's what they leader on. Grind you, can't time. Can't wait till we put them out. Let's move on. Next. Our house is gone. Uh, all right, man. Let's Zach Randolph right, rolled over in his grave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to news this week, man. Real quick. So listen, that that we we actually talked about this. That toxic waste derailment situation happened in East Palestine, Ohio. It has made its way to Indiana, about fifty miles west of Indianapolis. I'm here to tell you what's going on. So, whoa, uh, say it again. Yeah, a fifty miles west of what? Fifty miles west of Indianapolis. So, what is that? Um, That's that way. Past Claremont. um, How'd they get over there? Just skip the city? I don't know, man. But a landfill in a small Indiana town less than 50 miles west of Indianapolis will receive some of the contaminated waste from the toxic toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Oh, they got to take it somewhere. Um, Y'all getting y'all's this week? (laughs) After concerns were raised on where the hazardous waste was going, the U.S. environment. Oh, they they put it over there like the government in the 80s. Yeah, they dropped it off over there. Yeah, for sure. Dumping Um, it. What's the town? What's the city called again? Uh, um, it's it's in Rochdale, a small <laughs> town in Putnam <laughs> County. I'm I'm not going there. Uh, Rochdale. I went to a camp there once. They're trying to exterminate the <laughs> them, roaches. Them roaches are gonna be big as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, um, we got a bug for sure. Zed, we have a bug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, why is that a classic line? Hey, they were terrified. Jay will be Zed, out there. Zed, we have Zed, a bug. He tested that. Uh, he tested that dirt. Not, not green, yeah. not green, not green. Uh, Zed, we have a bug. After concerns were... That's a classic line. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, so the shipment to provide some oversight to disposal plan, the shipments were resumed on Monday, and the agency announced some of it will be heading to Indiana. So, But what is like... You, it doesn't tell like the disposal process. Like They just dropped it off? I don't or? know what's going to happen, but if you're in Rochdale, man, stay away <laughs> from that Walmart this week. <laughs> if it's in the water... Then it's in yeah. the chicken. And towns <laughs> like that, you, they all Walmart's we, like the mall. That's sex fit. You know what I'm saying? That's like it. What you doing? I'm at Walmart. Apparently, we get a new man. shipment here. They today. make sure all the Midwest get some. Indeed. Here's yours. Here's yours. And there you go for you too. Uh-huh. Cool. All right. Oh, that's, you're turning green. Crazy. Oh, that's normal. You can't you can't breathe. That's normal. Yeah. It'll go away. Um, let's move on, man. That's all I got for news this week. Keeping it light. Next. Well, that had to Next. hurt a little bit for you. Next. Yeah, about three or four more. Moving and grooving. For sure. We got to get going, though. Legit. Yeah. 
Shout out to everybody that we interviewed yeah. For sure, man. It was yeah, amazing. Shout out to everybody. Yeah. I was really happy man. to be there. Proud to be there. Super proud to be there. We was on the floor. Time. I was yes. trying to do a tunnel wall, but them niggas wouldn't let me. Nah. Lloyd wanted a group tired. picture instead. I did. He was trying to use my bag, my personal bag. <laughs> I picked this out. I thrifted this. Basically, you want to do the, you want to do the tunnel wall. After Naptown Thrift thrifted it for me, I found <coughs> it. I liked it. I bought it. Take my shot. It's a good time, I'm, man. <laughs> Let's move on, man. Next. We do this. We doing this seven years. We can go. Yeah, we can go back around and around. It's only tough with y'all. I could. I could eviscerate some other niggas in argument. It's a lot. Fuck some other niggas up. We all are. I get louder. You get louder. Y'all niggas swear loud, man. Yeah. Does it not? No. <laughs> I even say say it louder. It don't make it right. It's crazy. Nah, niggas. No other niggas argue tactics right. is dangerous. This nigga had me on here calling myself with this. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of loud and wrong, did, I, did my music go off yet? Yeah, it's off. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna actually start with the with the debate that was on Twitter this week. I missed most of it, but apparently, you know, I'm hard on Lil Wayne. I be on his head sometimes, but I'm never gonna say this out loud. Niggas are saying that J- they were trying to make an argument that Jada Kiss was a better rapper than Lil Wayne. Okay. I, there's they some niggas it. that I went to high school with that would to, absolutely say to New York niggas that would absolutely nah, say they, that Jada Kiss. It wasn't just New York niggas. They would say Jada Kiss and Styles P better rappers than Lil Wayne. That's fine. Hey, listen. I don't as subscribe we get to, the, to that. As we ignorance, get the opinion based game, hey, it's fun. What's your word? Ignorance? That's ignorant. Um, all right. I just saw <laughs> Wayne, Wayne was doing a podcast. Somebody called him the seventh best rapper ever. So Rolling Stones probably list. He was like seven. His face was like, who? I'm who? who? Yeah. Who? Got him fucked who's up. A, who was the niggas better than me? He named him. He said, I mean, you know. There's a couple, I'm one, but it's cool. And there's, a couple, there's a couple for shores and a couple possibles. I'm, yeah. I'm, of, the, I'm of the mindset Lil Wayne's always going to be a top 10 nigga. Yeah. You know who the for sure niggas who are history that are better rappers on the way? Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar, Nasir Jones. Maybe Nas, maybe Nas. But other than that, it's like <laughs> he's no that nigga. Though the re- the track record alone is. I think Wayne's the, disrespectful. For me, Wayne's my number one. He's the rapper. I he's, like Jay. He's definitely Kendrick. better rapper than Nas to me. Rapper, but I understand a, why you don't he'd think be so. He's one for me. But that's I mean that's that's it's your list. It's supposed to be it depends different. upon what the question is. Are you saying like talent? Or overall career, everything. No, I, I'm talking about rapping. Okay, just ability rapping. to rap. Yeah, ability to rap. Because Lil Wayne's not going to win a Grammy anymore. Ability to rap. So, yeah, no. ability to rap. But Nas continues uh, to Wayne, be up there. And, and what that. we didn't know at the time is Wayne did not have longevity on his side. Nope. His, his very his, Eminem. Yeah, his, his bars were dated, and they, and now they're not as good anymore. We, but, ma- we matured out of them. Yeah, we certainly did. Yeah. But his ability to rap, top one to me. Oh yeah, to me. Yeah, skill wise, I'd rather hear him. Prime Wayne, I'm, I'm picking. If it's if all the prime niggas drop a song, I'm picking Wayne's first. That's just, me. To me, there's just too many classic like picking moments prime, in hip hop that involve Lil Wayne to like say Wayne's that to, to, to disrespect <laughs> yeah. to say that someone and he like had the, and he had the mixtape success. Y'all are and then crazy. he has the popular commercial success. Yep. Yeah, he did from, it all from 2007 to 2009. Lil Wayne was on every song that came out. My dad, and I feel it was My dad genuinely wanted to hear. Like father, like son. You got that? Let me put that. Let me see that. I that's said, crazy. Hey, that's cute. This nigga yeah. on top. We turned it off quick. Heard a couple songs. That's enough now. It was nine twenty seven. Eighty two baby. Do charity <laughs> hospital. Yeah, AKA the city zoo. No pity so doing no one. What? This one coach nigga all time, rapper. nigga. And that's also the song. She's my first rapper. Like that's my rapper. Yeah, for me too. Yeah, me too. It wasn't for like 
Cool Herc and them like Fuck that. You. <laughs> Damn, you know you was a rock kill nigga. Or <laughs> KRS One, <laughs> Big Daddy K, African Bambada. <laughs> A hip hop. Yeah, so I know you was. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big on disrespecting women that way. Yeah, and it's, and it's revisionist yeah, history to yeah. also the people, they, they want to compare. Somebody want to hurt it. That's true. Yeah. And honestly, people hurt people. And, and guess what, Jadakiss. Just because you had the best verses thus far, <laughs> Lil Wayne did this shit yet. Even that was gas to me. I don't know if that was. That shit was cool. It was just fire. Dipset was so bad. That's yeah. why he looked so good. Yeah. But like you know, people also want to compare the the little baby run to Lil Wayne. Well, I feel like that's, that's that's ridiculous crazy. too. And, and, check, stop, and check this man. out: if we're gonna compare any of the and and shout out to and Lil I baby. like I love Lil Baby. It's one of my favorite rappers. If we want to compare runs or whatever, then we have to talk about Young Boy before we talk about Lil Baby. So we had a, we had a very open and honest conversation about J Cole this weekend. Y'all want to rehash it? No. Okay. He has two really bad albums. I would like to make a comment about that. He has two really bad albums. He has he has one album that is a he has shit one, streak. He has one abomination. It's a shit. It's a shit. You know when you album. get a shit streak in your underwear, it's called Four Eyes Only. Hard to get it out. Yeah. What's wrong? Oh, because it's picking up, man. It's it's it's, uh, it's drumming with your equipment. I just realized that. Yeah, if you can just pick it up and hold J. it. J. Cole has no music out. We Man, don't even talk about it. Thank you. I'm so uh, glad I figured it out. He just dropped a song, nigga. Wow, thank but you. I thought it was an intro. Like, uh, I didn't listen to it. I saw he did a. Uh, he has a like song a on, on the Kree soundtrack, and he has a, a single a, with a, a K pop nigga. He's got music out. I don't know that. No, he's you rapping. Can, you can use it. You just can't sit on the equipment. I have too much going on to be holding something. Oh, okay. I got you. My bad. But yeah, um, I was drumming. No. To your point. Four hours only is really bad. I tell, tell you what I said. I KOD said, is not that much better. So they came at me with the popularity competition. I was like, that's tight. But I was like, as fans, you guys coddle J. Cole to where You're not wrong. it makes it hard for him to realize when his music isn't up to par because he does he can't visually see that it's not up to par. I'm glad you said that because you do that with Big Sean. For sure. It's just on a way lighter scale, I guess. But um, yeah, that was just a conversation because he was like, yeah, because J. Cole can sell out arenas. I'm like, yeah, he can, but he shouldn't have been at some time. At certain points, he shouldn't have been. There should have been times when niggas should have been like, that wasn't it, Jermaine. And well, particularly, I mean, it would have been after yeah. For Your Eyes Only. He didn't tour For Your Eyes Only. Then he did KOD. He did, yeah, For Your Eyes Only. Oh, he, been, he, yeah. tour for he tours your eyes every only. album. He sold out everywhere. Did he? Where, uh, I know it's a first check this out. When was Big Sean able to do an arena tour? And so this is what it does. We're talking about one person. <laughs> he brings to another person. What does that answer the question? I was bringing that up. I'm a J. Cole stan, so it doesn't really matter what But we never got around to discussing why that is. Did you already explain your why? The why, why, why J. Cole I, so is, a, is on superstardom. I think J. Cole is rappers. obviously. I think the talent's there. That's that's not debatable. But I think the product hasn't always been there. So you you do wonder as to yeah. why he's been. But I hear people to that level. I know people that love music. Sometimes. I know people that love Four Eyes Only. There's a lot of them, but they no, don't know. Not, but no, it is. It's a lot of people that love it. But the popular. Let me tell you this. My wife thinks that's his best album. She don't like J. Cole. You said what? She don't like J. Cole. She do like J. Cole. There's a phrase we're supposed to use there because your wife who can't use it. There's some there's a reason why. Why she on that? Is she okay? She fine. You that's that's her way of saying she don't like J. Cole. Man, she says she's, <laughs> she's trying to yeah, she's trying to say, fuck you, nigga, and J. Cole. But so the thing is, there is a population of J. Cole fans that like four your eyes only. That population, a chunk of that population, can't rap the worst I get up. So I don't really respect them. That's true. So that's how I feel about that. I, 
What? That we were talking about you, you didn't notice. Oh, I, I can't rap the words I, I get up, but that doesn't question my fandom. I, go ahead. You know, rough ass. Exactly. If you don't know the words to a song, you're not a fan no more. So. No. That's I was, that's how, I just thought. I just so, thought so I one of his most iconic yeah. songs? That's to you, I don't stop. That's not what iconic songs to me. Because you, you, weren't, you weren't in the stands. You weren't, you weren't in yet. the trenches. You wasn't with him shooting in the gym. I wasn't. I didn't get on J. Cole's in front of that. I just had to go back. Yeah, I know. That's not a it's secret. A, it's okay. I know. Well, I, just, I, just, I, just, I, I compared it to the Chance situation. Like Chance had three good tapes. Well, Chance had three really good tapes. A classic, and then he put out that shit with the album in his hand, and niggas let Niggas told him, "Hey, they put the hey, bro, that sucked." Man, they put feces on that cover so quick. <laughs> but that just did not happen to J Cole. But he put four hours only. There's out. legit a meme of feces on yep. that. It's crazy. <laughs> shit in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And Snacks got it. Snacks got it tatted on his lower back. So for whatever reason, J Cole's insulated. <laughs> As an artist, he doesn't get that flat. Yeah, I, it, that's for, fair. But I think that one, I, I think that once you get to that arena tour point, it's tough to make that go away. I want to, I want to express something real quick though, and shout out to Trapital. Beyonce could have done an arena tour with um, what's the Lion King? Shit? The Lion King shit. Yeah. She could have took that around the world. For yes sure. or no? I don't think she did though. <laughs> she did it, but she could have. <laughs> but because she's yeah. a, a stadium artist, yeah, you got which, if you got it, you got it. The theory is brilliant mm-hmm. for sure. I want to say this indeed. Shout out to Aubrey for that. So I like that quote. But shout out to Trapital. Trapital is like a uh, hip hop. Uh, not familiar. Capital. I'm not familiar with their game. Should I yeah, be familiar it's, with that? Yeah, it's, it's a hip hop uh, finance platform. They kind of talk about like numbers, uh, the numbers Money. of the music industry. And I don't think the, I can't think of the guy's name, but he he's the creator of Trapital, and he kind of released a thread about J Cole and why J Cole has been wildly successful compared to other rappers in his bracket. And they basically what he said is that when he did that dollar and dream tour, that's the best investment that he made to his fans. He basically feels though that J. Cole's popularity is tied to how he's connected over the years with his fan base. It's a rabbit fan base. So it like is, he's turned him into ironclad. He's turned those fans into stands. And the and the the best thing that he ever did, he says when he did that dollar and dream tour, that set him up for all the success later on. Because those fans went, they were so invested in that concept and what it meant and he was giving everything so that for ever since like yeah. man he can do no wrong but I, th- I also think that I like J. Cole's music so much that I was willing to stand outside in the hot Chicago sun for eight hours yeah I mean there's that too but he was just saying that, about like, to wrap that, that, shit. that investment the warm up is a classic so I was gonna stand outside all day and that, that investment came back tenfold today? huh what's the dreams today She's the girl of my dreams. It's a good thread though, and it kind of helps somewhat explain why J Cole is on this level compared to Can I Live. When he rap, when the nigga is dying and cannot live, I feel like it's real. Breathe, nigga. It's the real life on that shit. Don't you um, fucking leave, nigga. Don't you go? I, I don't know, bro. I like, like I said, y'all always give me a hard time about J Cole. I just don't call him like, like y'all do. No, I just don't call no, him like I, y'all do. But I think that once you, I, th- and I think there's a lot to say about once rapping, you achieve the rapping, status rap, rap, of that rapping. because I think. Once you I think it's okay to be like, like there's some shit on there, bro, tours. but it wasn't good. It's, it's easy to say that. I say it all the time. It's for sure. It wasn't it's good. A, it's a couple on four hours only, but overall, it just, the, the problem with J. Cole fans, it takes you guys years from the album be coming out to say that <laughs> stuff. I said that out the gate. <laughs> yeah, but like, said, oh, some niggas like to call shit classics out the gate, trying to trying to make him something that he's not yet. Niggas were calling four hours only a classic? No, but they'll say like, KLD, that was really, like, bro, it's really good. Bro. KLD was cool. And then years later, we got to say it's cool. It's, you know what I'm saying? Cool. it's always just been cool But Kevin Hart is a top 5 J. Cole song What's the shit just me? came out All season comes out It's classic And then months later really good. It's really good You know what I mean You did call it a classic after That was me I think it's a classic rap album No you just said it was really good Just say it's really good Because the, when I bring up classics You can't compare it to it So 
Either way, I just think J. Cole. Damn is a classic. J. Cole theory it's not is damn, interesting. For sure. It ain't. It's not damn. It. It's not take care. Yeah, it ain't. It's not Lupe Fiasco's the cool. <laughs> it <laughs> it's not the black album. It's not college dropout. It's not late sure. registration. It's not. <laughs> it's not a lot of shit. Yeah. It's, it's just a really good album. Yeah. This is a really good album. It was. It was a. Oh yeah, he still got it. Bet. Yeah. It's because the last two made you think he didn't. It's not color book. <laughs> I'm just. These are classics. We gotta talk about classics. It's just, I just don't know what we can call it. It's very good. We can't call it a classic because we yeah. know what the classics are. I just want y'all to figure out why y'all like that with J. Cole and nobody else. Because it's my favorite rapper. I'm going to give him my a My favorite rapper, way. too. Sure. I'm going to give Your him a Your favorite rapper is Drake. No, J. Cole is by far my favorite rapper. Just because I don't like Your favorite rapper is Kanye West. <laughs> no, J. Cole is. Just because so, I don't like niggas. Yeah, that was your favorite rapper. And then Kirsten Lamar. I don't like I don't want niggas. Sh- them. I don't want niggas to shit on Drake like I do. J. Cole is. J. Cole. He means more to you, but you like Drake's music better. No. J. Cole has rap bars about Over the last seven years Whose music do you like more? <laughs> well Drake been dropping way better music <laughs> J. Cole in the last seven years But as far as my entire life J. Cole really raps about I know he means more to you I know, I know. He raps, He's my favorite I, rapper I get it Drake is a number Is a close number I get two. it I understand But It's cool I just, Let's move on man That's just me no, bringing up the bass for no reason In the last seven years oh, The Drake music <laughs> been way better I'm sorry Drake I'm sorry J. Cole But the Drake music been way better The last seven or eight years and we all know that. Next. Next. They're probably having time with their live in there. I know they are. At least they're still alive. I appreciate that. I'm just listening for sounds. Nobody's crying. For sure. Can we go quick? Next. Yeah. I, don't I'm a, I don't want you to get a whooping. All right. Okay. I don't want you to get a whooping. I don't want you to have to stand in the corner or be on punishment. All right. We don't need him anymore, technically. He just needs to have prayers to make sure it's the sound. <laughs> you guys yell at each other, so you always hear each other. Man, I'm right by you. I can hear him all the time. What's up? Okay, thank you, Quentin. Oh, so I mean, put these headphones on. Nobody's wearing them anymore. Making me eyes over here, yo. Put charge. the headphones in. You right, but damn, <laughs> we were supposed to give out the cues, nigga. Oh man, it's still going. Y'all on the whiz too, damn. Y'all on the whiz too. He's on down. He's on okay, down. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. Um, Chris Rock selective uh, outrage Ooh. came out. It was live on Netflix. I've never. I don't know if they've done that before. No, nah, that was the first. time. <laughs> so something new. Um, Got a first timer here, and he fucked the joke up, and he did. It. He just kept going, and he landed it. Which happens? Yeah, he landed it. Yep. Um, I don't think it was um the funniest stand up I've ever seen. No, nope. nah, I wasn't like I wasn't cracking like rolling. Dave Chappelle had me rolling on the floor. Yeah, but I think Chris Rock's storytelling is really good. His storytelling was fire, and some of the jokes were fire. Um, they did he. I think it's right that he made you niggas watch the whole thing before he got to the Will Smith. If I'm being overly critical, I think it felt dated, but it, the whole purpose of it was to get to the Will Smith shit. So some of those jokes yeah. felt old because yeah. I'm just trying to fill an hour yeah. to get to these last 10 minutes yeah. to talk about Will Smith. And he did, and, and I enjoyed it. I think he did a good job of how he did Will Smith, too. Yep, I respect it. Uh, he he, he I, I, the, My favorite part, was a little strong, he, but he, had, nope, he admitted that he going to slap a nigga he know he can whoop. Thank you for saying that. Because mm-hmm. I know you gonna like, slap a nigga you know you can't whoop. Uh, talking to dudes, <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's my, I hate that. The, no, but the one thing Chris couldn't do was come in there and be like, "No, I should have beat his ass." No, he didn't. He did not do that. I'm glad he didn't. That was what but he couldn't do. That the whole thing, like, and that's like a nigga thing. You want to beat a nigga you know you you can beat up? Yeah, yep. That's the goal. Uh, I, I, I appreciate it honestly. How he talked about Jada started this shit. Y'all talk about me. He said, he said, and he called her a bitch. He too. called her yeah. a bitch. That was wild. I he might come it. see him again. I liked it. 
You like to call women bitches? I wasn't mad at him. I liked him he, when he did. He said he, he was said, in line to do it. He said <laughs> everybody they gonna call a woman wife a bitch. One, a there, bitch? one that was really hilarious. He's like everybody in this room been cheated on, but none of you niggas in this room been interviewed by wow, the person yeah, that, that cheated on you. Did. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Any, that has crazy. anybody seen reviews yet? Nah, what's that? I just no, I mean like oh reviews, reviews on it. Sorry, I just assume he's gotten attacked for some of his early jokes. Yeah, he was a definitely. He's like it felt like intentionally edgy to kind of like draw you in. But uh, yeah, uh, I didn't see it all. I was on the back end. So trans jokes and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought those were. I, th- I kind of feel like the the trans jokes were on par with most jokes centered around. Yeah, that community these days they weren't for, for they established were. well, so comedians. That, it was that, and he uh, went, he rolled right into abortion. And the abortion jokes were edgy too, and it's just like I thought the abortion jokes were funny. I think Chris usually edgy. He yeah, said, I, I get it. I'm he said it's dangerous. Now. He said if you got to pay for your own abortion, you need you need to get an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> he also he also made a very like a point to make sure he said killing babies and not like abortion. Like it was like it's because that's what it is, and that's not safe to say. Yeah, he said kill him. He said y'all should be able to kill, kill babies until at least four. four. <laughs> said, so you see that first report card? <laughs> uh, he's gonna be a dummy. Yeah, said, Fuck I fucked with it. Uh, All right, you finish Stranger Things. And I'm again, take and, I, and, and I think that I think <laughs> that, that Chris Rock is such a veteran. Um, and I would call it that there was a lot of comedic storytelling. It was very good. Yeah, the jokes weren't meant to make you. Nah, this uh, was the fall on the ground laughing. Grab, oh, yeah. This was it his. Wasn't, that wasn't the point. This it was, was his a interview. monologue, man. Yeah, this was, it was me a saying. Mo- it was a long All right, y'all. This is my side of the story. It's right, and I think he nailed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It was great a, way to do it. He talked about his family. He talked yeah. about everything. He talked about his kid. The story about his daughter was crazy. Turning her from a biter to getting her kicked out of school to going to culinary school. That was fire. Maybe we'll look her up. That was fire. Yeah, she said, he said, my mother, who had to go to the vet to get her teeth pulled, she go to Paris twice a year to have coffee with my daughter. Yep. Hard. Fucking fire. That, that was shit fire. was crazy. And, and I don't know how real it is or they really found out about how he like was instrumental in her getting kicked out of school or not. But I thought, like, damn, that was even crazy. That was It was just. It might have been some yeah. little. And, a little, yeah, little, 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 little razzle uh, What's that a shit? A little fugazi. They put on top of the <laughs> yeah. Parsley. Parsley. Uh, but not. He but didn't make it. For me, I think. I think. Probably long way. He didn't make it. We've been around for a long time. We kind of getting up there. We're in our thirties now, and yeah. there's a lot. Uh, shout out to Ruff. He just said this, but it's a lot of veteran comedians, and I think that one thing that started to make these real vets stand out, and you know, the, the comedians that are when my parent, when our parents were our age that they grew up on, like Chris Rock, yeah, um, is that they are, bro. He that was just a great. Command, he commands the room. Yeah, that was yeah. a great perspective on what he feels though is yeah. happening around the world. Yeah. Well, he's gonna was well, he's gonna get that room because he's a legend. Yeah. And then he he took this opportunity that he had and he did it very well. I think slap Will um, back the way he could. Uh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Real Fight quick, with words, my nigga. His hands um, wasn't gonna get it. Monique is coming up. I think I want Monique to do well. Me too. The I mean, Monique me too. Netflix special. But but she's gonna <laughs> struggle. I hope she does because well because. <laughs> Monique, we hate women just we've heard from multiple people that <laughs> she can be a bit of a problem. Not that she is, but there are reports that she's tough to work with. So it's stand up, it's different, no matter. Right, yeah. but are people gonna believe her? Did y'all see when she just she just went off on Sherry <coughs> Shepard and because they talked about her on their talk she show? Goes on with about people. She she's does. on that with everybody. Yeah, she goes um, on with everybody. Y'all have to believe to be funny though. It can be funny without me believing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let's uh let's talk about the shit that um. TV. TV. Uh, Abbott. Abbott was good again. Abbott was solid. Um, I mean, they don't make bad episodes. I mean, they don't make bad episodes. You didn't like Abbott this week? I Listen, I know y'all love Abbott. Yeah. I just I just mildly enjoy Abbott usually. That's There's fair. always points where I laugh, but it's, you know. They don't make bad episodes. Y'all are champions of it. I think yeah. it's cool. Uh, but I also don't, I don't behind, like I'm two weeks that style of comedy is not my bag. I know uh, y'all okay. like the I, office and fair. shit like that. 
I think it's better off. Yeah, but it, I mean, this was a too it was a good That's old dangerous. episode. It wasn't nothing. I don't, I don't want to die. This isn't one that I would look back and be like, oh. Man, I just I'm say you'd be so hard on these other shows. You'll be hard. Yeah, on this that. is it's not okay. one of it's not one of them ones. Uh, I was I think Vince Staples is funny every time. He had me. He was like, oh y'all, please leave. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my ribs. Yeah, but <laughs> you got my baby. Got my baby back. Yeah, that might um, be his last episode. Yeah, should be. I wish they. He should have pulled up with Amber. He's like, I've been fucking Amber. That yeah, I thought crazy. that was coming, but it didn't. It, fire. it didn't. But Abby was cool. Um, Bel Air. The drama. Another good episode. The drama. Place. It was good. It's a good episode. Absolutely. Um, What's your problem? They told you it was a drama when they when it uh, came out. It said a dramatized version of the dramatic. Fresh Prince, yeah. And this has bothered you. Dramatic. Dramatic. <laughs> dramatic. dramatic. I feel like the drama thing wasn't. Y'all wasn't on that last season. No, nah, but I. He should I don't be hard so. on these shows. Not name Abbott. I don't. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think like a bad episode. Um, <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, we're gonna get into the thing where Tiff, uh, not Tiffany, Hillary, Hillary introduces Jazz as her boyfriend, and uh, like, I, as I, Uncle Phil, like, we're alone. <laughs> they were like, uh, Honestly, Jazz. Jazz has gotten what he's needed from Hillary. He should probably leave her. He's finding out that the grass ain't greener nah, on, on the, yeah, on the bad chick side. He's fucking and Hillary, he Jazz, he did a good job reading her. They got this frenemy thing going on. You do whatever she says, and you don't like it. She's not wearing her in that car. She can't tell her no. It's weird. Yeah. Um. I I think they're about to turn. Uh. What's his name? Doc. Yeah. yeah. What's the bad AAU nigga? Doc. 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 He's a villain. Well, they they he's, he's a villain, villain because they they alluded to it where they you know showed the, the jet magazine yeah. like look hey which that I don't get because you're not gonna be able to like I mean I guess I, you can make me pay you for your services but hey. they're gonna yeah. try to exploit Will basically. Do you know yeah. why I really really like this show? It is not hiding the fact they want you to be mad at white people. The little white girl that got the teacher fired, they, they're making sure I'm mad at her. They show, Well, they showed her two episodes in a row. Look, Just jealous. to make sure. Why is she funny. giving her book, black books? They showed her like. She's giving her black books, mommy. They, um, they, they made sure I hate the nigga on the basketball team. They made sure. And I don't. Who, Kirk? That's your homies from West Philly. Well, <laughs> nigga. And then I don't, I, fuck your and I don't know if I necessarily I'm like. I'm not cold. How many points you got? <laughs> <laughs> Weak ass nigga. Kirk is garbage. Terrible. And I'm not and I'm not necessarily sure I like the black teacher who tie a bitch too. We haven't seen yeah, her. Yeah, she, she and was so, new. Now, so now she's at the BSU meeting. You usually she, when you're in an organization you gotta have a teacher that's like a She wasn't at the first one? Chaperone. She wasn't there. She missed, when they was she riling, missed that meeting. They was getting riled up at that first one. But yeah. now at this one. Well, Carson, it's gonna be on your reputation. Yeah, he the one yeah. nigga you can do that to. He's oh like, yeah. Shit, reputation. Yeah, we don't, yeah, don't do me like that. Um I mean, the only part of the episode, I just, it just was, they were so thirsty to make Will the bad guy. I mean, up 15. Let's spread it out and give Kirk a shot. Uh, hold the ball. What are we really doing here? <laughs> yeah, it was but, right. Because that's showboating. Yeah. Just but, in a different yeah, way. Why are we getting Kirk a shot? Right. But since we're going to shoot, nigga, I'm shooting. Right. Yeah. It's weird, of, man. Because I'm hot right but, now. But yeah, they're doing a good job of making me make sure I don't like white people on the show. And or I, maybe, and they, maybe you're projecting you just don't like white people. And I also, oh, I do. I and I also don't like. Uh, 100%. And, Here's the one but thing. But on this show, they're making point. Last year, it was the dude that was Carlton's friend. Yep. It was like they made sure of it. I don't like yeah. him. Here's one thing that's really that's bothering me is re- Michael Ely is the villain, but yeah, we haven't seen yeah, him. <laughs> he coming. He coming. He probably just been busy. He was doing. He was doing. Uh, yeah, they're they're only trying to pay him for a couple yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah, for trying to have sex with somebody Mike, else's Mike, wife for another show. Six, okay, bud. It'll make your grand entrance in six. He does that. Oh, that's uh, what, oh, it's been a very good show so far. See, I'm I, being I, a I sneaky with, I don't, sly. And you know, like we say, Abbott guy. doesn't miss. I don't right, think Bel Air has missed. Really. Bigger hair. Thank you. I fuck with <laughs> Bel Air heavy. Um, like I said, Bel Air just does like my wife always like brags. She just like gets excited about. She like they just do such a good job of like like 
black manhood and like brotherhood and shit like that, like being vulnerable. I was like, this damn right. And the fa- this is the family dynamic is crazy. It's good. Yeah, they just do a good job. Like Bonka Phil is definitely. A they brought freak. my nigga Jeffrey back into the control fold. Freak. He's a control freak. They uh, jerk. Obviously, Fuck and they foreshadowed the episode with uh. Remember Frederick was acting a fool on the French Prince. Yeah, they gonna run. They gonna run his friend. Yeah, I, I like that how they said you can't see him. Like, something happened. I want to know. Don't happen. you want to know? Yeah. It's gonna be dramatic. Absolutely, it is. It ain't gonna be funny. It is yeah. gonna be dramatic. You don't want a little funny sprinkle here, just a little bit, a little parsley. Indeed, a little parsley. It's gonna be parsley. You didn't laugh like when uh, Carlton had two girls, and Will was like, "Oh, first, I'm proud of you," but secondly, like this, this funny parsley. Like, this, yeah, you can get chuckles in. It's good. Um, <laughs> I like that Carlton had him two girls. I like um, that. I like how they threw Princeton in. Oh, he's they, about to relapse, they, my nigga. They keep throwing little stuff in, like yeah. all the oh, yeah. prisoners. Dad didn't go there, but the drugs will be bad. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll get a little more uh, Jackie time. I fuck with Jackie yeah. so far. I know the joke. Um, I know the joke. But uh, yeah, it's been good, man. Good episode. Let's, let's move on to I what I think yet, is one of the better episodes of BMF. You, you got it. Okay, can I tell you why I didn't Next. like it? Or did you Shout tell me why you didn't like it? I thought this episode was just a bunch of random stuff happening. This way, like, and I'll go down the list. But they all move. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I could be tripping. Um, you already checked out again, y'all. No, I, 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 I love it. I love it. It's amazing. I you love, love it for Meech, being terrible, but you already Meech, checked out of it being nah, a Meech, show. Because Meech's, Meech's scenes are fire every time. Mm-hmm. He just does so much well. Um, Some people say he's, he sucks. Oh, I, shit. I think, they I think he making the Cash show. Da- I knew Cash Doll was soft on Lamar. Mm-hmm. She fucked him with the, with the shit bag. No, she okay. did. She, she fucked him. She gave him a bath. They just got high. Fair enough. What was he getting the dress for in the bathtub? Taking a bath. She took a bath. She didn't fucking, but she was supposed to shoot him. But supposed to shoot him. She couldn't do that. Um, but later so, on, her Meech said, "Stick to the plan." I think she's still yeah. going along with what they said. Answer up. me this question: mm-hmm. How did uh, how did the Black Panther know that that was Meech's driver and it was drugs in that truck? The Black Panther know that that was Meech's. Oh, uh, Lamar, the Black Panther. Oh, watching him. Just surveillance him. How? Where is he? How do you know that car was? Man, that dude watching these know, niggas. I don't know. I know he tied in with Nick Fury. It's crazy. Yeah. How did he know that? This he old woman driving this truck. Lucky that bitch them truck. The same way cops do. I don't know. They watch these Man. niggas. At least we see them follow him. And what sucks? I will say the Lamar storyline just sucks because they also like they at last season was like, oh man, he's a really good actor, but I just got him. He's a little stupid. They open up the scene. I'm gonna put Blackie on this mantle right here. Yeah, just to. She said, Lamar, what the fuck is that? Just to make sure um, everybody knows. Yeah, but they all. But everybody also acknowledges. Listen, when he does some weird shit, it's always acknowledged that it's some crazy shit. All of a sudden, Marcation loves Perry. I'm telling you checked out you are. What's up? You was like, they should call this episode more about nothing. Like, nothing happened in the episode. It was weird. It didn't Because so much happened. It was all random. They became the distro, like the legitimate distro for everywhere. Yeah. We do that when they expanded to Ohio. They got the 300 keys. We knew they was going to be there. We know K9 was going to get locked up. Charles get caught. Charles got funny. caught, but that was that was random. Tell you why it was random. Hey, Charles because, got the vibrating one scene. Oh, it's this vibrating band. One scene, my rhythm. One scene, this side bitch came in and tried to fuck him in the kitchen. Uh huh. And then she got in the bed with him and said, "I feel bad." No, you don't. You came to my house. You know my wife was home. She yeah. finally saw her. They talked to each other uh, in okay. the same scene. All right, that was cool. Then, hey, that kiss was a one time shot. Oh, uh, we got in trouble today. You want to fuck me? That's what happened with the with, with the cop. That was nasty sex too. It was nasty. It was nasty. It was that nasty. up against the wall shit is crazy. Nasty. But you were out of the impression they fucked already, so them doing this shit didn't bother you any. I was no. They, I they, definitely they, thought they fucked. I them looking at it, looking at it, bothered me. I knew oh, it was yeah. gonna fuck. Um, watch. I'm Molly beef with the episode of fucking Lala Killer. Yeah. Get out of my TV oh, screen. Marquise and Terry. Her 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 naked body looked really good this episode. Hey. You couldn't even see it. They did it on purpose. Beach, beach. <laughs> Calling his brother out on how pussy They put a is. filter on it because Bro. they know she look wild. They couldn't Listen, even show it. Meach be tearing 
be be tearing Terry up. It's hilarious. This pussy whipped ass nigga. Yeah, it's crazy. Cut your shit off, nigga. Uh, they got Marquisha poison pussy ass nigga all yeah. over it. B, I'm B, Mickey is unhinged right now. Oh, he's off. His mother died. Oh, There's so him. much that happened, Ree. Sure. Fucking oh, and now and now my niggas, my boy niggas about to be. If y'all thought he was on a war path for real, he's really. And who was the was the, who was the army vet that came out of the house? Who was that guy? He's a cop too. No, he dropped. Nah, he dropped. He, he runs. Oh, you didn't drugs. watch the episode? I did. He was checked out. It was about nothing. The army vet. This he was, met with him and auntie to to drive the drugs in the cars. Yeah, I, I don't remember his face. I remember auntie. And Terry came he the was there. He called him G.I. Joe. <laughs> yep. Little hey. kid came in, put the drugs in the car. Yeah. I didn't know they had a BMF mentoring program. They do. I'm like, yeah. hey, boys and um, Black Mafia of America. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you ain't got nothing else going on, shit. All right, let's move on. Um, but Good job, I, yeah, man. I thought it was a better episode. No, nigga, um, episode was. I enjoyed it. Was it was like, we got to get some shit going. We got we to speed it up. Uh, this uh, this uh, the speed up episode. So, before I watched like Snowfall this week, Snowfall, people said, oh, this episode was trash. But I watched it and I liked it from front of I don't know that was on that with Snowfall. I, just, Snowfall I haven't seen any smut on Snowfall's name. So I didn't enjoy this I one. I seen one of hey. It just felt like they, they Pat, didn't have to give Leon. Pat is one of our listeners. Pat said this episode was weak. I, didn't, I, 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 I yes. thought they didn't have to give Leon the whole episode. They did. It was 15 minutes. They didn't. They was an average of 15 minutes and then they went, then they would show flashbacks. I want to stay Franklin here, and Unc. Leon, they, they, no, they Leon, 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 was, Leon was important because he was showing you how far at the time it progressed. <laughs> I said Leon's going to Leon kill, he's going to kill uh, Jerome. No, not for that. It's just, they, he, Leon's travel amongst like the crew showed you what had happened along the way. Yeah, I get that. It was just a cooler way of telling the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wanda, I no, thought it was funny when Wanda went to her grandma's house. She was like, play. bitch, what, what are you here for? What you want? What yeah, you, you can't come here, bitch. What you coming still now? Where my movies at? Listen, please don't act all surprised when you cracked up, cracked out. She remember that shit off the Sherman, but I'm not supposed to. Uh, I hit Charlie Murphy not. and it the open arms. It wasn't Sherman. It was crack. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I hit, you, hit Charlie Murphy. No grandma don't want to see you. You beat yeah. her up. You stole the pearls. Yeah. No, get away. Get up. Move. Um, Curly, you clean she, now? Yeah, thinking it was gonna be cool. Yeah. Man, my nigga Leon came in with the wedding gift. Uncle Jerome, the fuck out of here with that <laughs> shit, nigga. Take your right. bullshit with hey, this nigga Jerome. Funny man, he's man. hilarious. It's gonna be funny when he die. Why you he gotta die? I want, I want Leon. Louis to die. Kill yeah, Louis. Gonna die. Kill Louis. Kill Louis. First, I think they all gonna die. And do y'all think that y'all think that Leon gonna leave or he gonna go ahead and ride with Franklin? Uh, Franklin, Franklin, I hope he leaves. Franklin, use you. I'd rather him leave, but if he gonna stay, then side with Franklin, nigga. Fuck him Franklin, nigga. Franklin said, "I'm happy like you back, bro. I'm happy you talk to everybody, but you gotta pick a side, Put bodies on you. He said, or take your wife." And go back to where the fuck you been. Which is, which, is, which is respectable for Franklin. Like, bro, well, I'm giving you a choice. Hey, you know but if you in it, I kill niggas, bro. Yeah. I, I <laughs> shot Kevin. I shot Kevin in the head. In the ass. Yeah. Jerome told him he, on, he ain't family. He's, he's, he's and that was bro. crazy because two yeah. seasons ago, he was all about family. got to save Leon. But you know what's so crazy, man? Oh, yeah. The hood his, came together to save Leon. His character <laughs> development is crazy because, like, Bro, you know Leon from season two, season three. Oh boy, running the running the show like that, talking to him crazy. Yeah. Leon would have done. I don't know if shot I want to kill him. Yeah, I don't know if but I want to go to he's, Africa. He's Africa a, do that to you. He's, yeah, a, he's a different dude. Mind on this yeah, Africa he's a completely different <coughs> character, man. Arms like that. His character, his character development, his storylines, crazy. Shout out to Stonefall, man. It's a good show. It's it's, it's fireman. Tree for, for tree. Sure. They are three on, for three for me. And right now they're on their way to landing a plane. Good. They are. Yeah. That's what I hope. I don't know who's gonna be. I don't know. I don't even know Franklin Little Baby gonna survive. Uh, I, I do hate to see my nigga also shook like that, but that's probably. Oh, he's so scared, man. I need you here at three, and we're going to Costa Rica. He said, "What? Costa Rica? Okay." 
Cat, Costa Rica. Because you said the last time you went, you went somewhere Caribbean the islands. Yeah. Franklin's yeah. dad is no longer. Um, real here. quick, everybody, y'all saw Creed? Nah. No. Nah. Oh. I saw it. Dudes did. He don't want to talk about it. it ain't that, I mean, we don't want to talk about it. We talk about it next week. Okay, cool. So, for the second. Uh, that's all I got, man. Uh, next. 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 Watch their hands. Yeah. <laughs> About to take care of themselves over there. Um, is it done? Is, is the music done? It is. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll no, 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 we'll no. Nigga, you got the headphones. We'll, you should not. No, put your headphones <laughs> Listen, on, man. We'll chill. Anybody want to just talk to us about Russell Westbrook's 0 5 on the Clippers? Because they're. Four. We're talking about the loss. Five. They lost again? It's five. When? Okay. Who are we talking about? Four. What team are we talking about? Clippers. Who? The who? What have they? What have their accomplishments? Them this, niggas always, before. Them niggas been losers from the beginning of time. I could be wrong. So that should be four. That's a bad. That's look. not surprising to me. The the Clippers been losers. They've been the number two team in L. A. Actually, the Sparks. I would like to the say Sparks this, won a championship before the. Clippers. Have they been like blown out in these games, or they playing really tight and I like, like close? There's been some close, close games they've lost. Like double OT, like high scoring games of all time. Kings, Nuggets, so top, so two top three teams. Warriors, Kings. So they lost the Kings again. Mm-hmm. So the, the Kings are n- number two in the West. Uh, this is a top tier roster. So they should be this. losing to the Kings. This is a, this is a top tier and roster the Nuggets. They should the two have the best two West players. Said, in the should league. they be losing them Being too? Oh, okay. In the first five games. <laughs> the that. Without Steph. I mean, okay, you got your one. There's Kawhi Leonard and what, what Paul Jordan George do in on the roster. On many restrictions. On, so, are so are we blaming teams. So we blame it. No, we're talking about the Clippers who have never won. When the last time oh, the Clippers have never even the come the out the West ever. They suck. They I'm not going that historically. Angle. Losing the first five games was bad. But you know, but Luke, the, Luke and Kyrie are like two and five too. I do wanna, about the that. stat that I shared though in the chat. From Legion's there was NBA. a gap. There was a gap in them games, and you know it. Uh, there are fourteen games where Russell Westbrook is a starter for NBA teams as a point guard. The last fourteen, he has lost. There's just like a two month period in between the two games as a starter. <laughs> okay, so you're that's, tell- that's propaganda. So you're telling me now the Clippers were coming out of the West until Russell Westbrook got there. I picked them to win the finals. The Clippers, the, I bet, I bet the nigga, what a, nigga? They yeah, are never on, on, ever yeah. gonna come yeah. out of the West okay. ever. Look at I pick unless the Jesus bro. starts playing the I two guard the for them. The Clippers are y'all never. Let him deter y'all shit. Get y'all shit off. The Clippers the are never coming I, out of the I, West. This is, fun. this is more fun. What These niggas are Lakers fans. The Clippers ain't never coming out the West. What do you have to say? Never ever. It doesn't look bad. Let's ever go ahead. It doesn't look good. And what the Lakers did find, and that's why I had Russ fucked up. He was better off the bench. How long before the Clippers have to make a decision and pull him out? I the think bench? it was odd That's to really put him question. in a starting lineup right away. Anyway, it was all about respect. Yeah, but but yeah, they haven't lost five in a row all year. Who was their who was their really? who was no, their ori- who was their previous uh, starting guard? Uh, they just traded him. Reggie actually. Jackson they traded him. Okay, but he was yeah. traded. But again, the, the, the real question now, is how long does it go? And I, th- they'll get a win tonight because Memphis ain't got nobody playing. Hopefully, they lose to Memphis tonight. This is that's ugly. Yeah. Home six is ugly. Well, Desmond Bain is Desmond Bain not hurt. Desmond Bain will have to go crazy. Desmond Bain's gonna play, but uh, Brooks is out. Desmond Bain keep his nose. Dylan Brooks is hurt, and uh, it's another hurt nigga. And <laughs> no, he's hurt. He's, uh, Brandon, Clark Brandon Clark's out for the year. He Brooks is Achilles, suspended right? for technical fouls. Brooks suspended, and uh, Stephen Adams is hurt too. Yeah, I will ask. Did you guys watch any of these games? You're looking at numbers like the results. Uh, I know there's some close games, man. I know there's some close games. Yeah, I watched the question. back end of the. Of I know the, one of game the, of he had like 27, 11. Are you blaming it all on Russell? No. 
No, oh, I think it's, it's, it's just funny. Stat. It's actually very what funny. Before Russell it's, very, it's unfortunately ironic. It's, what was it's there, what there, Before Russell Westbrook, yeah. what did the 10 games look like and before that? To, uh, they were going back and forth. They won the last two, then lost the one before that to the Bucks. So they had been street. losing in they No, well, losing. they were. No, 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 no. Reset, they hadn't lost five in a row. They had not lost five in a row. Oh. I want to yeah, say before tough, he got there, were they not fifth or sixth in the West? They were fourth. Okay, but the thing is, I don't know why we expect so much. The Clippers are never. The Clippers been had PG and Kawhi. They're never. I told you guys the Dallas Mavericks since acquiring Kyrie Irving are two and five. But that two is important. 0 and seven would be great. Yeah, but the Clippers are on seven, and they won their second one. If the Clippers win their next two, they're two and five too. But we're not gonna talk about that. That's true. That's why this day I had to get this off down. Yeah, it's very safe. I've been waiting. Don't don't win. They're about to be one and five. They absolutely are, and everything goes away. No, it doesn't. Because of Russell Westbrook. It should go away. It won't. They got Kawhi Leonard. They'll be straight. These guys are on. That's the thing. They got Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard don't play basketball. Man, y'all keep on. Ka- has Kawhi played more than 20 games this season? Paul George <laughs> sat out the second overtime. They was like, well, I mean. It's, they made him. It's cool, bro, but. They made him. These niggas ain't really. They want to. And then it, PG keeps getting in the media saying, I know I'm not the number one guy. Huh? I don't know, man. John Jones. John Jones. John Jones, man. Hey. Oh, he's back. Uh, the, the king is back. You know we what? Can have the, I'm a, the I'm a, he had a he had a skirt on. It was weird. I'm a deep dive UFC fan. He always wears. He that. wears like looser shorts. Yeah, he wears, okay. he wears tights under it in a, 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 a hanging okay. situation. I'm a deep dive UFC fan. Don't have sad in his face. Uh, Rip your face off. He's literally, <laughs> yeah. punch my brain Silva, out. Anderson Silva, for most UFC fans, is the greatest fighter of all time. Okay. John Jones is just it's too it's too it's too much. Do you think that he's gonna do well in this new? He's a heavyweight now. He's gonna do because I seen there was a tweet about the current heavyweight like nigga like yeah. okay, but here I am nigga. It's, it's tough. I'm not, to, a, I'm not a UFC nigga, but tell me this: did, my niggas, did he, did he missed too much time to accumulate the wins to be the greatest for real. He's, I think this win made him the greatest. Just the layoff and the win made him the greatest. Because what was he? But was this man? What was, was he? Was this guy like that? Was he a welterweight previously? He started Walter and went all the way up through like heavy. I'm saying the guy he just beat was he really like that? He's a champion, I think. I know that. Maybe was maybe was maybe was the champion nigga tweeted him like good uh, job in John, Gaku, but or the, in I think the champion I'm was African dude. Um, this gave him a belt. He got a belt for yeah. This. He's a champion, but John Jones is first of all he walks around to forty every day. That's mm-hmm. the real thing. He gets down to middle to, to light heavyweight. Gotcha. John Jones is two hundred forty pounds, so he's a heavyweight. He's such a unique fighter. He's so long. He's so strong. Pause. It's just hard to get all the <laughs> oh, so, yeah. careful cam Thomas. That's four thousand dollars so, fine you just did right there. <laughs> that's for sure. The the uh Gustafson be mad. I think that's Gustafson no white dude, like you white dude got with him in his last fight, and then he got in trouble. Uh-huh. John has drug problems. He has a drug problem. He likes Can't cocaine. Help it. Likes Let's cocaine a lot. But the only thing's like gonna be John Brown. Jones and, and Anderson Silva fell out of being the goat due to age. He finally played too much and got I caught. I watched him break his leg live. That shit really yeah, fucked like, me up. He had a two fight strand. He was playing with Chris Wyman. Lean back. Chris had a long arm. He didn't realize it. Oh my god, he got knocked out. Only age will be John Jones. He's too unique of a fighter. And these big these He's heavyweights. In his 30s, John gotta be 34, 35 yeah, years old, though. That's what I'm saying. Age will catch him. Uh, eventually you get punch drunk. Gotcha. Heavy fighters, heavyweights wanna they wanna go. John is going to take everybody to the ground. He sliced through that guy like butter <laughs> in 30 seconds. Yep. It wasn't even hard. Nope. Up, you're on the ground. Oh, shit. John's 35 years old. He he stood up. He tried to get up. And he exposed his head. You're cooked. Is yep. that the prime for MMA niggas? Nah, prime nah, is 25. 30, yeah. yeah, 25. Oh, but it's just so crazy. Like, Daniel Cormier, who announced he hates him because he can never beat him. Mm-hmm. And Daniel would have had – Daniel could be the GOAT if he'd have beat him. Hmm. They would have gave Daniel the crown. 
And he know and he he sees Daniel and goes, Shut your fat ass didn't, up. Um, Can't be didn't, me, bitch. Didn't, <laughs> he hates him. Was John Jones had some uh steroid speculation? He did cocaine. Yeah, he's got drug oh, problems. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, he, but he, but he, he, so like he failed the drug test right before a fight once. Couldn't fight. But it was cool. I love John Jones, man. Just I love UFC fighting. He is the pinnacle of the sport. I can only imagine a fight some niggas you have at their house. Oh my god, his 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 NFL ass brothers, them niggas is crazy. They probably be beating the fuck out Bro. of them. No, he beat their ass. Yeah, they fuck him up. No, he fucked them up, I'm sorry. They wives and girls. He can wrestle. Yeah. Chandler, stop. Honestly, Art might get him. Chandler, stop. I I might get him on the bro. For real, stop. Oh, this is a professional athlete family? Chandler Jones. John Jones, Chandler Jones, Art Jones. uh, Wow. Yeah, Art Jones played for the Ravens. These niggas are starters. Chandler's like an outside linebacker. Art was a good team. Chandler's a champion. Wow. Did they have both parents in the house? That's a good question. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Dad was in the ring last night. Ask Dion. Oh, those are his kids. No. John Jones picked his dad up in the suit last night. Nigga Arthur Jones oh, okay. Jr. and Camille Jones. Yeah. So maybe. His father's a pastor. That was just. Yeah. Hey, his son be trying to see heaven all the time. Household. Shout out to John Jones, man. Welcome back. We'll see the next fight. Yeah. Next just, fight's going to be I wish tougher. I could. I tried to, like, get into it. I like the game. I used to play the game. But it just doesn't. You have, seen, have you ever sat and watched the UFC? Here's the thing. Yeah, you but it just UFC, doesn't, like. You got to watch the right fight. That you got to know who you're watching. If you just turn into an into a random, who the fuck are these niggas? Do we ever in the boxing like that? It depends. Big okay, boxing. So it's not really a. Tank really Garcia on the way. I like Tank Garcia on the way. Oh, I got like the sports fans. Get out of here. We got to get out of here. Next. I love you guys. Shout out to the Pacers. Next. Yeah. Oh, deep. Oh, man. Okay. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you. Who's Q? He said, You niggas was funny. Let us know. Oh, what, what, shoot. We'll, we'll do a poll. We'll just put, do a poll on Twitter and see who won this week. Uh, we appreciate y'all, man. We'll see y'all next week. Shout out to the Pacers. We hope y'all enjoy that. As a Pacers fan, you're a Pacers fan. Hope you really enjoy <coughs> that content. Now, Pacers fan, hope you learn something new about the Pacers organization man, here in Naples, Indiana. Shout out to you for listening, man. We'll see y'all next week. Pre-game podcast. Next. Next. Baby, I Yeah, we gon' fuck up a bag, you know I Yeah, we gon' do it like that, baby, I Yeah, I'ma be on top soon, yeah, I My waves like a typhoon, you know I Once, yeah, I told you twice, yeah, I Three times a nigga so nice, yeah, I put that on my life Telling me I'm dressing sharper than a knife That's lame, but I Whoa, whoa Ask Phil Berry, I be getting that dough Ask Ben B, I bet she know Ask Mr. Clean, I be clean up flows Marcus can be when a nigga on the block Ruka Don Tetch when I'm sitting out shots Probably assist if you need to get hot Got a little thought, all she wanna do is shop I don't need to touch a box, she's just coming off the top yeah, that's off top From the land of sticks and stones Cause we on my own Niggas know how I ain't talking about Dwayne My homie, I'm in my lane My shorty like this shop Shit, she like my twin flame I said shop, drop, roll one Light it up, light it up Stop, pop, left cheek Right cheek, pipe it up Baby, yeah, that's life with a dime Yeah, you know what them hoes say Don't make me show you. I'm
a couple bands at the pop up. Blow a couple bands at the pop up. Catch me at the bar getting popped up. I hope my ex don't pop up. If she catch me in this Louis V Jack with a no logo T, guarantee she be shocked up. Shorty too evil, but I treat her well raw. Now I'm praying to God she ain't knocked up. Big bank, wow. Big racks, wow. That we gotta have patience, but I be damned if we don't get to it now. Then I've been that brother since Soulja Boy made that song called Pow. Then my kid game stupid, man. I feel like King of Kung Lao. Left, left, right, right, up, down, back it up. Grind, 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 back it up. Every day, baby, every night, yeah. Gotta get to it, live my life.